Aloha shifters, this is your captain speaking. Please buckle up as we prepare to blast off into a future of infinite possibilities. Welcome friends, this is Brendan and welcoming you once again to another very exciting, inspirational and educational live broadcasted episode of Paradigm Shift Central Team Building Circle here presented on behalf of ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real world interactive game to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness by building an awesome global team of shifters, by creating conscious media, by documenting the shift in consciousness and by creating physical paradigm shift communities that you guys can do where you are. So this is an interactive project and anybody is welcome to be involved. And this is about being able to help continue to inspire, continue to be able to share our stories, share our inspiration, work together as a team and uh, yeah, do what we can in this unfolding story. So as always, I am joined by some fellow shifters from across the world. So fellow shifters from across the world, let's uh, open up our microphones and send some love to all the people who are tuned into this. So make some noise guys, send some love. Aloha shifters, we love you guys. Oh, oh, oh. awesome very good guys very good all right guys so guys girls everyone human souls spirit aliens whoever may be tuned into this thank you again and uh if you haven't again been connected with this project you can check out more at paradigmshiftcentral.com as we've mentioned and there's a lot to get involved with there including the creation of quest journals conscious articles and it's a place where we can where that we can use as a collective platform to be able to help share our voice and so that's what we've been doing for years and there are physical paradigm shift communities across the world and part of our objective is continue to help more people create those and for and and also people to be able to inspire to take action in their community to do things like free hugs to go out there and do acts of shiftivism as shifters to plant those conscious seeds to engage with their community to do the little things that make the big difference and to keep leveling themselves up within the game as we continue to step into our activated avatars so that we can do what we came here to do within the bigger shift in consciousness which is again a multi-layer thing but it's really about in many senses, being able to wake up within the dream, to see beyond the veil, to go further down the rabbit hole, to connect the dots, to pierce the mysteries that are all around us. So it's a very exciting thing. And the game is going to be something different from everyone based on their own unique perspective. So if you're interested in that, then please feel free to check out, get involved. And as always, you can also sync up with past broadcasts that are online as well as future broadcasts. So within this broadcast, what we're going to do, these team building circles, the intention behind these is about being able to anchor into that community sacred roundtable type format where we as shifters, as light guardians come together after a week since the last one of being apart and we come together and we share our stories, we share our visions, we share anything that we've learned, things that we've been up to to help assist with this shift. And in this particular case, since it's almost the full moon, we're also going to be sharing intentions that we want to set for the full moon. So we'll do that. We'll report in. And then from there, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's coming up for the next week for Paradigm Shift, which is a very important thing. We're going to be talking uh, a little bit of preliminary discussion that's going to be happening between this week and next week's broadcast, which is the Destiny School broadcast about healing beyond sexual assault and creating consent culture. So that's going to be a very serious broadcast. And we're going to be talking about that a little bit within this broadcast, just to kind of, because I, I want to be able to check in with you guys and, and just kind of get a feel and see, see what you guys thinking and wow it sounds like the skies literally just opened up outside i don't know if you guys can hear but literally it was just like rain out of nowhere so that's awesome 
the the uh, the devas agree. So um, so that's what we're gonna do. And then from there, we're really just gonna play with the format of being able to just have open discussion, free flow discussion, and uh, we'll just bounce around with some topics. And part of what we want to do in these uh, broadcasts is again to remind ourselves that this is about being able to practice having conscious discussions. So a lot of people who are connected to this community, either online or the physical paradigm shift communities, you know, they're interested in being able to have discussions related to spirituality, mindfulness, consciousness, metaphysics, subtle energies, all of these esoteric things that we don't always get a chance to talk about. So we'll be doing that within this broadcast. We'll literally just be practicing talking about these things. And for you as the listeners who are listening to this, allow this to be fuel for your spirit, inspiration for your soul that will continue to give you some extra sh paradigm shifting ideas and insights and ways of explaining things that you can continue to expand beyond this broadcast and take with you out into your ongoing quest as part of this real world game so that you can help plant those seeds for others and be be a portal for synchronicity and uh, yeah, be a mirror for, for others' infinite growth. So there's a spark, there's a light guardian inside all of us. And uh, yeah, this is a very exciting a very exciting game to to choose to be a part of. So thank you again to everyone who has chosen to be here. So best multiplayer game ever. The graphics in this are so good. All right, guys. So like I said, we got a few shifters in with us tonight. And uh, I think we'll be getting some more shifters joining on the way. We currently have Brian. We currently have Jared. We have Justin. And we have Tom. And uh, three of the guys were, were in here last week as well. And uh, we'll get to passing the talking stick around. And we'll see how quickly we can get into the free flow discussion. And then um, basically, this broadcast, we're going to aim to keep it within three hours. And closer to the end, we'll do another tarot card reading. And we'll end with a micro meditation. And uh, yeah, we'll just make the most of our time. So again reminding you guys that if you're inspired by this project then we want you to get involved and we want you to think about creating a physical paradigm shift community where you are and the basic idea behind that is open-minded discussion and meditation circles held on a regular basis so i'm from paradigm shift london and you can create a paradigm shift community where you are and stay tuned because it's an ongoing story so patience perseverance and all that good stuff will will really pay off in the long run so this is a very long objective in terms of shifting paradigms but but that's what we're here for so patience is a virtue okay so in terms of reporting in and uh just some some additional new updates within the game uh let me just give you my report in so within the last week uh let me just take a moment here to reflect so within the last week uh all the shifty stuff that that happened um yeah, within, since since the last broadcast, uh, I, I uh, this is like related just from my own personal experience, and then we'll get into the stuff I was doing. I'm Mystic Spider-Man on Halloween doing free hugs. Um, on Thursday last week, uh, a film that I had been working on for the longest time premiered at a film festival in my city, and that actually uh, won the Audience Choice Award. So uh, that was really awesome. And if you're interested in that, uh, you can look up Clearing the Way uh, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Clearing the Way movie. And uh, that was about um, being able to tell the story of the Canadian soldiers in Afghanistan. And so this is a documentary that I started with my father several, several years ago. And he's always had an interest in military, and I've always had an interest in military military but this story is very much a paradigm shifting movie in its own way because it's less about glorifying war and it's more about being able to share the real human experiences and for me this isn't something where I'm like, hey, I'm going to make this movie. It was more like the universe is like, hey, Brendan, remember when you agreed to make this movie as part of your soul contract? Here you go. And I'm like, all right, let's let's do this. And it was a 
it, it was a big experience for myself. It's the second military documentary that I've made. But uh, again, you know, for, for myself and for a lot of us, we do have that um, past life connection as the warrior archetype to military. And I think, uh, you know, it's a natural part of the human experience, as much as it is one that many would say is not necessary by any means. But through sharing this movie and sharing the human experience, I feel that it is very important as part of the cathartic healing to be able to look at what war does to people so that we can heal and be able to move beyond it. So if you're interested in that, please feel free to check it out. And again, that's facebook.com forward slash clearing the way movie. And uh, yeah, or just send me a link and I can send you a trailer for it. But anyway, so yeah, that was like planting some seeds. That was really cool. Got a standing ovation. So yeah, thank you everyone for, for um, your support on that. So go team. Um, <clears throat> So in addition, beyond that, uh, we had a paradigm shift meeting on Friday and uh, we did half of our meeting at a new tea lounge, which was really cool because uh, one thing that I can reflect on is that doing your paradigm shift meetings in different locations has a drastic effect on the overall vibe. So we were doing ours originally in a cafe and we still are, but we're kind of transitioning between a cafe into a tea lounge. And in a cafe, you know, there's kind of like noise in the background. You're sitting on a couch and, and there's a, like a little bit of extra noise, but you can still have good discussion. When we were doing it at the tea lounge, that shift of being able to like literally have tea there, having like ambient music in the background, having it be very quiet was really, really nice. And and, and it was something that um, I missed having not being since we used to do our meetups in a yoga studio. But um, again, we're doing them in the cafe, but doing them in the tea lounge was really cool. So just remind you guys of really um, give some thought as to where you're you're doing your paradigm shift meetings as an admin, if that's something you're organizing. And just uh, keep in mind how much the location will play a role in the experience. Because as an admin, as a community facilitator, part of your job is literally to facilitate an experience. You're, you're there to create a space for, for people. So that's why like, you know, subtle things like uh, dimming the lights, adding ambient music and, uh, you know, like scents and smells, all of these things can play a very important role in helping people come into a place where they're comfortable and where they're in that like nice chill vibe and where they're open. And you'll see how the conversations will reflect that. So just putting that out there as an idea that you guys can play around with. So that was on Friday. And then on the Tuesday, on Saturday, I went out and did Halloween stuff and that was fun. And then on Tuesday, I went out again on Halloween. And uh, that's when I went out as Mystic Spider-Man again. So those of you who have seen before, Mystic Spider-Man is when I'm out there doing free hugs, dressed as my own version of Spider-Man. And uh, this is like my Spider-Man from a parallel dimension. That's actually like me. Like it's not Peter Parker. Like it's literally like Brendan under the mask. That's part of the story. And uh, facebook.com forward slash Mystic Spider-Man. And there's already the first video that I did online. And I filmed this video. And I'm trying to edit that as soon as I can. Um, but it was really interesting because for me, uh, I noticed within myself that that something I've noticed many times before, um, in particular, prior to going out and doing free hugs, uh, I had played hockey literally like right before. So I had a hockey game and uh, we had like no guys there. So uh, I was on the entire game. So by the end of the, the game, like I was pretty exhausted. And then I was like going home and, and I'm like, all right, you know, like, I can either go do free hugs as Mystic Spider-Man or I'm really tired right now. Maybe I'll just go home, you know? And I'm just like, if I just go home, like no one's going to get, no one's going to get mad at me. Um, you know, like I was never like obligated to do this and stuff like that. Um, but then at the same time, I'm just like, but you know, 
this is an opportunity. Being able to do free hugs specifically on Halloween is something that, you know, if I were to go home and not do it, I would just be like, congratulations, Brendan. Now you have to wait an entire year to do free hugs on Halloween again. So it's just kind of like me tapping into that. Like, why am I doing this? You know, like, why am I doing it? You know, to be able to know that just by me going out there at any point doing free hugs is going to create those meaningful interactions. And there's always going to be people who I'm going to connect with who, who are going to resonate and it's going to help create those new realities. So eventually I was just like, even though I was still on the fence, I was like already in the parking lot and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to like put on my Spider-Man gear. I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just going to put it on. And then like, once I did that and I got myself geared up and I'm just like, all right, there's no turning back now. So then I just like, started filming, went out there, did free hugs. And uh, yeah, I was just like going up and down the street, doing free hugs, giving out shift buttons. So again, the tactics that you guys can do anywhere, wherever you are, once you get your shift buttons as well. And so again, people come up, they give me free hugs. And then after that, I'll be like, here, have a magic button to take with you on your journey. And then again, that's where you get the shift buttons. And those have the website to the paradigm central.com. So again, every time you give someone a button like this it connects them into the project. So realistically there are people watching this broadcast who are people who i connected with on halloween and now they're a part of this community so that works the same way where you are it's very holographic and again the shift buttons are available for the team patreon supporters and i'll explain a little bit more about that in a second um but yeah basically reporting in uh that was a success going out there as mystic spider-man uh i'm still editing the video i'm looking to finish it up as soon as i can and uh yeah there's a lot of good experiences and one thing in particular um of course being on halloween you know the veil is very thin so it's like playing with that magic the magic is ripe and and uh yeah that was really fun and of course mystic spider-man isn't just something i do just on halloween the first time i officially did it was actually last halloween so it was kind of like an anniversary for me so that was kind of cool um but one thing that came out of the experience is that when i was going up and down the street one of the people who i talked to uh was a homeless man on the street and usually when i'm going about um, I'm so I, I'm usually like going around and I'm checking in with people on the street and I'm talking to them, you know, I carry like a little satchel with change on me. Um, but it's about the interaction, uh, as well as just being able to give people change. But it was really cool because I, I was talking to one guy who was homeless. And when I was filming, I was also asking people, I'm like, I'm like, what do you want to share with the camera? What do we need to do to help change the world? And, um, this guy who was a homeless guy, um, was like totally conscious and, and he was totally aware and he was basically like uh, just like a homeless hippie and, and not trying to say that in a derogative term just just saying that to explain it as concisely as I can and uh yeah like he was talking about like he's like he's like we have to be one with nature and like we have to realize that we are the tree and like he's talking about like how like you know like it's all about like those new jobs that are going to help change the planet we got to start like working on like sustainable like like you know like agricultural farming and alternatives and he was talking about like mining asteroids and stuff and i'm like oh yeah that's a good idea too um but it was really cool because uh i just had a really good experience with him and, and he was giving me some great vibes and i was giving him some great vibes and again just kind of like shattering uh the the stigma that you know homeless people are like an other because that's something that free hugs challenges you with when when we and we kind of observe this narrative of like us and the other and who is the other you know like the other is the stranger the other is the homeless man the other is person of another ethnic diversity that we're not familiar with um so when you do things like free hugs it's a chance to really dissolve that it's a chance to dissolve those those barriers those those illusions of separations and to be able to see the you in them and so it was a really beautiful moment where like 
me and this homeless guy were just like having this really conscious moment. And I was just like, that's awesome. That's like, that's so cool. So again, uh, inviting and encouraging and reminding you guys that this is stuff that you guys can do where you are, whether you're filming it or not. Uh, I always encourage you to, to go out and document your free hug experience. But at the same time, I also encourage you to make sure that you get free hug practice without a camera for at least like a good, like several hours worth of experience before you start filming. Like there's a lot of Spider-Man stuff done where I didn't, where I've never filmed it and stuff. I'm like, this is just me getting into my zone that way. So when I'm ready, I can film it without like kind of being distracted in the same way. Um, so yeah, if you guys are thinking about doing free hugs, bring a camera if you're feeling ready, but at the same time, give yourself permission to go, just go do free hugs without worrying about documenting it, but document it with your heart document it with your mind's eye, document it with your direct experience. And then you can always like take a single picture at the end of you holding a free hug sign and write about it in a quest journal later. So that's kind of the cool thing is that like quest journals, the written, written, written word, our remembrance, our experience has the ability to, to bring things back into that present moment. So everything is documented in that sense. So, um, so yeah, that's basically my report in uh, in terms of uh, full moon intentions, uh, let's do that once we go around the circle once and the full moon intentions, I'll just give you guys a little bit more think about that. So that's basically my report in. Another thing that I will mention, uh, this is just kind of like an overview for, for those of you uh, who hadn't heard. One thing that we're doing within the Paradigm Shift Central project to be able to help accelerate the shift and to be able to help accelerate the support for the community is we've actually, um, and this was like a big thing because I was like meditating on this for a while, is we are including the light guardian crystals into all future shifter booster kits for people who sign up for the Patreon. So again, the light guardian crystals, um, I'll just show those real quick for those who aren't familiar. Those are handmade real world quest items within the paradigm shift central project unique to the game. And they are also practical meditation tools and they are meant to evoke a remembrance uh, to a bigger story, to the connection of the light guardians and also being able to help uh, evoke like a remembrance of like, past incarnations a lot of people when you ask them like what do you think when you see this they'll say like oh like it reminds me of atlantis and stuff like that so originally these are like still available for people who want to contribute just straight up um through their sign up to the patreon they can but they are what we are now providing us for free so everyone who signs up for the patreon is eligible to get that as well so uh people who are already signed up for the patreon you guys will be able to you guys are entitled to get one for free with your next restock of your shifter booster kit so just let me know how much you want to spend say like 20 dollars and or 30 or 50 or whatever you want to send and i'll send you more shift buttons more laminate free hug signs and i'll put the, the light guarding crystal in there so um because since i introduced that tactic and because i was like doing some hacks like through facebook and stuff uh, i was able to get like we were able to get like about 15 patreon signups close to the last days of October. So uh, I'm going to play around with that tactic more. And my objective is literally to just get the Patreon up as high as we can, as fast as we can. Uh, now that we're using the Light Guardian Crystals as kind of like a product to be able to help funnel and drive people to the Patreon and, and, and enable that support. So it's an awesome deal. Again, the Patreon is the monthly micro contribution of three to $5 a month. And when you sign up with that, you're getting your shifter booster kit again, which comes with your laminated free hug signs, the shift buttons, tools to help you create physical paradigm shift communities and hack the matrix where you are. And literally to do what I'm doing as mystic Spider-Man, whether or not you got a cape or a mask or anything, you, you just do it as you. And, and, uh, and, 
It's got the Love One massage tools, which come with them for the $5 level and a crystal wire wrap. And uh, again, those are worth about $70. So that plus the Light Guardian crystal increases the value to over $100. So you're signing up for 3 to $5 and you're getting the kit worth over $100. And the idea there is that we want to be able to keep the micro donations low so that people can sustain contributions for them as long as possible. So the idea is, is that when you sign up, uh, if you need to hold, hold, put your Patreon on hold at any point, that's totally cool. But the idea is, is that when people are signing up, we want to get as many people on board for the micro donation for as long as possible. That way, so when we all give a little, we all give a lot. And it's a super awesome hack. And it, it takes patience, but it creates an awesome foundation for the community. It supports the project. It supports me being able to do this full time as team captain and director for the project. And again, the abundance of it continues to overflow. And our goal is literally to get to the, the whole team Patreon, like eventually up to like 3000 and eventually up to 5000. Like that's literally the objective. And so right now we're working our way up to a thousand. We're getting there. I'm doing the work and I know a lot of people are planning on signing up and a lot of people are already signed up. So thank you guys again for, for being a part of that. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, just send me a message. And again, I'm on Facebook at Skull Babylon and the Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And uh, yeah, I'll post a link into the live chat and you guys can also find the info in the YouTube video uh, as well. And uh, thank you again for, for adding your support and uh, yeah, much love. So, all right guys. So that's the gist of it um, of what's new and exciting. And uh, there's other backend stuff going up on, on the website. Um, another thing that we're going to be working on is helping curate more of the quest journals in the coming future. So we're going to be automating those through Facebook posts. So anybody who has quest journals, new or old, keep an eye open on the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash paradigm central. And we're going to be really like, I'm, I'm working on doing some backend stuff to, to be able to get those quest journals out there through Facebook a little bit more. Um, but currently there are awesome quest journals on the main website that, that people can check out as well. So again, if you're a conscious media creator, if you want to help document the shift, whether you're a writer, whether you're a video maker, whether you're a poetry, uh, whatever your style is, your form of expression is, is greatly appreciated and is a great contribution to help inspiring others. So uh, be sure to connect on the main website, help document the shift, create your own conscious articles, create your own quest journals and uh, yeah, awesome stuff going on. So thank you again, everyone for being involved and um, let's keep uh, passing the talking stick around guys. Thank you for listening to uh, my skull Babylon for, for a little bit there, but that brings everyone up to speed and shout out to everyone in the live chat as well. Shout out to shout out to Paul, shout out to Will, shout out to Hector, uh, shout out to Rach. Uh, Rach is in uh, Paradigm Shift Mexico. So just giving a huge shout out to Paradigm Shift Mexico. Uh, Hector is in Paradigm Shift Reno. Shout out to Paradigm Shift Reno. Uh, if anybody else wants to share uh, where they are and stuff like that, um, then yeah, please feel free to leave your comments in the chat. So let's keep passing talk and stick around, guys. Again, we're going to report in. Uh, let's aim to keep it as concise as possible. Uh, I, I know I just talked for like a while, right? But again, this is all just practice. And the sooner we go through the recordings, then we'll get into a little bit about next week's broadcast and then we'll get into open discussion. Uh, yeah, and we'll go from there and we'll get the intentions for the full moon in there as well. So happy almost full moon guys. We're at like 96% right now. So breathe it in. So let's just take a breath here as we just prepare to uh, just tap in and, and sink into the intentions of the circle. So I just invite you to just visualize, close your eyes, and just imagine us sitting around this round table circle right now where we are. And so just breathe into that. And perhaps at the center of the circle, you just see there's a little floating paradigm shift sigil in the middle of the circle. 
just tapping into again that almost arthurian magic the story of an ancient past and just that remembrance of the gathering of of very 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 inspired and and powerful creators that we all are light guardians knights of the conscious dawn so just breathe that in just take a couple breaths here Awesome. All right, guys. So when you're ready, you can gently open your eyes. And uh, yeah, thank you guys again for being here. And um, with that said, let's pass the talking stick around. And for those of you who are tuned in, please feel free to share this broadcast. And uh, again, be sure to, uh, if you're looking for the MP3s on the main website, they're under the radio button. And also you can subscribe, subscribe to Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes as well. So thank you to everyone who may be new to this. Welcome. And uh, thank you for being a part of the shift. So let's pass the talking stick around. Um, let's check in with uh, Justin. Uh, I want to be able to check in with you first, and, and then we'll pass the talking stick from there. So Justin, if that's cool with you, um, just give me a thumbs up if you're there, Justin. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna pass it to Justin. And uh, Justin, welcome welcome back to the circle, brother. And uh, please feel free to to report in and, and share with us what's what's new and exciting on your journey. So go ahead, man. Welcome back. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Um, I'm going to talk now, but we definitely have to popcorn pass it to Sean because I don't know if he got a chance last week to, uh, to chime in. So I just want to make that recommendation next. <clears throat> um, okay, I'm reporting in. JWAG, Justin Wagner, everyone from Paradigm Shift, Mercer County. It's uh, within New Jersey and United States of America. So right after the... Uh, team building circle last week uh, actually went to the Empowered Light Holistic Health Expo in Pennsylvania and uh, it was a good opportunity to be around other light workers, uh, the UFO community, the healing community. Um, it's always good to work in the workshops and you know dive in with your hands to some transformational work because when you're watching someone do the healing, it's one thing, but when you, like the whole crowd chimes in and syncs up and does the same thing with them, it's like we're all collectively healing that person. So it was a good, uh, it was a good thing to be a part of. And uh, handed out a couple of paradigm shift buttons, was spreading the light and the love. A um, couple good things going on on the East Coast out here, which is very good. Uh, okay, so after that, Halloween was nice. Uh, I tried to do something different, like one of the houses in my neighborhood, they, they do it, like they do it up and everyone stops by there to see the house. And like, if you tell a joke or sing a song, you'll get a dollar. So not a lot of people do that in the neighborhood. But uh, the one thing I brought, I brought nine amethyst crystals because I wanted to hand them out to the, the owner of the house to give to the kids. But it was so weird that when I gave them to the parents, like the older generation, they instantly were like paranoid. They're like, yo, I'm not giving these to the kids. What do they do? Like they're going to swallow it and eat it. And I was like, no, like you guys just have like an older mentality. Like I'm going to give these to like kids like 10, 11, 12, 13, you know, the ones that might not do trick or treating next year and so forth. Like, 
because if I was a kid and someone gave me this purple crystal and was like, hey, this will help you develop psychic abilities and be more intuitive or like, you know, heal, I would definitely be interested because I grew up wanting to be a Jedi. So that's one of the things that resonates with me. But those parents were just like, they took it like it was a foreign alien and like passed it amongst themselves. And it was just, it was just interesting to see how um, like it's still not welcome in some circles, I guess, this whole metaphysical and uh, spiritual aspect of life. But uh, besides that, uh, I'm a Lyft driver, taxi driver pretty much. And I pretty much run into like 20, 30 people every day. So I try and I try my best to spread the paradigm shift message as well as provoking thought. Like some people would say a comment about something and I'll tell them, I'll just say something so wild that they'll be like, huh, wow, I never thought about it like that. But some of the best talks I've had are like with older generations, like especially the elderly that like I'd say something and they'd be so synced up and they knew exactly what I was talking about. And I was like, wow, like, how do you know this? And they're just like, honey, I've been around the block, you know? So I love that. Um, this full moon is, this is definitely going to be a super charged one. Like I was just seeing the moon today and I had to stop a couple of times to just look at it because it looked like the Death Star was just beaming down on me it was so massive and so close so i'm very excited for that but uh this weekend there's a lot of uh energy in the in the cosmos like especially on this planet because i believe saturday is uh this no fur march in new york city which is like the first time they're doing this like a lot of vegans are getting together to protest the fur industry and you know give the voice to the voices as i was told um, and then that's the fourth. And then, you know, we always remember the fifth of November. So right at midnight becomes the fifth of November where I know London, England is, uh, having a million mass March. Uh, a lot of cities across the planet are, but I was thinking of potentially going to DC to be a part of the one, on uh, uh, Capitol Hill or whatever. Cause, uh, it's definitely a place to find the shifters. Like, even if we're not, you know, changing the democratic system within a day like you introduce the mentality of doing it to the mainstream and the collective as well as the people who are curious to go so i'm very excited to interact with these people but that's just me checking in thank y'all one love from jersey one love man that's awesome that's a great great job reporting in there that was a really 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 informative and coherent and everything so yeah man that's that's good like a, a, again just since the last broadcast you've literally like started paradigm shift mercer county and and now again you're just like getting the ball rolling and stuff like that um do you guys and, and do you guys already have a planned meetup um i kind of like i forgot to mention friday which is i believe tomorrow um uh the people that i get together for the Paradigm Shift Mercer County, we're going to take a trip out to the Paradigm Shift Connecticut for uh, oh, the uh, conversations around the fire. So instead of me making another event, uh, we're going to just bring that there. I also forgot to mention that I had a community cleanup and uh, yeah, I, yeah. I tried to get a bunch of people together to go clean up this historic spot. Uh, George Washington uh, used, used this rock on the Delaware River as an overlook to like, spy on the British. And like, we call it George Washington rock. It's right across from new hope. 
but it's like really called Goat Hill Overlook. And uh, it's funny, like last time I went, I brought my mom to like show her like the beauty of nature during the fall. But like when we were there, there was like all these beer bottles and all this trash. And I was just like, man, we should clean this up right now. And then I was like, well, we don't have a trash bag. So that was like a minor spark. And then this past Tuesday, it was on Halloween during the day. Uh, like I went out there, filled up a whole trash bag. By the time I got to the rock, which is the first part of the trail. And then I uh, started filling up like the second half of the second bag as I did another pass. But uh, that was what we got going on out here in the Mercer County Paradigm Shift. We're going to be doing it again. But uh, for right now, the only meetup we have scheduled is uh, the one with Connecticut. So thank you. <laughs> Good though, man. That's uh, that's exciting, and and I was really, I was really inspired to to see you do that as like so early into creating the group to have like an organized uh, like cleanup, and, and and I think that is really good. Um, and, and I think if you were to just kind of like, it, it, it those are that's like a harder event to really like convince people to get out to. So I think like with those, you really kind of got to like do the face to face talking with people and be able to be like, yo, like talking to your friend and be like, dude, what are you up to this Saturday? Be like, oh, not much, man. And just be like, cool, you're coming with me to help pick up garbage. And there's like, wait, what? Or have some sort of incentive there. Cause you know, but um, yeah, I haven't, I've done some uh, river cleanups and stuff in, in, in London and everything, not even through paradigm shift and stuff. Uh, but I do think, again, that's another uh, just example of how you can kind of create a variety of conscious events. And yeah, hell yeah, we need those, man. Like you're right. Like within like a small area, it doesn't take long to fill up one of those big garbage bags so yeah yeah go figure but dude that's awesome and um you guys connecting with jared uh in connecticut that's awesome to hear man i'm really excited uh about that and uh yeah that'll be something we'll get to hear about and um yeah i going back i, I was just gonna say because you were talking about the jedi stuff earlier um one thing and this is just uh going back to my mystic spider-man stuff just to give people a visualization uh when i do the mystic spider-man i'm like carrying my lightsaber with me so i'm like doing like lightsaber spinning on the street uh a lot of people already know this but i don't know i just felt like stating it again just because like i think it's really fun and i want all of us to get lightsabers at some point i really i have this idea and i'll just put it out there i i want to be able to do like free lightsaber giveaways for oh people, wow for people who are on the team patreon as like a raffle thing so stay tuned for that. I've had that idea for a while. I'm like, how can I do that? And once we hmm. build the team Patreon, that will be a thing. So that way we can just like start getting those lightsabers out there. So, but, but yeah, man, dancing on the street, lightsabers on the street, all those little things. But again, Justin, thank you so much for, for, for reporting in and for doing what you're doing. That, that's, an, that's an awesome job from one week. So awesome. And anything else you want to share before we pass the talking stick, man? No, I love you guys. Cool. All right. Thanks, man. Good job. All right. So uh, again, that's Justin from Paradigm Shift Mercer County. And uh, we'll make sure we include the show notes for everyone in this broadcast afterwards. But if you type up facebook.com forward slash or just type up Paradigm Shift Mercer County, you'll find it there. And uh, we'll make sure we add it to the team map in the coming future. The team map's not always 100% up to date. But uh, yeah, if you're listening to this broadcast, check the show notes, connect with Justin there uh, if you happen to be in the area. So with that said, uh, we'll pass the talking stick to jared very soon but let me just check in with sean first uh as justin was suggesting since uh sean was in here last week but didn't get too much to say i know sean's like kind of like a like a very quiet like wizard and stuff like that so i think he's like okay being quiet and stuff but let's check in with him anyways so um hey hey sean are you there uh yeah can you hear me yeah yeah we can hear you man do you uh do you want to report in 
now or do if, if you want to <laughs> yeah i can yeah. all right so so again in terms of reporting in you can just talk a little bit about either what you're doing to help with the shift maybe things that have happened in the last week that have like helped level up your experience any observations you want to bring to to the round table and also you know any of the a lot of your shifty stuff is uh, through like the online social media world as well. So maybe you can give us a little view of uh, how things are looking uh, through the digital frontier. But Sean, we'll, pa we'll pass a talking stick over to you and, and welcome back, brother. All right. Yeah, how's it going? Um, yeah, I was just joining in. You just you will see what's going you on. Just maybe talk either closer to the mic just a little bit. I just got you where you go. Um, yeah, I might have had the mic covered up a little. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. That's good. Go ahead. Uh, let's see, yeah, nothing special to say. Just uh, making videos, getting my uh, editing skills a little better. I am making a bunch of memes and stuff. Uh, usually testing out stuff with posts a lot to see what grabs attention a little bit more than other stuff and put things together. Um, I did have an idea today. Just thinking of like setting a table up at a bus stop. Maybe uh, put like camera or cell phone on a uh, tripod. Just ask like random people questions. <laughs> but you know, decent questions that make people think. I figure you put up a camera anywhere and people are like, ooh, camera. Like what, get on the internet? Yeah, I'll do that. And see what happens. It'd be in, a, I don't know, in the future somewhere would be so i could set up information <laughs> like pieces of information uh flyers or whatever different stuff paradigm shift stuff um stuff for my qigong practice it gets like persecuted in china so i probably have a bunch of information on that and in hmm, that uh didn't really have a whole lot to prepared to say about anything it was just uh checking in can you hear me though <laughs> word word we can hear you man we can hear you okay yeah cool, next i was doing something on my phone and i'm like away from the screen so i can't tell what's going on <laughs> <laughs> all good all good man um how's the uh how's the uh psc memes instagram account looking on your end uh, I mean, it gets a lot of attention. Me, people love memes. I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, Instagram and memes aren't the best way to convert people from one place to another. I'm not sure how many uh, click on the link and actually check out the site or anything. But people, people love checking out memes through the day. I, I like checking out memes throughout <laughs> the day. Feeling down is like, oh, let me look at something slightly ridiculous real fast vibration up a little bit weird man yeah i like the uh the, the conscious memes uh for those aren't familiar uh sean uh he did this a while ago he created the instagram account psc memes 1111 uh you guys can check that out psc being paradigm shift central and uh yeah he's been creating memes kind of just like modifying other ones uh put up one today that was kind of cute and again you know like <clears throat> memes are powerful just because they kind of like give people a chance to reflect on things and also build a sense of community and like-mindedness. And we're like, Oh, there's people who think like me. There's one today where it was like a picture of like Kermit on his laptop. And it was like checking, like checking social media to see who's noticing the paradigm shift 
or who's noticing the paradigm shifting something like that it was cute though <laughs> it was kermit and captions and stuff like that but yeah no, that was good man so cool all right um sean and Anything else you want to report into? I, I think what you're talking about there, creating like some sort of like interactive thing where you can meet up with people in your community. I think that's a, I think that's a really cool idea, man. Yeah, it's definitely something I got to get down to eventually. And I've got the, uh, I guess the resources to do it. Mm -hmm. Have, yeah. I think, I think I've asked you before, cause like, you know, um, doing free hugs and stuff, that's always like one way where, you know, you can just do free hugs and then, you like use that as a, the portal for just having a conversation with someone on the spot. Um, what do you, what are your feelings on free hugs? Do you feel like that's something that kind of suits your style currently or? Um, I mean, out? I could do it. I got a, a funny thing with um, energy and people like I'll have yeah. to cl clear out their negative energy when I get in contact with people. <laughs> people carry a lot of stuff on them. And I just kind of like suck it in, <laughs> but I mean, it's, um, it's not like impossible. Just have to be a little careful yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. And that's like definitely, uh, again, through my own experience with doing free hugs, um, it can be very, uh, tiring at times. Uh, well, at the same time, it can also be like very, very uplifting, um, it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah, definitely. I, and again, I expect people to kind of like have their own sensitivities, uh, while at the same time challenging those. Cause sometimes like that could almost be sort of like a mental projection that we're kind of like telling ourselves to like stop ourselves from doing it. Um, but, uh, again, you know, honor how you feel, but don't be afraid to just like try it out, see how it feels. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't take a break, come at it again when you're ready type thing. But, uh, Right. Or, or just carry some like big shungite on your chest or something like that. Create like a <laughs> of shungite or something, some sort of crystal. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can, uh, I can try it out. Cause I, I figure anybody that wants a free hug isn't going to be in like a super negative mood. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing with free hugs. But yeah, that is the. Uh, Good. Yeah. Any, almost any kind of contact. I have to be kind of careful. I mean, I don't even have to touch people. Just being around them, I'll it'll uh i'll notice what's going on in their head. <laughs> and if i'm not like off then i'll like jump on their train and have to like you know get off that train but uh i mean i try it out i just put up a sign be like free hug sign sit next to whatever yeah. is i got going on <laughs> yeah yeah that's another way definitely like, like to sit down sorry say it again sorry say that again sean definitely like to Oh, I was saying, uh, uh, like just randomly interview people on yeah. like um, questions that make people think. Yeah, that'd be that'd be that would be. It's pretty funny. With sorry, I'm not trying to cut you off. I wasn't. Yeah, no, I think that's cool, man. And and uh, again, you know, if that's something that you can even get some like video uh, stuff out of uh, doing like a little compilation of just like asking people some questions or like pick pick one question and then like ask like five to 10 people and then kind of like edit together those answers. That's always like a good way to kind exactly. of uh, keep it simple in terms of the editing front uh, when you're doing something. And that could be, you know, just like, do you believe in life after death? Do you believe in aliens? What does spirituality mean to you? Uh, you know, it's kind of like relatively like introductionary themes and stuff like that. But um, yeah, man, I think, I think, uh, you know, the, the possibilities are, are endless. So um, yeah, 
definitely. I'm sure. I'm sure. Whatever you do will be perfect. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I liked that um, thing. Uh, was it uh, Brigitte and uh, uh, Gabe were doing or walking around the city? Yeah. Asking and, uh, people if they believe in aliens and stuff. Or yep. Yeah. Shout out to around that. Uh, yeah. Shout out to our friends Gabe and Bridget and and Zylock and uh, and Patrick and and a couple other people and Michaela. Um, they were uh, they they did a video which was really awesome. And this is Bridget Nielsen. If you haven't checked out her YouTube channel, it's Hybrid Children, uh, the Hybrid Children or something like that on YouTube. Uh, but it's also within the new videos on ParadigmShiftCentral.com. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. Like in a very professional way, they kind of created this like tv episode one of previous ones that they've done where they talk to people in different locations and, and basically it's related to the topic of disclosure and, and everything like that so they were doing one where there's downtown new york uh Zylock, our alien friend like our buddy who like dresses up like an alien um dresses up what we're we talking about he is an alien and and he like holds a free hug sign and he was doing free hugs and again uh yeah like bridget was there and asking people and it was really cool because like the majority of the response are people are just like, yes, there is life out there. Right. So again, uh, with a lot of people out there, I think these, these questions and these, these interests related to bigger topics are naturally there. They just kind of need, uh, someone else to talk to them with. And, and that's where us as shifters can kind of be that bridge, not necessarily to tell people what to think, but just to be the other side of the conversation so that they can kind of formulate ideas for themselves and, and be supported in doing that. So, um, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, Sean, uh, just, uh, any other thing that you want to report in with to the round table? Uh, uh, no, that's uh, good for now, I guess. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, man. All right. Well, uh, I'll touch base with you, uh, again in the future, just seeing if we can coordinate more with the, with the conscious memes as part of the conscious memes team and, uh, see if we can kind of like get some automated up to the Facebook page so that those are like being seen through Facebook as well too. So, and, uh, yeah. Oh, all good. All good, man. And, uh, again, for people who are on Instagram, check out PSC memes, eleven eleven, And, uh, yeah, you can see the stuff that Sean's putting up there on a regular basis. And I think it's awesome that, that account has like a wider reach than my personal account already. So whatever we're doing, it's working. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. And people love memes. People love memes. There you go, man. Love it. There you go. And uh, you know, if you're going to tell people the truth, make them laugh. Like that's always a, that's always a very, very effective way. So using humor as a vehicle for the shift is a powerful idea. So if anybody here listening to this wants to be involved with creating conscious memes, just know that part of Paradigm Shift Central are the multiple teams within the project, such as the mental health team, the music team, the conscious memes team, conscious articles, video production, dreams team, and a few others. Uh, so if you want to get involved with creating conscious memes, sign up on the main website, join the conscious memes team and uh, message me and we can coordinate on that. That's one of the many uh, shift missions that we got going on so sean thank you thank you again man much love you're doing great all right <laughs> all right sweet all right guys so let's keep passing the talking stick around the circle thank you everyone again for for holding space being patient and uh being a part of this this experience um so we'll pass it and we did have a we did have another player who joined kyle who joined um and i did just want to mention uh because it was just like something that came up in the in the live chat um uh not having this was just like observing that uh in, in for whatever cosmic flux uh there's no women uh in this broadcast currently or no people who actively identify as women i mean that's not necessarily entirely fair maybe some of us are gender fluid we just don't talk about it um but uh, that 
that's just like something that is what it is. Uh, I know quite a few women, uh, Michelle may be joining us a little bit later. Um, but yeah, no, I just want to give a shout out to, to all of the women uh, who are part of Paradigm Shift Central. You guys are important. And if you happen to be watching this live, please feel free to join the broadcast so that we can continue to uh, create a nice dyadic yin yang uh, as, a, as a part of this conversation unfolds. So, but whoever, whoever, chooses to be here is who is meant to be here but this is a safe community welcoming space so thank you again everyone for for being here so um <clears throat> let's pass the talking stick over to jared <clears throat> we did have a uh, kyle join the hangout hey kyle how's it going and uh <laughs> and uh well yeah we'll, we'll pass the talking stick around from there and once we go around the, the initial report ends we'll do our intentions for the full moon uh we'll kind of quickly share in that sense and then we'll talk a little bit about next week's broadcast, um, which again, I would love to be able to have some women in for just as we begin to talk about that. And that's related to the healing beyond sexual assault and creating consent culture. So uh, we'll talk with whoever's here, but if there are some women who would like to jump in for that, we'll just get a bit into the discussion. Um, more discussions will happen with that offline between now and next Thursday, November 9th, which is when that broadcast will be happening. And that's going to be a very, a very important broadcast for the entire community. Um, so let's pass it over to Jared. And again, Jared is in Paradigm Shift, Connecticut. And uh, as he was saying, he recently uh, connected with Justin and they're going to be doing a shared cooperative uh, meetup where they are. And uh, last time Jared was in here, he was talking about how he's doing the Paradigm Shift meetups around the campfire. And uh, yeah, let's check in with Jared and, and, and hear about what's new and anything else that he has to bring to the roundtable. So Jared, passing the talking stick over to you. Welcome back, brother. How you doing? Can you hear me? Mic check. Mic check sounds good. Go right ahead. How you doing? Jared from West Haven, Connecticut, United States, for all those global listeners. Yeah, the uh, campfire, wonderful. Get to know everybody. I'm chill. Low-key vibe. It's nice. It's not so much, per se, to do more interactive physical shifts, you know, meetings, and work out the kinks of making that happen as a reality, too. But we're working on making that at the library and doing two or three hours and maybe combining that with some uh, talks, seminars, documentaries, intermingling, get the round table quite literally going, maybe broadcast, get everybody in the loop is uh, the plan anyways. And uh, Sean there, I had a couple of tips for you with your empathic aspect of picking up energy because I struggled with it for a year and noticed a lot of other people do too. I avoided eye contact for a long time because I just pick up everything when you get eye contact. But uh, there's a pass-through method, not the block. When you block, it sticks. When it sticks, you just get the download later. And you just struggle with that stick and all these downloads for a while. And that can be frustrating for a lot of empaths. Uh, the pass-through method is quite effective. You see it, you recognize that's their energy, not yours. Let it go in you and pass through very effective method and then respecting their bubble keeps a lot of their energy to themselves too and have your gatekeeper guardian handle your energy exchange according to whatever you would welcome some of the tips I've learned over the years that help out a lot my gatekeeper knows boom <laughs> to buy only the ones that work right you know but uh with the uh round table and back to the paradigm shift discussions and the conversations around the campfire 
it's a, it's a nice thing. And to Mary Mel, the mix, because we got to do the music. You know, I DJ with some of the music here, too. I can get it live or low-key. Two separate zones with the fire and back. Or do tea at the table, you know, depending on where we are and the flow of things. I did a, a Halloween DJ vegan meetup potluck the other day. Pretty, uh, pretty good. And out of that group of people there, there was a, a shifter or two that were quite familiar with your uh, program. So we linked up. Hopefully we'll see them here Friday too. And uh, start getting the physical meetups more together so we get acclimated and used to each other because we're all used to hiding behind the screen and in their jobs and everything and life seems to segregate everybody and when we get past those stigmas and blockages and mental borders and unite make things happen make the uh, paradigm shift network worldwide and give us flexibility freedom for all of us and freedom for the animals most of all the innocent be the voice for the voiceless i could probably leave off there any questions feel free to ask and uh, you guys are doing a wonderful job. Love you all. Awesome. <clears throat> Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. So uh, that, that meetup that you guys are doing, is that Friday or Saturday this weekend? Friday. Friday? Yeah. I'm planning on doing a steady Friday all the time because you're broadcasting Thursday. So we can right. hit this up. Then we're going to hit Fridays up. Maybe we'll do a live thing and mix it up, get you involved too. Whatever. Get everybody involved. I'm looking for a way we can do like a two-way live and keep everybody in the loop, you know? but I want to do Fridays all the time and maybe suggest that for other shifters as well mm -hmm. so we can coordinate our efforts. The only question I have with Fridays is people's schedules, especially for the mm -hmm. actual meetup for the more professional aspect to literally engage into the round table and go over all the nooks and crannies, the blocks, the things that we can share and do and get past our borders and make things happen and make a physical shift community and slowly remove all the mundane things we want to rid ourselves and start implementing things that we want to do. You know? So that Friday, it, it might be looking at some Saturdays too, you know? Yeah. Or do both. But keep it steady Fridays and whoever comes, comes. Yeah, yeah, just just feel it out, man. And uh whatever whatever you choose will will work. So yeah. But yeah, I think having done our shift meetings on Fridays, uh, those work for where we are. And again, you know, that's like doing them at a central downtown location and it's easy for people to get to and the routine makes it consistent. So people miss one week, they know they can join in the next week. But yeah, Jared, I think uh, I think you're doing a great job just getting the word out there. And, and, and again, I know you've been doing like a lot of kind of like one-to-one -one invitations as well. I know those are important. Uh, not not pe People aren't always going to see Facebook notifications. And even if they do, um, they may not feel like totally drawn to it, but that personal invitation can be a great way to just like get, let people know that it's going on. Yeah, I do yep. that as well. The, uh, I like to put out there for other shifters and whatnot, the availability of most public libraries. And a lot of them say they'll charge, but they, there's a free waiver. If you're not charging, then these are government and municipality things that are free for our use they're not for government and other people to profit off of it they're for us to utilize so repeat that if they try to charge or use a room because this room that i'm getting can hold over 100 people whatnot 
and there's some flexibility there and i'm going through the process and the channels with it as, as we speak to make it happen to keep it steady and yeah. like fridays and saturdays seem to be the, the good days for me and they can keep show cool man yeah cool Sweet, man. Well, I, yeah, I look forward to, to hearing about those. And, and again, you know, I think doing them around the campfire, as I was saying, with the, the, the setting uh, is a very important. So doing it around the campfire will be really cool. And I think you'll be able to play around with that. And uh, yeah, no, I'm just looking forward to, to hearing back and, and <clears throat> just kind of, you know, after it happens, maybe just kind of like talk to people and just, just ask for yeah. feedback and stuff like that. But I, I think, again, you know, an experience like that is really meaningful for people who who are coming to it as a guest um, because they're just like, wow, you know, like this guy, Jared or whoever it is, uh, is organizing this meetup just because, you know, like just because like this is something that they care about. And and that's like meaningful for, for people to, to see that and to be a part of it. And especially like with the paradigm shift meetings and everything like that, what makes them work for, for people who may be new to attending is that there's no obligation. There's no like membership fee. There's no official association. It's really kind of like these, these circles where people can, can go into and come out of as they please. And, and that ease makes it easier for people to, to attend uh, what, you know, could be their first time. And, and again, it's always important, you know, you always have people who come out to the meetings and they're just like, man, like, thank you so much. Like, this is like, exactly what I was looking for, right? Like I've been doing all this research on my own and I just want people to talk to. And, and those discussions, those, those are very, very important. They may seem subtle, but that's the subtleness is, is what's important within this bigger shift. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jared, anything else to report in on? Yeah, no, you're right. It's absolutely key to subtleness and the importance of family and uniting the families of light and yeah. giving us a place to do these things. And I think it's more, Time than ever to unite the families of like worldwide and do more physical shift zones to make things happen. Yeah. For yeah, exactly. And that's exactly, again, like what the mission is within the game is to literally build the tribe, to build the soul tribe. So for everyone listening to this, know that you have a tribe where you are, like you have like that soul tribe where you are. If you feel the call to create a paradigm shift community, that helps bring them together you create that nexus for synchronicity to to occur from and again you put out the intentions you put out the branches and the people who are meant to hear about it will naturally gravitate to it again your your objectives are just like patience and consistency and tenacity and just like constant perseverance and yeah just putting it out there and and taking care of yourself along the way and uh, having fun with it and um yeah no that's really cool creating family is very important so yeah. I'd like to add, add to that as well. Like a lot of people may think, I, I don't have it all together. I don't have this. Or I don't have that. No, but it's not about having it all together. It's yeah. been anything. It's about, I don't got it all together. I'm going to show you ain't got it all together. But when we get together, we'll get it all together. It's yeah. about try making shit happen. You yeah. Know? Making shit happen. Yeah. Just, just, just do it, you know, wherever you are. This way I'm doing it in my house. Like everyone got a house. Everyone can do something. Whatever your part is, we just get together and know each other. And then from there, it can grow. Yeah. Just, just do what you can do. And everybody yeah. loves do what you can do. It's, it's no big deal. So I hope that encourages people. And notice that mm -hmm. where you are is probably better than somebody in Zimbabwe in the middle of a bush. You know, they ain't got nothing. They only have a cell phone. And I want to reach these people. I want them to unite and organize and be able to take us and go there and help them build a ship community one day and just make things happen for a global community that literally can shift around the whole world, helping unite everybody, giving everybody the things that they're missing in their community. Totally. Be the, that keeps everything together. 
Nova community of sorts. Totally. Yeah, man. Like it's a powerful idea to, to think about, um, you know, the prospect that like the majority of major cities across like North America and other parts of the world in like in a few years from now could potentially all have a paradigm shift community. So, you know, you could literally like travel from place to place, go on the website, check the team map, find the local meetup and like meet people right away. And you're like instantly connecting with like soul tribe wherever you go. Um, and again, you know, for people who may be on the outside looking in, there's like, how are discussions about Sasquatch and, and chakra is going to help change the world again. Um, again, you know, it's about creating a familiarity uh, of ourselves amongst other people. It's being able to step into the confidence of using our voice of being able to verbalize these thoughts and ideas, learning from each other, being mirrors for each other's growth. And again, like the communities that you build through the paradigm shift communities, those grow into other projects as well. So you'll meet people through the, through the meetups. And then out of those, you know, like a smaller group out of that may get involved with like an additional project, like a local garden, or, you know, like some sort of environmentally mindful thing, or like some sort of, you know, a group of you might like go to like a community rally together. And of course, state the obvious, you know, you can always invite those people out with you to do like free hugs as a group too. So you're kind of like building like a small, a small group of shifters that can go downtown and do free hugs together or, or organize some sort of shiftivism event, go downtown and do like a meditation together and things, you know, the, the, the ideas are endless and that's the beauty of, of what paradigm shift is about. You know, it's a very simple idea. And within that simplicity, there is an expanse for infinite creativity. So um, Jared, we'll pass the talking stick around uh, very soon. So anything else you would like to, to add? And, and again, awesome job, man. You're doing great. Thank you. It's, it's like that pay forward, you know, positive things that can perpetuate even when you're gone. It's kind of like the tip of trend of thinking that I go with. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll let the pastor passing around talking, ping pong, whatever we got to do. Yeah, Any, yeah, for sure. I'd like to leave off maybe with uh, making it easier for us to unite would be uh, some help with the digital end or some kind of way to recruit, get what your goals are, what you have to offer. Not that you have to keep it that way. Not that you have to say, hey, I'm here in Connecticut and I want to do a shift here. Put everything at your wish list or your goal, put it out there and then we can hopefully match all that up. And then when you get enough people to play ball, we can play ball, mm -hmm. you know, maybe help with that. Get the digital end going to make it, makes it a little easier for us to unite and find each other. Totally, totally. And um, yeah, and so Jared, thank you. Thank you for that. I'll, I'll, I'll grab the talking stick there. And again, thank you for, um, for Jared, for everyone who's going to be syncing up with Jared and coming up to the meetings and for Justin and Jared getting able to meet up. That's going to be really awesome as well. And uh, yeah, again, for anybody who's interested, uh, check out Paradigm Shift Connecticut and Jared's got the info there. And again, we'll post the show notes for, for Jared as well. And again, for anybody who's like hearing the names of these, another way that you can connect with people is right through the team map on the website. And I just kind of Kind of want to mention that real quick in case it's new for some people. Uh, the team map, <clears throat> as I'm just kind of doing a screen share right here, the team map is a very powerful tool, guys. Um, so I'm just going to pull up the uh, real quick. Let me see here. Okay. Here we go. Um, so again, on the main website, for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, this is the main website. You can see it's got a link to the broadcast and there's like the main info there. Uh, when you go to the team map, <clears throat> You can use that by uh, you can use that to be able to uh, find some of the people within this broadcast, as well as it's going to kind of uh, give some information, kind of what Jared was talking about about like what people's interests 
are um, within the game. So like just by like clicking on any of these here, uh, people are going to be listed. Oh, there's a GIF on that one. That's cool. People are going to be listed with their archetype patterns as well as their skills, their gifts, and what they're interested in learning more about. So like using the information on the team map, it's kind of like a cool way to be able to see uh, what people are already interested in and how you can possibly be able to collaborate with them. Uh, so um, example here, uh, Alicia, some of her passions are love, consciousness, ETs, death, astrology, meditation, crystals, and healing crystals. Uh, some of her skills, uh, loving everyone, seeing the light and beauty and all forming connections and spreading healing love and Gaia and all her cells. Um, and she's interested in learning in uh, literally everything she says. So again, that's kind of like a very open ended uh, quest, uh, profile, but uh, it does give some general information. So I'm just gonna kind of run a quick search on Jared real quick. And I'm uh, just going to pull up his profile real quick so you can see how easy that was. I just ran a search on Jared. There's Jared there. And Jared's got a really an extended uh, profile. He like really went all out. And you can see like he's got a lot of stuff there related to uh, passions and skills. And uh, yeah, for those of you who are interested, go to the team map. And again, the team map on the main website, just bottom left corner, click the team map button and that can bring you up there. And again, for those who aren't familiar, you can also use the team map to find the various paradigm shift communities. Part of the game right now is literally being able to help activate as many of these communities as we can. So these, all these communities, these are there based on the fact that people have created them over the past like several years that we've been doing this project. We've been almost doing this project for almost a decade now, technically, uh, but the recent evolutions have just been within the past like three years. So part of the objective moving forward, guys, is for all of us is to be able to activate as as many of these paradigm shift communities as we can, as well as creating new paradigm shift communities. Uh, so for example, here's a paradigm shift Connecticut, and I have to update that as an example uh, with the known meeting info and the known admin. So I'll add Jared's information to that. But uh, again, you can just kind of see like what, it, what this looks like from a visual representation of all these paradigm shift communities across the globe and uh, how incredibly awesome that is and, and how you guys can be a part of that too. And create your profile on the main website to get added to the team map and uh, yeah, help create that physical paradigm shift community where you are. So sweet. Okay. Um, all good, Jared. Uh, do you want, is there one more thing? Okay, Jared, go, go ahead. Yep. Go for it. I just wanted to personally extend myself in invitation to anybody looking to come. You have a personal invite to anyone listening, hearing this, hit me up, talk to me. I'm more than welcome to talk to anybody. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. So anybody, anybody right. in Connecticut or near Connecticut, that's a personal invitation from Jared to come out to the paradigm shift. Meetup. Hang out of the fire. Let's get fun. There you go, man. Sweet. Awesome. And pretty, pretty soon, pretty soon we'll have the airports and Brendan, everybody be coming. <laughs> we'll just we'll have a good, good time. There we go. Pretty, I could, yeah. Eventually we'll have a flying paradigm shift city and we'll just like go around from location to location. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Estimated okay. time of completion, 2030. We'll see. All right. Floating Zion. <laughs> All right. Okay. Jared, thank you again, man. That's awesome. All right. Okay, cool, guys. Uh, let's keep passing the talk and stick around. Uh, we're at about almost 1050 on my clock. So we've been going for over an hour. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's keep going through the reporting in. And again, I know the reporting in does take a while uh, sometimes, but that's just the format that we're doing. And uh, from there, we'll get into the free flow style discussion a little bit after that. 
Um, again, if any females want to join in, uh, please feel free to do so uh, relative to just like being a part of this broadcast. And also if you want to add your voice to some of the initial brainstorming related to next week's topic of healing beyond sexual assault and creating consent culture. Um, if it is just men in here for this broadcast, that's okay. You know, we'll work with what we got. And I think that's still a very powerful thing to be able to see uh, a lot of uh, males helping move this message forward and that's something we'll talk about a little bit more just in terms of like you know what are the issues here uh and how just simply creating awareness is the first step so um we'll get into that a little bit later and uh in the meantime let's keep passing and talking stick around so we do have uh we have brian we have kyle we have tom uh i'll let you guys decide who wants to report in next so uh just put your hand up if you guys want to report in next if you're, if you're feeling it uh it's either kyle or brian i'll let you guys decide I think, uh, I think, Brian, oh, okay, all right, okay, well, Kyle put his hand up, and then we'll do Brian, is that, is that okay, is that okay, Brian, you're okay going second, we'll pass it over to Kyle, thumbs up from everyone, all right, a Macarena, Brian was dancing there, all right, so we'll pass it over to, to Kyle, and uh, again, Kyle was in last broadcast, and uh, he'll have to remind us of his current location, and uh, again, Kyle, within this, we're just reporting in on anything that maybe we've done from the last week, uh, any new experiences, lessons, anything that we want to bring to the table and things that we are helping to, we're doing to help assist with the shift in consciousness where we are. So Kyle, welcome back and uh, passing the talking stick right over to you. Go ahead. Um, my name is Kyle. Uh, I'm from Huntsville, Texas. Uh, as far as um, like uh, assisting in the shift and uh, with uh, paradox, paradigm shift central, I've uh, been thinking about uh, like how I'm going to be hopefully going to school in Houston uh, by next year at some point. Um, and I had already planned on uh, making a uh, a, conscious, a a physical conscious community there with some of the people I know there. Uh, but also I've been thinking about recently uh, possibly making a club at, at the school that I think I'm actually really excited about. I've been thinking about um, ideas for that recently. That's a while away, but like uh, part uh, part of my intention for the full moon is to get an idea of of that, and just in general, um, um, having a firm vision for the future. Uh, were, were we supposed to talk about the full moon now, or is that like going to be like a later conversation? Yeah, we'll we'll save that for once we go around real quick on the second. So, um, cool. But is is there anything else you want to you want to share? Any uh, experiences over the past week? Any any synchronicities or shifty things happening from your experience? We think. Um, Do you feel that you have changed as a person from one week to the next? As one subtle week? as it may be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe a little bit like I, I think like I'm on the same uh, like the same change as I was last week but like I'm just further down along down the road I don't think it's I don't know if, how I would like describe that uh, like, like in specifics from last week I don't know. Um, 
I've been really tired all day. <laughs> it's all good, man. I'm a little spacey. <laughs> like, I don't usually drink coffee, but I've actually had like five cups of coffee today. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't get that much sleep last night. But uh, it's all good. Yeah. Cool. But you, you were saying, though, you're, you're thinking about like possibly um, helping create a paradigm shift community for, mm-hmm. for the school and stuff like that. That's, yeah. that's awesome, man. There's a few people that like uh, that I, I have talked to uh, here as well, uh, just a couple, but um, most of the people I know are in Houston uh, and like that, that uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, well, yeah, man, yeah, just, man, just uh, keep, me, uh, yeah. keep me in the loop with that. Um, sorry, whose mic just came up there? Um, yeah, keep keep me in the loop with that, man, because because you know if you need any like additional ideas and everything like that. But doing it in a school is always an awesome place because you know that's a place where a lot of like young minds are and people who are just starting to figure out the world for themselves. So mm-hmm. having a paradigm shift community can be really, really, really potent experience for them. So um, yeah, uh, and I'm, go- I'm going hopefully with the, with a uh, one of my o- oldest friends who who is also really into this stuff. Uh, we'll be going to the same school, so we'll be able to start that club together and also start the physical community together. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that'll be really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. no. uh, yeah. Any any ideas on like how how soon you feel that like may be able to take off? Uh, well, like, it'll probably have to be like next semester. Next uh, semester. Okay. It's possible that like. Uh, the, the, the worst case scenario if we don't get the applications in like soon enough or, or whatever we might have mm-hmm. to we might have to take uh summer classes so that'll mm-hmm. be a, then if that's the case then that'll be a, a minute ago a minute away yeah but yeah but but uh hopefully like at the end of january best case scenario cool man if uh, <clears throat> you know if you're feeling it and if you already have like the interest there um i would recommend like looking for places outside of the college to do some preliminary meetups yeah um, just to kind of get the ball rolling get yourself familiar with like hosting and facilitating things and just kind of see what happens because i mean whatever way you try is going to yield results uh if you're comfortable waiting that's that's an option too but you know if if, if there's opportunities before having to wait to january i'm sure you know i'm sure those will work out as well but yeah, yeah. man that's awesome uh the uh i'll i would be moving to that area area like texas is a big place it's like a an hour or so away uh so i'll like i would have to like i would have to move there mm-hmm. before i before i could do anything in that area but i've 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 been uh uh like somewhat like organizing just with a couple people here like so i like i have that in mind too yeah but not really like official meetings like, yeah uh but i have people like to talk about that stuff with here yeah that's good. uh but um uh, yeah like uh like I, I with the club i kind of want to focus a little bit on um on expression like like uh like from a spiritual standpoint like expression of your spirit but at the same time like creative expression like i kind of want to uh, i want to have meetings dedicated to uh expressing like yourself artistically because i feel like that's like the same thing as expression of your spirit like you like uh, i kind of want 
to uh, hone in on with with everyone like their uh, like the the specific like like vibe like you could say of their spirit and like and how they can like hone that into their like into everything they do and like with their creative expression like and with like uh, how they like what they embody like what and how like I don't know like I I have a a very specific uh, vision of how like how I want the club to be I want it to be a little bit different like with the with the with the uh, the the shift uh, group you know like it'll be like the standard like people gathering and talking about whatever they whatever they want to and the club I think will be similar to that uh, but I want to direct it a little bit more like uh, it'll probably still end up being that because I feel like expression is a pretty vague topic because you like you express your like it's like it's like because you because um, expression doesn't have any definition on what that is that you're expressing it just whatever feels and we feel on the inside expressing that in whatever ways you can so like people like I give, I give them a space to to explore that as much as they can which is which is you should be like a, a common thing that is given space in our society but it's not like express like space to explore your own like spirit and like in your own like um essence you know uh like yeah um yeah yeah no i i think <clears throat> I, I think i think your your approach to that is perfect man mm-hmm. and and again you know like that's yeah like one of the multiple sort of levels and intentions behind the paradigm shift communities is yeah creating that space where people are, are, are they feel comfortable they feel safe and they feel inspired to be able to express themselves and and mm-hmm. to be able to to sort of reflect on like what that means for them and and um yeah no i think i think i think you you make a, a great um leader within within yeah. that that topic and stuff so yeah like that awesome. uh that whole idea really did like come from the thing i was talking about last week uh with uh um uh with the like the whole concept of the rainbow like the whole like uh uh yeah um like with the white light being like the div- like your like the divine like the the source like the god whatever you want to call it and uh like your spirit being like the microcosm of that uh and like the rainbow, like the rainbow, like being like the like, like united in, in our individuality, like uh, I, I forget, um, yeah, like, like it's literally expressing the divine aspect through you is that process, you know, like uh, yeah, uh, but um, yeah, that's that's the idea I, I have for the club. Cool, man. Cool. Sound, sound, sounds good, man. Sounds good. Yeah, no, I look forward to being able to hear how that unfolds. And, and again, you know, like that'll be something like months down, down the road as well, but it's, it's important, man. It's, it's important. So I, 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 I created, like, it was different. It was a different situation, but like I uh, created the club at my high school. Uh, it's actually the same, like the, uh, the person that I'm hopefully doing this with is the same person I created that club with. Uh, so like we have experience leading clubs together and stuff like that. So like that, uh, right. 
yeah and that was kind of like that too like in a weird way too it it wasn't spiritual in nature but it was Mm -hmm. it was about it was like it was technically an anti-bullying club but Mm -hmm. it was because like but it was very much about expression because like like it was expressing like the things that like people think you're you know weird you know or you know about you know and stuff like that like uh Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I do want to incorporate some of that for, into it because like a part, I feel like part of, a, you know, like, uh, with creative expression, uh, does, does come like, ge- like gender expression and like stuff like yeah. that too. So like, I want that to be a big part of it. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a that's a great great report in right there. So yeah, Kyle, that's a, that's awesome, man. And uh, yeah, looking forward to hearing more about that. So sweet. All right, um, Kyle, uh, and and again, there's a lot of people in Texas. Um, again, even if you just check on the T map, like throughout the history of Paradigm Shift, there have been multiple Paradigm Shift communities that have started in Texas. Um, I feel like a majority of them are ghosted right now, but I know there's still a lot of shifters in that area. So um, if you haven't yet, maybe you just scope out the team map and, and maybe just kind of like see what you can find on there as well. I, I have looked a little bit. Uh, there's one in Austin and one in Dallas. Like, a, uh, I, those are both like four hours away from me. Right, uh, okay. Uh, but uh, uh, there are a couple like uh, loose people like within like an hour from me, like uh, yeah. in like the Montgomery area, the Magnolia area. Cool. Like, like that could happen. Uh, yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep in touch about that. Mm. Kyle, is there anything else you want to report in with within at this moment? And we'll pass the stock and stick around in a minute. I think I'm good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was great, man. That's awesome. Sweet. All right, Kyle. Thanks. Thanks again, man. And and we'll get to the uh, again. We'll get to the the full moon intentions uh, right after we hear from uh, Brian and Tom. So, Kyle. Thanks again, man. Awesome. All right. So, um, yeah. Let's keep passing, talking, stick around, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, Brian, Tom. If uh, one of you guys wants to volunteer to report in next, and we will pass the talking stick over to you. Um, if uh, one of you guys just wants to raise your hand, who wants to go next? Does uh, Brian wants Brian wants to go next? All right, Brian wants to go next. All right, we'll do Brian, and then we'll do Tom. So Brian, I'm just gonna unmute your microphone. So again, you can just report in and and share with us a little bit about maybe things that you've been working on or, or plans that you have for for helping create like shiftiness within your community and uh, anything else you'd like to bring to the roundtable. So Brian, welcome welcome back. Thank you. Uh, I. I don't know. I've been, I think it's like, just needs a name. You know, that's what, that's what it's been this whole time. I've been doing it this whole time. Like, you know, you do mystic Spider-Man. I dress up as Mickey mouse and I clean up trash in the hoods. (laughs) And like, uh, it's just like, I was trying to get a petition signed not that long ago with some of my friends. I'm going to keep them anonymous right now, but, uh, it's the same energy. You're trying to, trying to get people to talk, and uh, I think I just need to make a flyer, basically. I need some Paradigm Shift Central, uh, like, JPEGs and PNGs or whatever, just to start making uh, flyers. But um, So aside from that, I want to talk about the moon, but uh, something kind of serious happened today in my family. Uh, like, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to name who it was or anything, but... Um, it just made me think about life and death in general. And there was a, she had like a miscarriage, like not, 
not my wife, but someone in our family, and there was no heartbeat yet, and so we don't know. It was nine and a half weeks in the ultrasound, and so the baby might be fine, but uh, it made me really think about, like, how near-death experiences wake you up. Like, George Lucas didn't become a director until he got in a huge car accident, and then he started making American Graffiti and Star Wars and stuff, and it's like, these sort of things just snap you out of your nine-to-five cookie-cutter everyday living, and uh, it makes you wonder what's important and why it's important. What makes you define anything as important helps me direct my path, and everyone's got their own path, and I always think it's amazing how people always want to control one another, and that's that's where, like, politics and everything comes in, but uh, I think the greatest thing to hear out of anyone, you know, I know they're good, is you do you, I'll do me, or uh, you be you. You know what I'm saying? Just keep being you. Those type of, type of comments. Like, um, what happened tonight, I had a real conversation with my wife, and we haven't talked like this in a while, you know? And uh, and I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can I can start talking about moons. I'd like to hear your guys' thought, you know, maybe pass the ball around. I, I don't know. I, I don't know that much about, like, uh, holistic spirituality like I'm, I'm more of a science guy and I was raised Catholic but like I know I know hardcore Christian things like they think that Mary like uh for Catholics they believe that Mary was impregnated to the ear through Gabriel with God's seed like there's some crazy shit like we all if you follow it deeply it's all really the same thing just different names you know religion to me uh I think we're all really wanting the same goal like it's a lot of it is indoctrination and, and following rules too hard to a, to a T. I just wish we didn't kill each other, you know? Like, we got such little time to uh, to to live. Like, it, it's it's uh, it's it's sobering and, and and I don't know. Yeah, I'll pass it back to you. I can talk about the moon, but I don't want to hog the stick for that long. All right, Brian, thank you. Thank you for sharing. And um, yeah, no, thank you for just being able to be open and talk about that experience. Because um, yeah, you know, like stuff like that, it's just an important reminder that, you know, appreciate what's there and realize how fragile this experience is. Absolutely. But um, yeah, Brian, thank you for reporting in. And, and uh, in terms of like flyers and stuff like that, there are um, older flyers for Paradigm Shift actually on the main website when you go to uh, menu and then you go to game assets and then you go to admin support files and Shiftivism tools. Uh, both of those you... actually have links and I'll, I'll include the links for those as well. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I can send you like any, uh, any like just like regular like uh, JPEG images of the sigil and stuff and, and anybody can use that to uh, just be able to create their own graphics related to uh, related to creating paradigm shift material content and things like that. So you guys can like take the sigil and add your own information for local meetups or anything else that you want to do. Um, but yeah, that's another thing is that like we do have like general pamphlets where people can just like hand them out and it connects people right to the main website. So it's kind of like the button without being a button, but it still works. Um, but yeah, Brian, we'll, uh, I'd like to be able to see if we can have some discussion uh, possibly about uh well we will wait about the moon um as we kind of like segue out of the intentions and stuff like that so um brian uh yeah and i think what you're doing is awesome man uh talking about like going around like town uh downtown picking up trash just mickey mouse and stuff like that it's, it's a good way man because it kind of like shakes people i would be like wait is that mickey mouse wait is he picking up trash like what's going on here right i should i should help out too so um 
so Brian, we'll, we'll keep passing talking stick around, man, but thank you. Thank you for being here and thank you for sharing as well. Awesome. Thumbs up. Cool. Okay, guys, uh, let's keep going around and uh, we'll pass it over to, to Tom. And again, if anybody else does still want to join the broadcast, you guys are welcome to do so uh, while there's still uh, time. And uh, again, you're welcome to join this in future broadcasts. You just have to create a profile through the main website. And uh, I send out the um, links for the hangout through there and the reminders for the broadcast and stuff. Another thing, guys, if you're on the website and you haven't yet, be sure to enable your push notifications. This is just like a little side note. When you're on the website, <clears throat> you'll see like the little like like little block where it says like click here to activate your push notifications. Uh, those allow you to get notification reminders on your mobile devices when broadcasts are happening. Uh, in addition to the emails that way. So you're just like not losing things in your email inbox and it just helps synchronize. And currently we have about 75 people synced up with the mobile push notifications. But as the project evolves, those will be very potent because they're just like a quick way to like get the information and, and reminders to you guys instead of it getting lost in a Facebook post or an email inbox or an Instagram feed. Uh, it just creates that direct line of communication between us as, as a team. So uh, enable your push notifications if you haven't yet guys and do that on your mobile and desktop if you can. So let's uh, keep passing talking stick around and um, we'll pass it over to Tom and uh, yeah, from there we'll, we'll go around and we'll get some new moon intentions and uh it's 11-11 uh, right now, so before I pass it to Tom, let's just take like a couple breaths here. So just, I mean, it's 11-11 where I am at least in Ontario, Canada. So just invite you guys to just take a couple breaths here and just kind of sink, sink in, not just sink in, expand into what your intentions are as you step through this 11-11 portal. And that's kind of something that you can do on any time it sees 11-11. As you step through that gate, what intentions are you carrying with you? So just take a literally a couple moments here, just in your own silence. What are your intentions that you're carrying through the 1111 portal right now? Just breathe. Just one more deep breath. Good. And just allow yourself to be aware of your breath and gently bring yourself back. And we will continue with the discussion here. And uh, yeah, we'll go around talking about our intentions for the full moon in the next uh, after we hear from Tom. So Tom, we're going to pass a talking stick over to you and uh, welcome back to another team building circle and uh, go right ahead, brother, when you're ready. So just check the mic. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. 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 Okay. Go. All right. I got, I got quite a few things I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about it. Forgive me. I'm suddenly real nervous here. Uh, I've got a lot of things I want to talk about. And then I want to talk about some of the things that have been shown to me on the actual physical war front that's going on right now. I know a lot of people don't know about the underground physical battles that are going on. And I'm, I've been kind of getting ideas and notifications of what's happening. Uh, but first, I want to talk about my own personal. And you guys have to forgive me. I wasn't even thinking about the full moon. So I really wasn't focused on that too much. So I've just been working on personal things. So first thing I was kind of studying up on was the chakra points. Everybody knows about those, obviously. And we generally use them as, uh, as energy points in our body for healing and different things. And I'm not even a big expert on them. But uh, <clears throat> what I'm coming, what I'm 
trying to uh, what what I should say is what I've kind of developed myself is to when we're trying to connect individually with people, uh, people that are like you guys and people that are more advanced and they're thinkers. Um, I'm I've now kind have I'm using the chakra points as uh, waypoints, psychic waypoints. And you know, like you, you, some people, like guys, you don't want to connect with somebody on an intimate level. You want to connect more on a technical. You don't want, you know, what I'm saying. We're as men, we don't really want to be all lovey-dovey. It, it's it, it all experience. Sometimes, you know, we're, we want to be seen as tough, and that's important. But we also want to be seen as gentle and, and kind too. So, what I'm doing now more, and I'm recommending to you guys, is that when you go to connect with somebody, use the chakra points. Use the seventh chakra and the sixth chakra, the ones in the head and, and above it, to connect in more of a, in, in less of an emotional, but more of in a technical way. It's like the idea was you could use their eyes or you could use their ears. Uh, I, I haven't been able to do this so much yet, but I know it can be done. Um, this is very. This is just a new way because, like, if if you're connecting with a woman like a, a close woman, you might connect with the chakra at the heart, um, you know, like a friend or an intimate, uh, or even a, even a, a guy friend who, who you're closer with, you connect with the top three chakras. Um, obviously with a sexual partner, then you then visualize the lower chakras for more uh, personal stuff, but we're dealing with the top three for, uh, for this part, for me, for what I'm talking about. Um, I've had huge mental breakthroughs recently because, um, well, I've always been decent at my diet, but I've been, I've been using the monatomic gold. If you guys know about this, um, I'm using this particular, you can read that. I'm using this particular brand right now. Um, I've been using it daily. If you have the, this stuff is pretty inexpensive to get. It's like, it's similar to Ormus. Uh, if you, if you can get this and you can use this daily, your mind becomes focused and sharp. If you have empathic senses or if you use them before you, if you see psychic visions, they become clearer. Uh, you all obviously you become more you become more ruthless in the sense that you, you don't let everyone's little bit of bitty negative emotion affect you. For me before, if I went into a group and, and they were like negative minded people, it was painful to me. I mean, it was still a, it was still a, like a like a workout process, a mental workout process. But it wasn't until I was able to do the monatomic gold. Uh, and I'm not selling this. I I don't sell anything. This is just what I've used. And this is there's Ormus, and you look it up. I mean, really, if you can get your hands on anything, it's good. So I do recommend that. I also recommend to know the basic seven chakra points and try to connect with people with those. Uh, if, like I said, less intimate. You want the six, the seventh and the sixth chakra to connect with um, the crown chakra, and I believe the uh, pituitary gland chakra. I, I forget exactly. I have my book. Uh, so that becomes very useful. Now, I want to segue that into something that I call triad mind. And I, I, I didn't make that term up. I heard that term. But it's just an example. It means when two or three people, and they did this a lot in the Atlantean times. This is how the Nicals really manifested major mountains and moved things incredible. So, and it, it also has the potential, and you're going to have to trust me on this. It has the potential to align planets. Like, for instance... Mars's center is its shield is down, so to speak. So in in a future time, and this is stuff for the future because we're not there yet. We'll be able to sit in a group of three or four focused people, and actually connect the minds using the chakras or something similar, whatever, 
and align these planets so that they do become inhabitable again. I know, I know Mars and Venus are, are, are adaptable within a few years, meaning where Mars, where Mars has no atmosphere, it can be made to have one and be habitable for people. And also Venus, where it's full of gases, they can be cleaned out. So I wanted to, that, that's the main thing I wanted to talk about. I call that galactic manifestation. That's, that's further down the road. That was stuff that they did back then that we aren't ready for yet, but it's good to know. By the way, guys, I, I look at all of you and I consider you to be the airborne ranges of the, of the manifestors. <laughs> You're all the airborne ranges of the manifestors right now. I'm just being silly, but it's a, a, it's a 5D thought process. Um, I, I'm going to ask you guys to do me a quick favor. Uh, there's a local pool hall here that I'm kind of trying to, I'm trying to convince them to create a mystic crystal lounge. Um, a large room in there with, um, and I know a lady, a local lady that knows about these crystals and have them actually put crystals on the wall with descriptions of their healing potentials and, and make it a, a nice place, not just for shifters, but for everybody, for people that have no clue what's going on. I'm down here in Florida and the energy here sucks. Like this is like the retirement capital of the world. Nobody's thinking about anything. I've had discussions with old people about any of this stuff. They send me flying away like I'm like I'm uh, evil. So I'm in a I'm in a rough spot. That doesn't matter. I was put I was manifest here for that purpose. Um, so all I'm asking for you guys to take 30 seconds and just say just put a thought out into the cosmos that says yes we we down here in Cape Coral want them to build this mystic crystal lounge and uh, display all these properties and eventually I can incorporate more. Um, more into the shifting idea of it once people get used to it. Just an idea I want to try to do to continue. Um, during these last five, six, seven years, there have been physical wars going on between a lot of John talking, and it's gotten pretty bad. I'm not going to go into the details because you guys probably won't believe me, but I will say that about a, a couple weeks ago, in my head, this is all done through my mind. So if, if you don't want to believe me, that's fine because I don't have any tangible proof other than what I'm telling you, that one of the, we do have an enemy. I mean, we have a physical group of people that don't like what we're doing. There's no doubt about that. I mean, there are people that are trying to stop this in certain ways. So, but in this group, they have been fighting tooth and nail. They have bases in underground Antarctica and all over the world. They actually, uh, and most of this is actually being spearfronted by Chinese people. I, I don't don't ask me to explain it. That's what I've been shown. But there's a whole group of people doing this underground stuff, and they actually did take into custody one of the lead women. Uh, I don't know her name. I was just shown a quick picture of her. But it means that one of this this group that is literally stopping this shift. They are literally stopping awareness through media, through everything. These guys have been doing it for a long time, and uh, so. My point is, is that one of them was captured and is being interrogated. I, I don't know the details other than what I've been quickly shown. So that's good news. And what I'm asking from you guys is consider yourself to be air, mental airborne rangers. And this is going to, a lot of people don't like what I tell them next. And the real, who is the real enemy? Does anybody know? I, I know who it is. It's the Knights of Malta. If you've ever heard of that group. Uh, they're the ones that created 
all the Illuminati, they all do it. In, it's all done in deceit. They've been doing it for a long time. And they're, it's the Catholic Church. The Rothschilds, they're part of it, but they're a minion. They're a minion group. They, they're under the sword of the Knights of Malta, so to speak. But yes, they're involved. But actually, some of the Rothschild family is actually on the positive side of this now, because they're not all bad. They're just, you know, you, you get a few top guys, and they're, they're secret, and then they're hiding it from the Illuminati. And then, mm -hmm. and then a few, about eight years ago, a war started between this group. So they're in conflict with each other right now. I don't have much more detail than that. So what I'm asking for people is to intelligently look for people and have a discussion about how the Catholic Church, and that's who it is, that's, that's their front, the Pope, the Catholic Church, how they have created this deception of religion. That this religion points you away from doing your own shadow work. And everybody's familiar with the term shadow work. It's like self-identification. What do I want out of life? What, where is my evil? Where is my good? So two things out of this. Continue with your shadow work more intensely if you, if you haven't been. Meaning admit to yourself what your weaknesses are. Are you too timid? Are you too angry? Are you too, you know, loosey-goosey, whatever. But focus on that stuff and create, uh, find people who are religious and create very, you have to be very controlled. Create an argument to them. Look up stuff on the internet. Find out, get the facts, or at least get what facts are being shown because mm -hmm. they're involved. The facts that we get online are mixed, so you have to use your discernment. And doing this, doing the monatomic gold really allows you to focus in on these things. And it, it kind of, you kind of get a kick when something is right and you get a push away when it's wrong type of idea. Mm -hmm. So use that. Focus in on these guys. And we're, it's not, we're not militant going after them. We're, we're imposing onto them tranquility or the idea of surrender. Surrender what you're doing. Give up your power. I mean, they're, they're on the run with like guns pointed at them on the run, some of them. So put yourself in a tranquil spot. Sort of give up in a way. Like not give up, but give up, give up your anger, give up your frustration. Um, continue with your health and, and focus in on that. I'll jump on here as I'm, as I'm showing more through 5D, through spirit guides type of understanding, I'll explain more of what's going on. It has been, it's been shown to me that I'm about 90% done with my personal ascension process. Uh, so it, it's basically a, a bunch of experiences built up into one. And I offer to any of you guys throughout the day, you don't need to ask me, you don't need to do anything. You just, throughout the day, think of me or Brendan too. Brendan is, I'm being shown that you're, I'm either showing that you're at 60% or you have 60% to go. I'm not exactly sure yet. So uh, I have 90% ascension in, ascension in my understanding. Feel free throughout the day, wherever you are at any time, to connect through my six and seven chakras and see if you can get that download direct. And it, it's not a direct download. It comes from source, but it's just, I'm just a, I'm just mm -hmm. a waypoint type of thing. So yeah. what I, a lot of people, you just, you just try to connect and then divert that signal to source mm -hmm. and allow it to fill you and uh, allow it to upgrade you. And the, this upgrades include, it includes things like obviously sharper mind, which is, which is a balance between three and five D existence. But what, what it really gets good is when you're all of a sudden have 
a lot of physical strength. You're, you're, um, you, you begin to have energy where you don't need to sleep. There's been four distinct periods in the last five, four years where I went through a, a temporary upgrade. It's like I scooped an ice cream cone worth of that 5D understanding. That 5D existence was given to me temporarily. And during these periods, it's amazing. Like nothing bothers you. You don't get tired. You don't, you don't have to eat. You don't have to sleep. You're practically in a dream state, so to speak. So look forward to that and look for it. It's awesome. It, 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 it explains to me how we should be. Because right now we're in a diminished state. We are in a low, we're in a low vibe. We're jumping around. We're, we're in three, we're in four. The fourth density is, is disturbing and annoying and you get angry and you're pissed off and frustrated. It varies for everybody, but 5D is where we want to be. And then, then, we, then we can explore all the dimensions. But right now the focus is on getting to 5D, create, a, create an argument against religious and how it holds you from ever learning. That's what it does. When you go to, you pray at church, you're looking to them for spirituality and they're condensing it so that you don't grow too much yeah that's what they're doing this is they've been doing this for a long time this is no joke so focus on that get the monatomic gold or ormus or do how you're felt however you're led to do but i recommend this i've been using this and it's awesome cool um, thanks Tom. yep and so uh, that's all i have for now and i'll let you know uh when i have more Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you for yep. bringing that, bringing that to the circle. And, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that you were talking there is definitely stuff that I think we can spiral back to, uh, as we just kind of get into more of the free flow discussion and everything like that. I think that was kind of like more, more kind of in theme with that, but I think what you're bringing up is definitely some, some key points. And, and again, like I kind of like stuff you're bringing up there. I'm just like, it's just like, Oh, those are like huge conversations in themselves. So we're yeah. just going to kind of like keep, keep everything that Tom said, just kind of like keep that on, on, on one of the many shelves and, and yep. let's get back to that, uh, within this broadcast as we kind of do. Cause I know, um, some of the other guys here, uh, definitely have something to, to say to that. I'm not, Jared's a big fan of pretty much everything you just said. So yeah, <laughs> as many of us, many of us hear what you're saying as well. So Tom, is there anything else you want to just add to the circle at this point? Uh, just what, what, what's the battle cry for the airborne Rangers? I don't know. Uh, sorry, what's that? The battle cry what's, for the, what's for the, the battle cry for the airborne rangers. You know, like nobody left behind. Uh, for the airborne rangers, I don't know what their spe specific credo is. Um, I got, yeah. but it's funny because I got like the hundred uh, and first like airborne patch like right next to me um, yeah. on my wall. If uh, anybody's familiar with that, and then the special forces one, which is uh, mess with the best, die like the rest. Which there is it is, mess with the also, best, die like the rest. All also right. the, theme from hackers and yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And let's substitute best with reality and death with shifting consciousness so that's exactly what it is die die alive to die to die alive yeah yeah, die yeah. Alive. that's what we're doing we're dying yeah. alive yeah to destroy the illusions so okay cool all, all right. right okay tom thanks thanks again man let's stay stay tuned and and we'll definitely uh get into some more stuff as we keep going so i'm gonna get up and i'll be back in a minute Okay, it sounds perfect, man. All right, so we're going to get into our um, intentions for the full moon. Uh, we're going to do that next. And let's just kind of like take a moment here where we'll just kind of say two intentions each is all I'm asking at this point. And then we'll go into the next part of the discussion, which will be about next week's broadcast. And uh, then from there, we're just going to kind of open it up and, and just kind of practice doing free flow discussion. And uh, again, you guys will be helping facilitate that as, as a group uh, together. And, and we'll just kind of see where that goes, see what the universe wants to bring into the circle, which is always fun. So um, in terms of full moon intentions, 
Uh, if somebody wants to volunteer to get ready to go next, uh, just be ready to do so. Just kind of think about it right now, guys. Just kind of think about it. And, and I'm just going to sink into it. So again, the full moon is a portal for potential. And, and this is just kind of like basic ideas. And again, believe it, don't believe it. I think it's one of those things where if you don't believe it, that's fine. But if you sink into the idea, then it's a story that will actually amplify uh, the intentions that you are putting forth. Uh, again, it's as magical as you wish to see it, the moments of the full moon. There is obviously scientific correlations between full moon and water, and we are water and emotions, and and astrology is a very real thing. Um, but again, something that needs to be experienced for everyone. Um, but again, full moons are, are a great natural clock within our growth period to be able to put forth intentions, to be able to plant seeds, and to continue to reap those seeds over the period of this month to the next as we continue to move through the different uh, teachings of the, the zodiac houses that, that we are moving through throughout the year. So my intentions, I'll just say two intentions without even having to like think too hard about it. My intentions are to... <sighs> to personally listen and create time for myself to continue to become a better leader for what is still ahead. And in doing so, to be able to continue to help spark the leadership that is within other people. So literally like the concept of leaders amongst leaders, captains amongst captains. So again, this is stuff that we're already doing, but I'm just kind of really putting forth that intention because I feel that's really what's happening now is that as this project's been going on for a while, like a lot of people who are synchronizing with it are, that's the idea is that we're all stepping into that leadership role, which is really, really, really awesome to see. So that's one intention. Um, another intention that I'll have just kind of on like a personal level for, for myself, um, is to uh yeah i'd like to just get into some old habits that that i i've kind of let go that i'd like to get into some more um so that includes uh getting like better just in terms of my health my diet my exercise daily yoga i want to get back into practicing my flame punching uh something that i haven't done in a while uh, i want to become i want to set the intention to become more aware of my subtle energies uh, so that those will in turn be able to open myself up to visceral experiences within the 3D that, that are very much 5D in orientation. So like being amongst people and feeling kind of what Tom was talking about, the different correlations of the chakras, uh, feeling the heart expansion, feeling the psychic energy. Um, and I want to do this so that I can continue to tap into uh, our natural superpowers. I want to be able to literally be at a point where I can be able to be like, yes, like psychic abilities are a part of my normal experience. And they already are to a degree um, in terms of like synchronicities and foresight and intuition. But I just like to put more attention to that so that I can continue to level up so that I can continue to become a better leader. And in turn, knowing that my story will continue to help others uh, in turn, as all of our stories do as well. So yeah, uh, just leveling up would, would be my intention. And I think that's a very common one. So uh, for all of us here to keep leveling up. So and that's the thing with life, you know, like life goes, life, keep, life will keep going up. It always goes up. Like you're going up, you're going up. Sometimes there will be a down, but then it keeps going up and then it'll be a down again. And then it keeps going up. And like, that's kind of the rhythm. Like it will never like actually like go up and then always go down. 
like that down dip is actually just a part of it like kind of like going up and up and up so it's kind of like a snake spiraling up a staircase or something like that so um so yeah those are my those are my intentions keep leveling up so uh let's uh pass the talk and stick around who wants to share a couple of their intentions uh within again this full moon portal that, that we're going through who wants to go next whatever order is fine so brian i'll pass the talk and stick over to you go ahead brian thank you uh it's very interesting. I love this portal concept. I think the two things I really wish for are like distances to be brought together. So space together, recognized and cherished. Uh, and that for me is like, it takes light eight minutes to travel from the sun to our planet. And when you look at a nucleus of an atom, the minimum that grain of sand electron that's orbiting around it so fast that you can't even see it is two miles apart. So we know the word nucleus. We know the word electron. We know the word sun. We know the word earth. What I'm saying is that it's recognized. And so I want it all to be cherished, everything. And then um, the second thing I want is just to live prosper. Uh, to me, life is just proven existence. You know, there's so many other things that we can, that the general consensus can prove exists. And then for prospering, like, it's good, well, and I want it to propagate. Not not necessarily just procreate, where procreate is where you, like, just, it could be cancer, it could be procreation. But I'm talking about propagate, like, something that, there's bad propagation, too. There's, like, religion could be considered propagation, but I want the prosperous to propagate, you know, like what brings us all together. And uh, uh, what we were talking about earlier, you were talking about uh, energies being shedded and that I felt like I molt every day. I molt all the time. I always look back. You could always look back at your, I think it's part of the self-consciousness we have. Like when you hear yourself on the microphone talk, you know, you're like, oh, I sound like an idiot, you know? And it's like, you can't hate on yourself. You got to just be real. And, uh, yeah, that's my advice, and that's what I—that's what I hope for for this portal. Thank you. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. And uh, yeah. So again, I—I I like the idea that you use the term "molt" there. For those unfamiliar, that's like the process when like a lizard like sheds its skin and turns into another form and stuff. So yeah, we're constantly molting. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, Brian, that's uh, there's some good intentions there. So. Thank you. All right. Uh, passing the talking stick to who wants to go next. Looks like Jared wants to go next. Saw that coming. All right. Jared, passing the talking stick over to you. Go ahead, man. All right. Throw my intentions out there. <clears throat> I want to free the dome for everybody. Freedom. Liberation of the animals, the people. My intentions of being a better leader are synonymous with yours. As I find that everyone here to better ourselves synchronize ourselves with individuals or be broad in the video to come off correct in a sense that everyone can understand and take the information as they feel fit with it because it is a free will universe comprehension of every individual on this planet and abroad to do things at their own pace mention the enemy or the other opponents or whatnot, I don't think they're opponents. They do their thing. We do ours. We both 
live together, whatever that is. And we're all learning and we're all doing things at our pace. And this is our pace. And anyone that wants to join our pace and our movement to liberate ourselves and the animals, come along. We can do this. That's the way I see it. Those are my intentions. Of course, there's always going to be somebody that wants to put their hand in a mix or put something in their smoke to jam us up. But we'll just send them love and help them along their way as well, if they choose. Those are my intentions, to liberate ourselves, the animals, the planet, and give an opportunity for those that want to do this, and be a voice for the voiceless, for the children. And I, I got inspiration today, and I was uh, thinking about this whole movement in general. So things were coming to me, and it's kind of like a baby. We have to nurture this whole movement love it kind know it's got to grow know that just like a child or anyone like just use our memory what we wanted what we needed and treat everybody we come across like we wanted to be treated everyone wants to be treated like a child it's not childish it's just a love and understanding that i think we'll all be fine and i'd like to pass that along and say this is our our baby here this is our loving child, this movement. And I'm going to love it. I'm going to cherish it. I'm going to watch it grow, expand, and give the opportunity for everyone else that wants to join and grow and expand in a positive direction. I'm going to let off with that. Perfect. Awesome, Jared. Yes. Uh, and again, you know, like that's such an... <clears throat> What you're saying, uh, being a voice for the voiceless, being able to to create liberation, freedom, and everything like that, super important, man. Like that's, you know, like it, it, again, it's this this whole paradigm shifts life in general. It, it's not so much about like trying to tell people what to do, but it's creating the space for them to make that decision themselves and and giving them that freedom to do so because that's their journey. You know, they they and that's something that you know, like we have that soul gps that intuition inside all of us that that is guiding us so but yeah no they, i think oftentimes there are those who are oppressed uh oftentimes the dark the dark you know comes into fruition so that the light must rise to meet it um that's basically a quote out of the new star wars trailer like literally that's what they're talking about so one week closer to star wars guys it's almost here um jared thank you again um one more thing jared go ahead yeah, sure, one more thing I'll throw in the mix. I find that people with the same goals are on the same team. So it's not necessarily convincing them. It's more like just sharing, hey, we're on the same team. We're on the same path here. You know? So it's more or less free will. It's not very infringed. It's you're just helping them realize we're doing the same things. So a lot of people think you're trying to convince somebody doing something or get them to do your clan or cult or whatever. Who knows what perspective they're coming from? and what, how they see this movement or not see it. Because we only see what we look at, right? And most people aren't looking. So I'll leave off of that. Awesome. All right, thank you. Thank you, Jared. Fellow captains amongst captains. So. All right, let's keep passing that talk and stick around, guys. So go through the intentions and on to the next thing within our uh, itinerary. So um, who wants to go next? Justin, Kyle, Sean. So, okay, Justin, then Kyle. Justin, let me just get your mic and uh, go right ahead, man. Thumbs out. Does it sound good? It took me your thumbs out. Um, 
My intention, my first intention was creating a safe space for all living beings. And uh, my second one instantly was fed off the first. And it was one of the noble truths from the Eightfold Path, like in Buddhism. It was originally two. So I'm going to kind of put those into one. The first one was uh, right mindfulness. Like there's a lot of distractions and people trying to influence your thoughts. So I believe the first thing, like the first one was to create the sacred space, keep it safe. So anyone can enter, anyone can leave and they can feel safe. They can express themselves. They can share like art, like which is an aspect of themselves. Cause I was going to originally say share themselves, but some people would take that the wrong way. Um, so create the sacred space. And then right mindfulness, because like we can be sitting in a sacred space, but outside entities could mess with our thoughts or old thoughts can, you know, resurface. So right mindfulness, but that would lead into right speech because we could be sitting in this circle and just like just rambling about what our subconscious is going through or something. But if we have the right mindful intent, that we all have, like we all, let's say we all thought like Apple. Okay, now we're all thinking about an Apple. Like if we take that mentality and use the speech, then we like we won't be stepping on each other's toes. Like I was at this expo where everyone had the best thing to say, but no one listened. Like everyone was waiting for their turn to speak so they wouldn't listen. So like right speech is pretty much to me like saying what needs to be spoken at that given time like we all have the ability to observe and uh reflect within ourselves but just because we have the opportunity to say something right away that might not be the the right thing to say so those are my intentions pretty much just create the space you know and then have the right mentality and to vocalize it the right way like beneficially and progressively so we're not going in circles you know Perfect. <clears throat> awesome. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Cool. All right. So we'll keep passing and go right from one intention right to the next. So Kyle, if you're ready, we will, we'll pass the talk and stick over to you. Go ahead, Kyle. Let me just uh, double check your microphone and yeah, you're good to go. Um, uh, my two intentions are the first one being, uh, uh, to, as uh, clarity of vision, uh, to, um, uh, to further my uh, my clarity of like a vision in general, not like eyesight vision, but like like a like of having a vision, like a oh, it was in my head really good a second ago, um, but uh like like the uh, like vision of like uh the collective like within like um like how you see like the movement or like the like the uh collective like uh, journey or like uh or movement in general like is a reflection of your spirit you know what i mean like uh and to like the embodiment like um and the embodiment of that is my first uh 
is my first intention. Uh, I feel like uh, like a while ago, that was like the, the, the main thing that I had like down. And I feel like now like I'm at a point in my traditional tradition, uh, transition period where I can think back on that, like with a new found clarity. Like, so I feel like uh, clear, so clarity of that vision is my first intention. Uh, and the embodiment of it. Uh, and the uh, second intention is, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of related, like just uh, creativity, like, uh, like, I guess, creativity in that, but also just in general, like a tour, like the full moons in Taurus, which is, is a very creative sign. You, it's hard to find a Taurus that isn't creatively oriented in some way. Uh, uh, so like, so creativity is a big part of the, uh, is a big part of it, um, and is my second intention. Um, I think that's it. Perfect. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Kyle. That's, that's some good ones. I like that. And, uh, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying with like the idea of like, um, kind of being able to see the bigger picture, mm. I guess kind of another way of saying what you were saying as well. So. Yeah, like, and I think like that within the kind of the paradigm shift for for a lot of us is kind of a key part of that almost comes with like that um, non temporal perspective, non linear temporal perspective of things, like, especially just kind of seeing like, things that we're working on now already exist in the future. Mm. And the fact that they exist in the future is actually like rippling back to the present, which helps us create them in the future. So it's kind of like that self-fulfilling prophecy in, in a way. I mean, it's relatively related to what you were talking about to a degree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. All right, Kyle, thank you, man. You're welcome. All right, so keep passing Talking Stick and um, got Sean and Tom. Uh, Sean, we'll, uh, we'll pass over to you next and then, and then we'll do Tom. Okay. So Sean, a uh, couple intentions that you have for the full moon that you would like to share? Uh, yeah, let's see, two intentions. Uh, one, to get the word out more on uh, what's happening in China with uh, the people that do my Qigong practice, that they're, uh, it's kind of like if everybody here was doing yoga, like there's millions of people doing yoga, you know, and then all of a sudden, like the government just gets, uh, you know, nervous that there's too many people and they're becoming like a powerful group. They want to get their officials in there in like the top positions and take over things. So then, uh, when they didn't want that to happen, they uh, made it illegal and started spreading a bunch of propaganda to make everybody into criminals when they weren't hurting anybody or doing anything wrong. And uh, eventually, started uh, they throw them in these uh, torture prisons that they got over in China. It's like normal is like torture and brainwashing is oddly a normal thing over there still in 2017 and um, they illegally started selling their organs like uh, I don't know they a lot of or organs people get if you get it from China it's probably coming from a prisoner it's like I don't know 70 to 90 percent that it's a prisoner's organs and they probably didn't really consent on it or what uh, so that was one main thing I'm trying to get out there and uh, let's see, 
second intention was any time looking for like an answer or something um trying to get in the habit of looking up looking up in vibration looking up in frequency instead of looking downward like it's easy to uh if you look downward there's going to be like nothing there for you except for like fear and doubt um looking up is pretty much where the answers are going to be <laughs> and i think uh yes yeah, it's, it's two intentions got those out there cool cool thank you man thank you and um do you do you feel that like being able to help raise awareness of um what's happening in china do you, do you feel that there's like things that people elsewhere in the world can perhaps do or do you feel that there's even like lessons from that that we can learn about in some ways like how do you feel um what can kind of be done about that i mean i'm just kind of just on the topic and if you have a short answer to that because i i've know you've talked about it before but yeah i'm just kind of curious as to if there is like a practical thing that can be done from our end of the world yeah there's uh there's a lot of stuff i mean uh, what they're doing is they're they're doing like a uh, paradigm shifts doing uh getting out there doing like parades and i don't know people with you know uh, star power they use their their uh influence to get get the word out um yeah we try to get the word out on that even more so than trying to actually spread the practice it kind of is like another way of spreading it is but uh yeah there's a lot it's kind of a lot connected to it because you can imagine like how much energy we're putting out and do like a high level spiritual practice and the effect it has on the people around you when you're trying to you're constantly improving yourself in like positive mental aspects so when you all of a sudden make a whole bunch of those people criminals and lock them up the negative effect that can have on the overall community and planet is pretty big <laughs> um but yeah i was gonna try to yeah at least whenever i'm getting out there it's kind of mixing it in with getting the word out on things because it can over time well it already is affecting us over here in america uh, china will put their influence on the government different parts of the government so like like somebody running for like congressman or something he might uh he might try to bring up a bill or something that condemns what's going on over there uh, they're blocking up innocent people and selling the organs and then you know how things work how uh, like how the pharmaceutical company companies have so much money invested in things they can affect how decisions are made so uh yeah china's definitely chinese communist party i don't want to say china i don't want to lump all of china in together it's the parts of the chinese communist party that are already attempting to influence things in america so you can imagine if they took over america they would <laughs> you know it's not gonna wood it doesn't ever happen but they would uh definitely put their influence on like everything so like like paradigm shift central this couldn't exist in china it's just too open <laughs> there's too much free thought um if it did they would have to they would put like officials in place 
or they try to destroy you, basically. So this is like a special thing that you're able to do uh, in the West and other countries around the world to be able to like put the word out on positive things. Because, um, yeah, you try to change, do positive stuff, and then you've got not just one group, but multiple negative groups that they'll have, you know, their own ways of getting power. They have their own things that, uh, their negative things that they do on the population to retain power and receive power. I'll say like different, other different groups, other different entities. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's almost kind of like they exist to make everyone stronger. Yeah. But they're also, you know, get out of control. So mm-hmm. it's like, they get a little too out of control sometimes and can have an extremely negative effect. And so yeah, that constant back and forth battle yeah. of things. Well, um, I don't know if I got away from answering the question that you asked. That's good. That's good, man. I mean, again, you know, just what you're talking about there just already does help raise awareness and, and kind of what you were saying. I think part of just being able to raise awareness about that also brings it back to just kind of like reflecting on the privilege that we have over here and, and how to make the most of that. Um, you know, like what if in like 10, 20 years from now, suddenly like paradigm shift communities become like some sort of like thing seen as, you know, like a rebellious or something like that. I mean, it already kind of is, it's already on the fringe, but it's also like (laughs) very ninja at the same time. Um, but yeah, you know, like I think, uh, yeah, it, it, hearing about stuff like that is just like all the more reason for, for us to like do what we can here as well. And um, yeah, you know, like it's it's like think globally, act lo- locally is, is kind of the thing that comes to mind. Like whether or not we can directly affect China, maybe in some ways, maybe not in others, but can we directly affect our local community? Like, absolutely. And is that still a part of the collective? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, shout out to everyone who's like, uh, who is in China and like, I, you know, I can only imagine what that is that they're going through, but some crazy stuff going on, man. So. Oh yeah. They, I'm pretty sure there's no way they could ever even see this on the internet. Right. That's completely we do have, down over there. <laughs> yeah, we do have, like we, we've had, I've, I have a buddy like locally, um, Ricky, uh, Michael Donnelly is his name. He's been a part of the paradigm shift London community for quite a while. And he goes back and forth to China on a regular basis. And I actually know that, um, he is like kind of like connected with kind of like some very paradigm shifty communities and stuff out there and and so he's been like reporting back on that and stuff but but yeah i know like the like yeah they have trouble like getting online to a lot of stuff and everything so everything's like censored and stuff you know like completely monitored yeah typing the wrong thing and somebody might come to your door yeah i mean (laughs) it's interesting and this is almost a discussion for another time but you know like how how it is deep (laughs) you know imagine just for a second um if paradigm shift stuff was being like, you know, sort of outlawed or something like that, how would we still be able to operate? It's one of those things where it's always like adapt and overcome spirit will always find a way. The plant will always push up through pavement. And uh, yeah, you know, like huge, like just knowing that that's happening in China, uh, I think is a way to tap into like more resolve um, because I'm sure there are people there who are continuing to fight the good fight. And and that's not necessarily like a violent one, but it's a very, uh, you know, like, 
moral and courageous and compassion oriented uh, path that they were walking as well. So, yeah. Yeah, completely, uh, completely passive. Yeah. yeah. Standing up to it, like zero aggression. Yeah. He's in it. Seeing the word out on things and yeah. uh, it passes around, it gets around a lot, things get around. And then that pressure kind of, you know, goes against China and their whole human rights thing. Yeah. Well, let's hope, let's hope that, you know, like it, give, give it a, a few more moons and, and perhaps things will change in China. I, I would love for them to be able to change. Yeah, things for, are for definitely us, changing. There's like a new leader over there and he's like trying to change things up a little bit. Yeah. He's like putting oh, the sorry. thumb down on all the, uh, yeah, all the old uh, evil peoples that would take bribes yeah. and yeah. For pretty much anything. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Cool. But yeah, things have definitely been getting better. So well, that's good. That's good to hear then as well. So, cool. All right, Sean. Anything else uh, you want to mention, just in terms of intentions? I think that was that was two there. So that's good. Right. Yeah, that was, uh, that was good. I'm good. That's good. Cool. Cool. Awesome. All right. Sweet. Thanks, Juan. All right. So, um, with that said, we will go right over to Tom, and uh, again, from there, we'll just uh, get into a little bit about next week's broadcast, and then from there, we'll just kind of open it up for another little while longer, just with open-minded, just freestyle discussion. And um, yeah, we'll try to wrap this up perhaps by uh, in an hour from now, give or take. Um, it's just easier than doing a five-hour broadcast. Is, is That's a lot of time. So, um, But hey, shout out to those of you who do listen to all these, and I know you guys do, so much love. All right. Uh, passing over to Tom. So Tom, just to reiterate, we're just sharing two intentions that we have for, for the going through the full moon. So they can be personal, they can be collective. So just two, two intentions. So Tom, when you're, when you're ready, go ahead. All right. Can you hear me? Okay. Good. Sounds good. Okay. Well, like I said, I, uh, earlier, I honestly wasn't even focused on the full moon and, uh, but when I, when I, when I hear of these things or read about them, uh, I, I consider them to be like cosmic waypoints or it, it, it indicates a rough time when larger events occur that we may not uh, know on the surface. But uh, two things right now, um, when, now that you bring up the moon and we're talking about it, uh, two, you know, two things are the things I'm always considering uh, is raising awareness, you know, for for some people like me, the the the, um, the in between shift is actually very daunting and physically annoying sometimes to me. So, like when I when I started this stuff, I was kind of forced into it. I I was a hard nosed Christian before all this, and I was so it took me quite a few years. But uh, I I'm just my goal is here in in this local area is just to continue creating. Uh, awareness and trying to help people break free from old beliefs so that they can have new beliefs and that they can create their own manifestation and uh and now that you mention it what comes to mind is i'm i'm trying to convince this local uh, this local business to do that uh to do that that crystal lounge uh, it would be fun and informative so i think uh i think now I, i'll i'll focus on that and i will uh, parallel with with the full moon type of thing to increase the mystic, mystic, uh, the mystic feel of it all. So just uh, two things for the full moon are to just go become more ruthless in, in a tactful and, and loving way with my message to people, let go of, let go of your limiting beliefs. And the second thing I'm going to, I'm going to incorporate with the moon now is the, um, to get this a local, uh, local place to create that um, mystic crystal lounge. Uh, 
somewhere where I can start conversations and let people see, let them break free of their ideas. Because down here in Florida, Cape Coral, you know, it's conservative heaven. And any discussion about politics immediately sparks up negative emotions. You know, when I talk to people and they start talking about politics, I, I immediately read them and I can tell if I start, if I say bad thing about Obama or, or uh, whoever our president, who's our president, it doesn't matter. Uh, they, I can feel their negativity. So I, I'm, in a, I'm in a rough spot, uh, geographically speaking. So those two things, continue awareness and get, convincing them to build the local, the, the Mystic Lounge, not only for raising awareness as contention starter, but also for them to have a successful business. So uh, I'll keep it brief, and uh, I'll just state those two things for now. That's okay. Perfect. Awesome, awesome, sweet Tom, and uh, and and so it is. So yeah, yeah, stand stand by for that. But no, that would be sweet. That would be really exciting once that gets up and running. So well, yeah. I, I'm, we're manifesting it. They're they're resistant, you know. They're but we'll see. we'll see. Yeah, and and you know what? Like maybe maybe if not there, somewhere else. Maybe you know? somewhere else. Maybe it, somebody it will just do it on their own somewhere else. It would be. And it'll be cool somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I like, I like that though. I like the idea of it. So yeah. And again, you know, like where there's a will, there's a way. So. Thank you, Jared. What was Jared saying about the, the uh, Jupiter? I, I, I have, I've heard Jupiter is an interesting place. I should visit. I'm pretty far from there, but I have thought about going up there. I, I'm in South, I'm in South Florida. So it, there, the rebel presence here isn't that thing, but I, I should visit. I'll, I might go visit up there sometime. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Jared was talking about Jupiter, California, for or oh, Jupiter, Jupiter Florida. Florida. No, 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 no. Jupiter, Florida. Sorry. Oh yeah. For for the for the people listening, they're like, okay. it's like Jupiter. Oh yeah, that's not too far where I am. Like, yeah. What <laughs> context? <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Tom. Thanks again. All yeah. right. So uh, with that said, guys, um, thank you again for 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 doing that. And uh, yeah, just uh, l listen closely. You can if you listen closely, you can like hear the moon getting fuller by the second. Can you hear it? Can you hear it, guys? Can you hear the moon? I think it's hilarious. It's like, the moon's like so full, I can hear it. I don't know. That's just, that idea amuses me. I'm weird. We're weird. All right, guys. Uh, let's keep going around. And um, again, what we're going to do now, we're going to take a moment to just uh, briefly, not, not, not too much, because there's going to be more conversation for this happening outside of this broadcast. Uh, talk a little bit about next week's broadcast and part of the reason i'm doing this because i want to just be able to open up the talking circle to be able to allow you guys to provide your perceptions insights and suggestions on how to be able to moderate facilitate and approach uh again the very serious topic that we are moving towards with next week's broadcast so for those who aren't familiar within paradigm shift we have the team building hangouts dream class admin meetings and destiny school and destiny school is where we rotate through specific topics so we've done things about meditation ufos alien conscious media animals all sorts of different stuff related to specific topics the topic that we're doing for next week is a specific topic of healing beyond sexual assault and creating consent culture so this was a topic that was something that we were actually planning on doing um the idea was like something that came up like months and months and months ago and we were just kind of like waiting for for the right time and then the stuff happened with like the me too movement related to um men and women being able to openly talk and share about their experiences related to sexual assault within culture and then so with that having happened 
uh, it, it's kind of natural and very synchronistic for us to be able to do this in correspondence. Now that there are a lot of people already talking about this, the discussion on it has already shifted in some ways within culture. And so what we are going to be doing next week during November 9th on this broadcast is we are going to be doing a broadcast that is going to be in part facilitated by the mental health team within paradigm shift so again there's many teams in paradigm shift and the mental health team is going to be helping with this so there's already a forum discussion under the mental health team where we have been uh we have been talking about this and um shout out to hector hector i see you joined we're just going to keep on track right now but jump in as as we get going with this so um what I'm going to do, I'm going to read for a little bit from you guys from the forum. And uh, in there, there's there's a few females who have left their comments there. And again, uh, one of the people in the chat from earlier was mentioning how there's no females currently uh, within this broadcast um, by definition or, or whatever we want to say and everything like that. Again, getting into like gender identity and stuff, that's totally fine. But um, yeah, so again, if there are any like identifying females who want to join this broadcast literally in the next few minutes, you guys are welcome to, but this conversation will continue beyond just this moment. So this is, this is just like getting into it. Um, so again, what I want to be able to do is create this broadcast to be able to have this very important discussion that is going to allow people in the community to be able to come together to practice sharing whatever they feel comfortable sharing and being a part of a very important discussion that will in turn help spark more discussions that will help begin the shift towards the intention of consent culture and that will help empower people and will help provide uh, ideas and concepts related to how we can do this and again just creating that safe space for people in the community to be able to know that this is something that we within paradigm shift want to be able to help facilitate space for for people to be able to talk about these experiences and the fact is, is that these experiences related to sexual assault are not something separate from the quote unquote spiritual or quote unquote conscious communities. Uh, part of the reason that actually originally um, was part of the reason why uh, months back where I was like, okay, like we're going to do a broadcast about this uh, was related specifically to when our friend Tori um, came to me and was sharing about her experience about how she uh, had experienced sexual assault from uh, a very prominent leader within the spiritual community. And uh, I'm just, I'm just going to mention this now, because this is like already public and stuff like that. Um, and it will in some way come up in the next broadcast, but it's not going to be the focus of it. But uh, hopefully within our broadcast, it will actually bring focus back to it without it being like a witch hunt but more just kind of like we're not going to focus on it but it's going to be a part of the discussion uh long story short uh tori who's our friend who's a friend of mine from back in the day in 2012 she uh shared in a blog post that was like relatively viral and got a lot of attention people saw it and everything and it was about how she was sexually assaulted um by jordan uh whatever last name he goes by now who is the creator of spirit science and uh a lot of people already are familiar with this um but a lot of people are not familiar with this and uh there's this whole kerfuffle about how she was like bearing her soul sharing this experience and then he basically just like dismissed it and said that she was just making stuff up 
and just kind of covered his tracks and then just pushed it aside, ignored it and just kept doing what he was doing. So it really jarred people, you know, it was really kind of like rubbed people the wrong way. And it's like, Oh, like, that's not, that's not right. And stuff like, you know, like, even if, even if by happenstance, maybe her story was in some way not entirely correct, just the fact of how he approached it was very dismissive and very dodgy and everything like that. Um, so we can, we won't be focusing on that, but that will kind of be like a catalyst because Tori is going to be a part of the broadcast next week, assuming she is able to join because uh, she's been a big she's been a big uh, voice within this discussion. And um, yeah, so again, that's just an example of like the fact that this is, you know, this does happen within the spiritual community. And and it's not just an isolated case. It's something that, you know, we see it time and time again. And so we're going to be talking about, you know, like, why does this come up within the spiritual community? Um, and the overall, the overall purpose of this discussion is to raise awareness. And through raising awareness, we are able to help address the causes of some of this. And then in doing that, being able to work towards solutions. So I, that's where I kind of want to be able to just like brainstorm uh, with some of you guys and girls uh, here within this broadcast and just kind of get some general thoughts on how you guys feel we should be approaching this very real, raw and sensitive uh, topic with the intention of it, again, being about moving towards healing beyond sexual assault being something that for people who listen to it who've had their own experiences will in some way be inspired by because again it's something we've talked about before from a soul perspective for for people who have experienced sexual assault a lot of people be like why would why would a soul ever intentionally choose a path where it gets sexually assaulted like it's a very polarizing idea um without getting caught up too much on just that notion alone there is the other side of it where out of the um, out of the trauma can come like this this rise into a, a very formidable power um, for the individual to reclaim their voice and for their story to be a beacon for other people who are in some ways having had their own experiences um, and to bring awareness to the issue so that in turn it will no longer be a thing in the generations to come. And, and I think that's really what we have to do. We literally like, in order to fix this, like we have to change culture. We literally have to change culture. And, and it's a very like personal inner work thing. Um, let me read some of the comments in here, guys. So this is from Bren and she commented here under the teams for mental health. It's in the forum and people can add to this forum discussion. What we're going to do between this week and next week, I'm going to be doing some like off air broad off air team meetings and, and try and get some more people involved with the discussion. So Bren says, I think one way to help people build sensitivity and compassion is by helping them to understand the emotional toll sexual assault has on an individual. One way to do that is to, famili is to familiarize oneself with the criteria for PTSD, a diagnosis sexual assault survivors often get when they seek treatment, because it outlines many of the experiences these individuals deal with after the trauma. Also trying to use person slash people first language when talking about sexual assault Maybe the mental health team should be prepared to redirect the flow of conversation if anyone starts to take a victim-blaming perspective. So again, that's just one comment there from Bren. And I'm just going to read through the next three comments and um, just kind of get right into a little bit of open discussion about this as soon as we can. The next comment is from Kyle, who is in the broadcast here. So I'm just going to read Kyle's comments and then Kyle will be able to add it anything he wants uh, after we get through this. Kyle says... 
I'm definitely interested in participating. Consent culture is something that needs to be promoted because rape culture is so deeply embedded in our society that one in five women have been sexually assaulted. And I'm not sure that statistic even includes sexual harassment. To create consent culture, there needs to be more spaces that people have had, for people who have had experienced the effects of rape culture can go to feel supported and to feel they aren't alone. And more, more importantly, where they feel safe and where there are people who have their back if anything happens. That's why I'm happy that we are, we are doing this and showing that Paradigm Shift Central is a space like that. I think it's very important for it to be. So thank you, um, Kyle, for that comment. Um, Oh, okay. There's uh there's Rachel was able to join. All right, sweet. Rachel, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull your microphone down and uh, we'll just keep going. But Rachel, I'm glad you're able to make it. That's Rachel from Paradigm Shift Mexico. So um hold on. Rachel, I just have to mute your microphone if you can keep an eye on your microphone on your own, Rachel. It was popping up there for a second. Okay, moving on to the next comment. Anna, Anna, who was in our broadcast last week, Anna says, this is indeed an important topic. So many are struggling alone and it's up to others to be observant and proactive whilst also being sensitive not to push them away. I would love to participate in this discussion. Allison says, this is such a powerful topic to cover. As a survivor of sexual assault, I know how difficult it can be to even get out there and talk sometimes. It's been 16 years for me, and I still sweat a little when these topics get brought up. With all of the groundbreaking movements going on, this is a good time to work out topics like how our society fuels the rape culture, how victimizing yourself will never help heal you, how to raise sons that respect women in the first place, and also how to start talks with brothers, fathers, uncles, etc., to help raise awareness and let the good men out there fight this with us. So those are the comments so far on the team forum under the mental health team. And again, if you want to add to that, please do. This discussion is going to be ongoing. So again, at this point, keeping in mind that the discussion, the, the official broadcast is next week. The reason why I'm talking about this right now is because as a facilitator, I just want to be able to check in with you guys and to hear from you guys to get some general thoughts and perhaps even some suggestions on how you feel, what would be some good ways that we can help facilitate this discussion or perhaps any sort of specific approaches or questions or just in, in general. Because again, I'm, I'm figuring this out along with you guys and uh, yeah, we're going to do our best to really hold space with this. So um, yeah, but again, you know, I think at this point, the reality is every single one of us knows, has some relationship to people who have experienced sexual assault. It's something that is just become so incredibly common that we all have a connection to it, whether it be personally, whether it be um, again, like from, from my own experience, uh, why, uh, and I'll just give this as a bit of background. Uh, this topic is very important to me, um, because my partner, uh, who I'm with now, she, uh, is also, uh, has experienced sexual assault. And this was something that like, I was like having to work through with her, like within our time and everything together. So, I mean, being able to like see like how that affected her um, and for me to be able to be like, okay, like how can I help here in, in the space? Like how can I help assist with this? Um, and that's like been like a huge learning experience for, for, for both of us. And now um, 
since it's been like literally like uh, a while since that's happened to her yet it's still very real it's still very relevant um and she did a me too post as well and i was really proud of her to to see her do that to see her share her voice like that and i think that's a very important thing um but yeah like it's something that is continuing to uh it's it's an ongoing thing that she is continuing to heal and uh and, and in some ways um again i i hope that she is able she intends to be able to be a part of the discussion next week and, and my intention is that this broadcast will help all of us kind of become eyes for culture uh to to if we see something that is like sexual assault happening like in front of us like we should be people who should go and like intervene to again you know as a light guardian say like hey that's not okay like we're stopping this right now you know if you see something on a bus happen and uh, again, knowing about like how to hold space for people who have experienced these and just how to be able to like promote, um, you know, like better manners, better, just like mutual respect for people. So again, this is something that is affecting many women. It's affecting many men. And it's something that men are going to need to help be uh, like, leaders for alongside women like i know women are doing it too but like men really need to to be able to like say like hey this is an important conversation for all of us and so i think um there's there's a lot that's kind of happening here from a very spiritual perspective and the potential is a very um unifying process for 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 male and female to come together to address this problem and to continue to work towards the solutions on a very much a societal collective level so again are we going to solve it tomorrow in a way yes through our individual actions by changing the way we act by calling our friends out on their actions and by like being again like kind of like being the eyes for for the collective so that you know people can't just get away with this anymore but we can talk a little bit more about you know like why are people even doing this in the first place because i think there's something very deep here and um very multi-dimensional actually like i think you can kind of approach this from different angles. So again, um, I would like to uh, invite one of the females who are in the broadcast here with us here to be able to say anything if they want to at this point. And again, you, you can just, you can start just by saying like, why is this topic important to you? If that's like a simple place for, for you to start from, because I think that's, you know, just a good reason to, to be able to have this discussion is because it's important to all of us. So thank you again, just for being a part of this discussion. This is just, again, the preliminary to what will be a bigger discussion next week. So um, let me just check in. Uh, we do have, um, we do have Anna and we have Rachel and we also have Katie who is there with Hector as well. And um, uh, Anna and Rachel don't have their mics, their cameras on. So I don't know if they want to say anything just yet, but I'm just going to check with them. Um, Rachel and Anna, I'm just pulling up your guys' microphones. If either of you guys want to just say anything now, again, about just like, why is this topic important to you? Uh, please let me know now. So Rachel or Anna, do either of you guys want to say anything now? And Anna does. Okay. All right. So we'll pass it. We'll pass it to Anna first. And then Rachel, um, just comment in the chat. Let us know when, when you'd like to say something. And thank you for being here, everyone. So Anna, I'm just uh, passing the talking stick over to you. So Anna, welcome welcome to the Team Building Circle. And again, just share a little bit about why this topic is important to you, if you'd like. Hi, Hi everyone. Sorry, I was out all morning, so I got in here late. But I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in this topic because um, I 
have a lot of friends who are um, sort of in the swinging or BDSM world. Um, and I tell you what, that's where this subject becomes pretty touchy. Uh, lots of people don't understand that no means no. Um, and they think that just because you are, say, at a, at a party or, you know, and that's what the intention is for that particular situation, that um, it's easy pickings and it's, you know, um, I just see a lot of people getting hurt and it's, it's not fair. Um, so, yeah, you, you got to be so careful because you can really burn a person forever if you do it the wrong way. I'll let somebody else talk. I've got to sort out these kids. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Thank you. Anna, thank you. Thank you, though. Okay, so Anna, Anna will probably jump back in and, and, and out uh, as she's going. So, no worries though about needing to do what you need to do. So, um, but yeah, no, I think uh, I, I think those are some great points just to get things going. So, um, let me just check in. Uh, I was just going to pull up um, Rachel. I'm just I just pulling pulling up your mic. Do you want to just check your mic? Do you want to just uh, if we want to pass it to you in a minute? Um, yeah. Hey, hey, Rachel. Hey, can you hear me? It's a little quiet. Um, I'm not sure if you can either move it closer, but I got it pulled up on my end. So, okay. Can okay. you hear me now? Uh, if if you can talk louder, go for it. But otherwise, it's okay. Um, okay. Rachel, Rachel, do you wanna do you wanna add your voice to the discussion at this moment? Just a little bit about why this topic's important to you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. It's, go ahead. It's really important for me because uh, I actually live in Mexico um, and we struggle with this like many many women die uh, because of that and actually it's horrible because <laughs> i can't feel safe like um walking by the street on the street and and with that fear of um i don't know how to explain it but yes it, it's fear it, and i think we gotta be conscious about that because I, I sometimes feel like normal, which it shouldn't be. And it's a real big deal. People should start like uh, talking about that here in Mexico because we see it like normal. And as I, as I said, many women die. Um, I don't know, uh, it's, it's really difficult. Uh, I'm really glad you guys are talking about this because it's quite a struggle. So, yeah, I would really be glad uh, to participate in this because it's really quite a tough topic. Rachel, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, Rachel, thank you. Thank you for, for sharing. And um, yeah, again, you know, like here in Canada, it exists in the u.s it exists in mexico exists i can only imagine that you know in different places it's going to be more prevalent than others and um you know just and i'm going to pass it to katie in, in in a second as well but i think it's something that goes back um to quite a while to quite a while ago but i feel like what we are experiencing uh, as uh, a very much like rape culture experience is almost like, and I'm trying to explain this the best way I can. It's almost as like, it's 
the it's almost like the cost that we pay for being so reckless with our fascinations is kind of the best way I can put it. So like, you know, we, we create a culture where we sexualize everything, where pornography is mass produced, where like idols wear string bikinis. And, you know, we constantly do this and we do this and we do this. And on the surface, no one's getting hurt. But the actions that are being caused as a result of all of the idea that this is like normalized is essentially what we are acknowledging through the fact that people are being disrespected, people's safe space is being disrespected, people are using sexuality as power, and 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 they're taking away power from other people, and um. And somehow it's, it's, it's something where, again, you know, like people, people think that it's okay. And, and I think the reason why they think it's okay is because they've been getting away with it. And I think one of the ways that we have to stop it is by all of us being, you know, like almost like, quote unquote, like good neighbors, kind of like what I was talking about, where we literally have to keep an eye on everything. We kind of have to keep an eye on even wherever we are, you know, it's, 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 it's right to assume that even if you're in a spiritual community, that things are safe, but keep an eye out because because you never know and sometimes within this bigger discussion and this is something we'll get into this is about healing on multiple levels and and it's healing for the quote-unquote victims i do acknowledge that they are victims but i know a lot of people like we kind of want to move away from the victim mentality but you know the people who have experienced sexual assault as well as the perpetrators like that's a that's a big part of the discussion as well right like how do we how do we heal? How do, how do the perpetrators get healed? Right. Cause that's like a big part of, of the topic. If, um, you know, this is like an experience that some people go through and I've, and there's a beautiful Ted talk that, that has appeared, um, from a few years ago. And it was about a man. And I may mention this during the actual broadcast and I'll just do this real quick and I'll pass it to Katie in a second, but it was a man who, um, raped a woman uh they were drunk and and i mean without having to get into details and stuff like that and then years later uh they like kind of reconnected and they were able to kind of like create this new dialogue and now they're kind of like going forward together and they're talking uh about like how to again how to create consent culture but the man on the side of discussion he's take he's taken accountability for for what he's done um, and in doing so, it's allowed him to shift into like a better example of being a respectful male and everything. And so he's like, it's like, yeah, you know, like I've lived through my own trauma of the guilt that I experienced after doing this. And, and so um, out of that, though, came through taking accountability, came this radical transformation that that he experienced. And, and again, like her. Um, quote unquote, like forgiveness was also a big part of that. Um, and that's a big part of this discussion is that we'll get into at some point as well is the concept of, uh, of forgiveness. And um, Tom's actually kind of he's like playing the video uh, just through that's that's exactly the one Tom Tom, if you want to post a link for that. Um, yeah, it's called our story of rape and reconciliation. If you guys YouTube that uh, Thordis Elva and Tom Stranger. Uh, that's a great video though. And I think watching that is like prerequisite for destiny school this week. Um, 
but again, you know, that's just an example that this is something that in order to solve this, the perpetrators have to in some ways be a part of the bigger discussion. Uh, and that's not to say next week we're like going to be inviting perpetrators into the broadcast uh, because we want to maintain a safe space and we want to be very mindful of it. But within the bigger picture, um, opposed to just like, again it's very complicated right you know like you want to you want to hold people accountable you want to be very mindful of your forgiveness because you don't want to just like give forgiveness away away in the sense that someone's like like oh okay like i got away with it because i got forgiven right like forgiveness is not something that should be like given super easily like it really has to be earned And, and forgiveness can mean different things at different levels but again, accountability for the perpetrators. And this doesn't just include men, right? This includes women as well. Because I think that's one thing that we have to acknowledge is that there are men and women within culture who will, you know, like be very disrespectful to, to other people from, from like, uh, you know, the over-sexualization of them. Um, but again, you know, let, let's, just, let's just take the conversation and let's just kind of like, let's all take accountability for this. And I, and I think that's like, that's where it starts is when collectively as a culture, we take accountability with this and we start moving towards these solutions. So, and, and again, you know, in generations to come, that's the idea is like creating a world where there is more of that awareness and, and respect, respect for ourselves, respect for the earth and respect for each other. Because I think that's the big thing is that a lot of this comes from a lack of self-consciousness once you can kind of see yourself in the other that kind of moves you away from from that habit of disrespecting someone and thinking that it's okay these are all kind of relatively obvious things but just kind of putting them out there so let's talk about this for over the next half hour give or take and then after that we can still open up into free file freestyle discussion um and this may be a five-hour broadcast we'll see want to be able to pass it over to uh katie just put, put your hand up if, if you are comfortable just going next okay all right um katie i'm gonna i'm gonna pass it over to you so again katie just anything you would like to bring to the circle is fine but the general question just to get into this would just be why is this topic important for you and then maybe any suggestions that you might have for how we should facilitate this topic next week so katie and and hector welcome welcome back guys and, and thank you thank you for being here so Katie, when you're ready. <laughs> hey guys, how are you? Um, so yeah, I had to get my like journal out and start like taking notes on everything you guys were saying because this topic is so important on so many different levels. And I'm like all fired up and I'm like nauseous right here just listening to you guys discuss this. Rachel saying that she's living in fear. That is not okay. And for her attacker or for another attacker to think that that's okay it's not okay. That is not okay for any person, whether it be male or female, to ever have to live in fear because of some sort of assault or attack. Um, no means no. It doesn't matter if I'm showing a little bit of leg or a little bit of chest. No means no. And that does not give you the right to look at me like that. And it does not give you the right to think any bad negative sexual thoughts because I'm showing a little bit more leg than you're used to. That's, that's not okay. Um, you know, you were reading a comment by someone saying we need to raise our boys with respect for women, but we also need to raise our little girls with respect for themselves and to teach them how to be strong and to protect themselves and to know that no means no and that they have a right 
to take care of themselves and to say no and to ask for help. And so it's, I, I don't think it's just the boys. We need to take care of our girls too and make sure that they know that they have a voice and that they are allowed to say no and be heard. Um, you know, and you you were, go ahead, Rachel. Oh, no, that was, that. I think that was just me. Um, oh. Go, go ahead, Katie. Go ahead. Um, I don't think Rachel was saying anything there. Rachel, were you saying anything there? Because I didn't have yeah, your mic up. Oh, you were? Okay, maybe maybe somehow yeah, that's still came through. <laughs> okay, Ra Rachel, go, go ahead. You can you can reply to Katie. Thank you, Katie. Okay. Yeah, Katie, I, I, I really, really agree with you. Like, we have to encourage our women to feel... Um, to feel safe to say no, like, no, you can't look at me like that. No, you can't stare at me like that. No, you can't. I, I don't want to have sex with you. I don't know. We have to encourage them because it, it's really difficult. I've been through, uh, through a process of that because I, I actually, yeah, I live in fear <laughs> and I'm still learning how to say no to a man. It's really difficult, but we have to teach our girls, um, teach our women to say no and to to defend ourselves to feel safe and and yeah um, i totally agree with you thank you thank you rachel um katie let me just pull your microphone up if there's more you would like to say go ahead okay um i just had two more quick things real quick and then you know you were talking about why a soul would want to be assaulted about the assault that they could come into their own power and their own healing um but there's the other end of that where they they don't you know they don't heal they're living in fear they're scared they don't have that power so it is a very deep question why would a soul want to come back and, and be that type of victim who doesn't heal and who lives in fear i i, I don't i don't know why anybody would want to do that because that's to me would be just a terrible life to be scared all the time. Um, and then you just, just another comment too, just the whole sexualizing, you know, a, a woman's body, you know, that to me just blows my mind, their legs, their tits, their, you know, their breasts for my daughter, you know what I mean? So just the fact that our bodies are so sexualized and, you know, my kids can't even walk, you know, around in their underwear or be on YouTube, you know, with their shirt off or something because it's going to be sexualized because some pervert out there is is looking you know so if i'm you know filming a video for youtube i have to make sure that my kids have their clothes on for their own safety and protection because there's some freak on the other side of the of their computer or something you know so it just blows my mind how much i live in the u.s how much the u.s especially has sexualized females and men too, you know, Calvin Klein underwear was all over what the 80s and 90s, you know, so it, it's not just women, it's men's bodies that are being sexualized too. And men are also being sexually assaulted, um, whether they're, you know, gay or straight and, you know, no means no. And a body is a body, it's not the sexual thing. And we should be honored, um, you know, to be sexually intimate with someone when we want to say yes. So um, I think I think a lot of topics could definitely be brought up in your broadcast next week, Brendan. 
Um, I mean, those are just a few things that I was listening to when you were talking and reading comments. Um, but I think maybe just like a bullet point of, of things, you know, short topics, conversations that we could have could really be beneficial to the broadcast. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. And um, yeah, Katie, if, if that's, um, again, even any, anybody listening to this, if you guys want to take uh, some time to create some bullet point notes and either send those to me directly or post them into the forum discussion for the broadcast under the mental health team, uh, that'd be greatly appreciated just so we can kind of like have like a little bit of a map in terms of some key points that we'll want to address at some point during the broadcast. But yeah, I, I again, Katie, thank you. So yeah. Thank you. All right. Um, again, I'd like to be able to just kind of bring in any other people who would like to add their voice to this discussion. Uh, I just want to check. Um, Anna, do you want to just raise your hand? Anna, do you want to say something more? Yeah. Okay. Anna, I'm just going to pass the talking stick over to you again. If there's more you would like to add, go ahead, Anna. Hi again. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say another thing that would be kind of okay to bring up as well is for uh, like women have to be really really confident in saying no I know I have been in a few very uncomfortable situations that could have been easily dealt with if I had have just you know stood up whether I was being a bit too shy or timid or sort of looking around for somebody to save me from the situation so I didn't say anything how is that person that is you, you know trying to speak to me or whatever how is that person meant to know that i i you know i'm uncomfortable if i don't put that across um so maybe uh talking about um you know just having confidence in saying no in the first place i don't know i just thought i'd put that in there <laughs> yeah no i i think i think there is definitely um a very important point right there because like yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky, and it's sensitive. Um, but but at the same time, you know, like, I think, uh, moving forward, you're right, we want to be able to to have um, in, in being able to vocalize uh, and, and help direct a, a situation. Because I think I think that's a common thing where when alcohol gets involved, um, assume that the other person is very stupid and and they will not hear you the first time and they're going to be stubborn and and like that's where like it gets tricky and so like learning how to acknowledge that that's like something that is taking place and then being able to either just like verbalize your stance on on that situation or to be able to completely remove yourself from it um again these are sort of like preemptive preemptive things because like Unfortunately, like we won't be able to change every single male uh, or female who, who may be sort of like in the habit of being a perpetrator. But what we can do is, is help like build the resilience of women who have to deal with their bullshit and, and in turn being able to perhaps even like tell them in, in that moment, you know, like whereas in the past, like a girl might kind of like become like kind of like passive and kind of begin to close off. And then, then you know, the male kind of like has like that sort of like dominance or again, the genders are irrelevant in this situation. Um, but, you know, for, for part of what can shift that is when like the female is confident to be able to say like, Hey, you know, like this isn't okay. Like what you're doing here, buddy, like, like, let's like sit down and talk about this. Cause like, I'm telling you this, not just to tell you that you're an asshole, but to tell you that in some ways, like, you're actually like almost like a victim of society that's been brainwashed. And I'm actually trying to wake you up 
kind of thing. Like that would probably be like, like I'm just imagining like, you know, like if I was like a drunk frat boy, relative say say relatively drunk not totally blackout drunk but enough to like still be able to listen to a conversation and then like i was like doing like masculine stuff and like grabbing butts and and be like yeah i'm partying i'm awesome and stuff like that and then like suddenly like a say like a really attractive girl who i was like chasing the whole night suddenly like gets in my face and is like wake the fuck up like what you're doing is not cool dude and you have to drop your bullshit and this is like, you know, and just like really calling them on their bullshit, I think is like a very powerful thing, but to actually do it from a loving place, not to do it in the sense of like, Oh, like you're going to come after me. Well, I'm going to fucking attack you. And then you're like, blame, 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 blame. But to actually be able to call someone out on their bullshit from a place of compassion is actually like really, really powerful. Like opposed to, you know, like the guy just being like, oh, well, what's that bitch's problem or something like that. Instead for like, if it's possible for them to be like, whoa, like what they said there left an impression on me because no one's ever said that to me before. And say this isn't even like a drunk thing on the street. Like what if, or, or like at a party, like what if it's like you're walking down the street and someone cat calls you and uh, you're able to kind of like go up to them and be like, and, and, and like, that's the thing. I don't know exactly how to navigate that scenario because it's going to be so, there's so many variables and it's not always the best idea to go up and confront a person, especially like, I, again, you know, like in Mexico, like, ah, it's hard, man. It's, it's hard because like, sometimes, you know, it's easier to just keep on walking and and like that's not the fight that you're trying to win like it, you can't you can't fight every single battle you really got to pick and choose uh when, when it comes to this and and you got to be mindful of your own safety and 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 where you're because again like if you're getting cat called by like some guys on the street and then like you go up and you like try and call them on their bullshit like that i don't know it, it could it could like result in something like escalating so it's like you have to be so careful um with this but ultimately like i think it's very important to be able to whether you're choosing to walk past to be able to know that you have that strength inside of you as a female to really help males find their way um and again again vice versa and stuff like that but like i think that's the thing that's like a big part of this is like males have like lost touch with their own sacred feminine within them like with their own divine essence in them and again, and through that, they lose respect for, for themselves. They lose respect for others. I think even the whole topic of being able to see sexuality as a very sacred thing in, 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 in the beginning uh, will totally change things uh, as well. Um, but again, these are, these are all just ideas that we're just kind of bouncing around with. And um, yeah, these will all come up within the future broadcast as well. Let's um, pass the talking stick around. Um, Katie, I'll pass it over to you. And then uh, if there's any of the males who want to share as well, we can, we can add this in. Um, so we'll get to that in a second. Katie, go ahead. Thank you. I just wanted to comment on the whole confidence of saying no. I mean, I'm a pretty strong woman, but I can guarantee you it's probably going to be a struggle to say no to somebody um, because sometimes we find it so easy to protect others and to say no for others, but to say no for ourselves is difficult. Um, so I think teaching men and women not only how to say no, but have the confidence to say no, to stand up, say no, walk away, because that's easier said than done for sure. Um, so I think Anna had a really good point on working um, with victims or potential victims with that confidence to be able to say no and, and mean it and to be able to walk away and 
be comfortable with saying no and, and doing it because we can all say it, but actually doing it is very different. So I think that's important too. So I just wanted to comment on that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Katie. Um, okay. Does uh, Anna or Rachel, do, do either of you guys have anything else that you want to add? Rachel, I have your mic up now. If you do, if you don't, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Think, go, go ahead, Rachel. Yeah. I think they just, just talk talk a little louder if you can, or move the mic closer if you can. There. Okay. Yeah, that's good. There. Go ahead. Okay. I think that just with victims, like we have to work with uh, kids. I think it's not more important, but yes, important <laughs> to work with kids. And I think it has to be with education, because. Um, I, I live in a family that uh, in I live in a family in where they never taught me uh, to say no, so that's quite a deal. Because <laughs> if I wouldn't be aware of that, then my kids would be raised like that, and that's that's a, pr a big problem. <laughs> At least that's what I see here, and I think it's really important to I repeat, taught our kids. And to to tell them uh, what it's what it's not okay and what it's okay, um, and to to establish like limits, it's it's really important. And also, yeah, work with victims because because it's it's quite a thing. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you, thank you, Rachel. And absolutely, I I agree. Like yeah, like education education is a part of part of the solution within all this absolutely and again you know like it's some some grown adults may almost be too far gone in, in a sense but there's always a hope to be able to help teach you know the younger generations so who will you know inherit the future all right um anna was there anything else that you wanted to add at this moment if i uh, if you do just raise your hand or yeah, go, okay, go ahead, Anna. Yeah. Oh, look, as far as the next generation is concerned, I have four boys and I simply teach them. If you cannot read her, you cannot lead her, learn her, or you will burn her. It is that simple. Learn body language, learn to read people's body language. And, um, and if you're not sure, ask it's, it's people just play dumb these days. It really does my head in, but, that's what I'm teaching my boys. Um, yeah, don't don't try and think that you know everything. Um, yeah, I don't know if that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that, that does. Thank you, thank you, Anna. Yeah, and um, just kind of reading some of the comments on YouTube, and I'll just say this, and then pass it over to any of the males here who would like to add their voice. Um, not having this, one of the users in the live chat was just saying. Uh, I don't believe people incarnate to quote unquote experience dark things, but rather they incarnate to heal dark things. They are trying to resolve unfinished business and heal it. So I think like that slight paradigm shift, that perspective is a very important one because again, it kind of gives us like uh, an answer to why this is happening. Um, this is again, like stuff that is like deeply seated with, within us. There is like a, that's the thing like within this experience it seems that there is like 
darkness with literally within each and every one of us and there's like these kind of like demons that kind of like rise uh out through us and it's like you you um you do not rid your demons you only learn to rise above them it's kind of like that quote from dr strange that i think applies to this so uh you know one reason that's like why is all this stuff related to rape culture happening like why is it happening so that we can learn to heal it yes like, I mean, it's that or ignore it and let it keep happening, right? So, I mean, if we see it, if we raise awareness of it, if we acknowledge it, the next step is to move towards healing it, preventing it, creating the future that we wish to see. So I think we're, um, I think we're doing good here, guys. I think we're moving in the right direction. Let's just talk about this for a little bit more and then we'll just kind of open up to free flow discussion. We'll do that for a little bit and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll practice, uh, we'll wrap up the broadcast shortly after that. Any of the males here who would like to add something, Kyle, I'll, I'll let you go first and, and thank you for volunteering. So Kyle, again, he Kyle left a comment in the thread that we read at the beginning. So Kyle, thank you for being a part of the discussion and go ahead. Just uh, check your microphone real quick. You're good. Go ahead. Yep, you're good. I, I have three things. Uh, the first thing, uh, slightly off topic, but like since you've mentioned it, uh, I uh, do not fully identify as a male or, or a man. I, just the idea of thinking of myself as a man feels very foreign. Uh, I'm very uh, genderqueer um, and actually more on the feminine side even. Uh, not that it matters that much, but I do plan on uh, uh, going through uh, hormone or replacement therapy at some point in my life. Uh, but anyway. Um, um, oh, uh, second point, um, uh, um, a big reason why a lot of people have trouble saying no is because they're afraid that their no will be, um, will be returned with violence. And, and so like, not, so they have trouble saying no because of that, let alone being able to call people out on like, on their stuff. Like, like the power dynamic is a big part of what keeps rape culture going. Um, so like in those situations, they like they feel like feel like the power is against them. Like and and there's a possibility of violence, and that's and that's what keeps it keep going um, to a certain extent. And that's totally uh, reasonable to feel uh, afraid of violence because that. Um, is incredibly common, like, uh, but um, yeah. Uh, and the third third thing I was gonna, I was going to expand uh, expand on my comment uh, on the thing, on the uh, uh, on the mental health uh, team. Um, one of the biggest things that the paradigm paradigm shift central is here for is to create like like we say all the time like. Uh, like creating spaces is powerful, like uh, to create, like we are using that power to uh, shift the paradigms. So we're using it to uh, like on a, on a spiritual level, but like this can be expanded on several different levels. You know what I mean? Like we're using these spaces to, to, uh, to evolve as, as a consciousness, as a people, but also like what's really powerful in this level, on this level that we're talking about is like to, to have, a space where like that is like super uncommon right now where people who have experienced these things feel like they have people that 
are on their side. Like, and that, that should be like something that like is, is really common, but like just to have like, to know, like, like in the back of your mind that you have a community like, like that, that has your back. Every single person should have this. Every, every single person should have this in every single, single issue. Uh, a group of people that they know have their back and love them and will fight for them. Like, like this should be part of being human is being part is, is having like a community is a like is being a part being is like you should, it should be part of like, of like regular time is being, is being in space in a space. Like you should be in space almost like just about all well, actually. You should, yes. Like all the time you should be in a space where you feel safe. You should feel safe from violence. You should be safe from like everything. So like, like from, people who don't who want to hurt you like like and and uh, unfortunately in the society that we have especially in this issue because because uh, yeah especially especially in this issue there are not very many spaces where people have somewhere to go like that so like that's incredibly powerful and and that it's very important uh that is like a, that a place where like that is doing something like we are doing that we become a place like that because like and just people hearing that we're that we're doing that we're talking about this right now and that we're having that that uh that uh the the, the uh broadcast next week is does wonders for that like and that uh, yeah it's really important mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Kyle, for, for adding to that. So, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. I think um, just the notion that this talk is happening in the first place is a very powerful idea because, you know, it shows that it's something that matters. It's something that we care about. It's not something that would just be dismissed because again, you know, like if we're talking about building communities, it's important, it's important to, to address, you know, what is going to, what is happening just like, again, you know, like societally, culturally, and uh, even like perhaps even some cases more locally. It's not impossible for, you know, like things related to the topics of sexual assault to appear within conscious communities. And in some ways, uh, within the paradigm shift community uh, in London over the course of like seven years, uh, the topic of sexual assault has actually come up um, on a couple occasions and, and it was something that like as a facilitator of the group uh, I had to deal with and and there was like a situation where there was like stuff that happened outside of a meeting but it happened at a party and uh yeah and and you know like people were just like hey we need to do this we need to talk about this like this is like something that has to be addressed and um yeah basically I had to like basically like in a way like ban the person from from coming to paradigm shift anymore um and well but like before that like talking to them and everything and uh again just continuing to be able to like create a safe space so that people could know that they could show up there and stuff but yeah no it's it's some deep stuff man and and again you know there's a whole topic there of just like the idea that some people are using spirituality as a guise uh, as a disguise for being able to like control others and and to use it just to like you know in the same way people would you know get like fancy cars and wear bling to try and like attract people through um you know through through posture and and, and sexual prowess and things like that 
some people do that. Uh, unfortunately, you know, they hijack um, whatever they can. And, and if that's the case, they can hijack like a spiritual community uh, for that uh, as well. But at the same time, you know, then at the same time, there's also people who are like generally into spirituality, yet they're still facing their own demons and they've made their own mistakes. And again, it's just, there's so many different things happening here. So we're just going to talk about this just for a couple minutes more, uh, everyone. But thank you again for being a part of this. This does give myself and, and others just a little bit of uh, some ground groundwork to be able to continue to brainstorm around. So for those who do want to be involved with this broadcast, either message me directly on Facebook, let me know, or again, on the main Paradigm Shift Central website, go to menu, shift teams, mental health team, and then go to the forum post there and post under the forum and just uh, make sure that you're tuned in next for, for next week's broadcast and just welcoming anybody who wants to be a part of that broadcast to be there. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's like, I think just creating that space, allowing spirit to, to be able to allow what needs to come forth to come forth in that moment. So, but again, I think when we all take responsibility for this, I think that's important. You know, this, this isn't just like a thing where it's just like, Oh, it's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. Like there's, there's even regardless of whose fault it is, the solution is all of our responsibility. So do any of the uh, other males want to add in at this point? Okay. I know Jared does. Who else wants to go after that? Just so I get an idea. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else wants to, uh, if you guys do want to say anything, just put your hand up. Um, that's okay. Yeah, Justin. Okay. So we'll do Jared and then we'll do Justin and then, uh, and then that will be it on this broadcast on this topic. And then we'll just kind of get into the free flow for a bit. Talk about the moon maybe. And, uh, yeah, just kind of shift it around a bit. Jared, I'm going to pass the talking stick over to you. So Jared, you can just share a little bit about why this topic is, is important to you and maybe any ideas you have for, for the broadcast. Go ahead, Jared. Well, what a topic, but, uh, why is it important to me is it's an infringement on free will, first of all. And at many levels, it's just wrong, you know, but, uh, I've had situations myself in the past and I can relate but I don't know if I can totally relate to a woman in a perspective because they're an inward flower perspective and guys have testosterone versus the estrogen aspects. And I can note certain things that may help, may not help, but uh, things I've come to understand from a metaphysical level, from demons and dark entities that live vicariously in voyeurism would be the best way to explain demonic things that possess people with alcohol and gets into the promiscuous multiple partners and how they literally use some of these even spiritual communities to look through. I mean, these are deep and things that, that could influence human beings and then do. And a lot of this happens from a wounded child perspective. This is deep stuff. And, and, Children or a female or anyone mentally perspective, they get wounded and they don't know how to deal with it. And then some of these dark entities come in at that time and they pose as a friend. They give them strength, but in reality, they're living through their eyes and with the ulterior motives. And some of this could be seen in and just in the interactions, but 
I don't know how deep we want to go into that aspect of it, but I want to notate that in a couple people I can recommend to some YouTube videos that can dig a little deeper into that. Then there's the uh, other aspects of like a female's perspective towards a male's perspective that I can definitely notate with all relationships, male and female, that seem to be off key. I was raised by a fucking phenomenal mother till I was 16 and she died. And what I lost from that definitely screwed up a lot of relationships. I didn't have the feedback. And I can only imagine any guy that doesn't have a female, they're totally lost. Even if they do have a mother in the picture, it doesn't mean that they're active in encouraging what they should or shouldn't be doing in a relationship. These things are into it. I mean, I don't think any guy really is not comprehending what they're doing. They're completely fucking wrong, you know? But uh, sometimes the woman can't say no. And a guy looks for that. And will stand up for any woman. I know myself. If you can't stand up for yourself, why should I stand up for you? Now that I have perception and empathy and all these other things, I can see what's going on. But some people don't. Some people are clueless. They're, they're all hopped up on food drugs and all these other chemicals and even eating animals. Like Tyson said it best. I went vegan and I can understand why I was so violent. This is his quote. Foods do affect the way we cognitively respond and emotionally are detached. Even from the very first time, most people eat animals. They detach themselves as a child to do something that they don't want to do. They don't want to eat the fuzzy little animal. But the parents told them to. And their parents told them, tribe after tribe. But the reality is we don't have to. And that can change a huge amount of compassion in somebody to rehabilitate, to understand where things maybe even started from. Who knows where things spiral and how things can collaborate, why someone would do this. And speculating on psychopathic, sociopathic, and all these other cousins of in-between, even to the narcissistic personality that can't perceive feelings and emotions. That's a tricky one. And that's the kind of person we're, we're talking about here. I think, really, I mean, there are probably a couple of people on the end of the spectrum that didn't know. They're drunk, hopped up. They're taking It's mutual to some degree. I don't know. I'm not making excuses for any guys. But perspectives do play a role. And then there are the women that personify and say that they did these things. Make things up. They're hurt. They're lashed out. I think that should be in the mix, too. Both sides of the story. Not to say that this takes any credibility from this individual case or any other women that are truly hurt. And it is a topic. It's a huge topic. But there are many variables that can add into things. And you take, for instance, polysorbates and all these other things and sugars, even back to Corden and Dayton, like Brendan was talking about, it was designed to get a woman libido up so they could be more intimate. Going out for dinner or date wasn't <laughs> to be nice or kind, it was to break the ice. It was to break down their barriers and rise up their libido. You know, this is historically documented. Knowing some of these things, and even Xanax women are on. Oh my God, that came up in a topic with the spiritual community as well. Xanax is literally the same chemical makeup 
is a roofie. Date rape drugs, removing emotions. Wow, a lot of people are on Xanax. Something to consider. How these things interplay and intertangle, especially for somebody trying to overcome it. If they're on any kind of synthetic drug of sorts like that, how can you overcome it? And first is foremost is to understand what it is we're trying to overcome. And the only way to do that is to get multiple perspectives and add up everything. And mm -hmm. can you really overcome it? Some things you can't. I'm like, I'm still trying to get over my mom dying. She was wonderful. How do you get over something like that? Yeah, it's uh, something I want to bridge both realms. Bring it in. I know she wouldn't give up on me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But with this topic, not to deviate to another one. I mentioned a few things, your points, not to take away anything from the situation, what people struggle with, and to talk more with males, call them out, say things, guys are stupid, and I'll speak from experience, guys can be just dumb, for what they think they have to do for a relationship, what this and that, and what women expect or want to do, that plays into it. But I'll let it go there. You know, if there are any questions, yeah. yep. I can see what I can do to interject, to give points, give little things to investigate what they will do or not do. It's the eye of the beholder if it helps or doesn't help. Yeah. I'll do my part. Give what I do. Thank you, Jared. Welcome. All right. Yeah. And, and again, you know, like that's just want to acknowledge that like this is a very sensitive topic and um yes there are a lot of variables so i mean that will be part of the challenge with moderating this is kind of like making sure that we're kind of wherever we go we're kind of like bringing it back towards the intention of healing beyond sexual assault and creating consent culture you know i think even when we were creating this broadcast i was it took me a while to meditate on what i was going to call it you know um but i think that title for it reflects the intention healing beyond sexual assault creating consent culture because it's acknowledging the issue creating the solution um but yeah again you know like there's so many dynamics to this and and yeah like it's like even like as something that <clears throat> not just males and females experience and stuff but like and it's interesting because without having to get too much into this um i'll just kind of put forth the idea but um if, if Eddie were here, Eddie Grace, he would probably talk about this, is this idea that, you know, like, there's literally kind of like these parasitic entities that kind of exist within this dimension that feed off people. And um, they, they like want us to kind of like spiral down. And so we have to choose, we consciously choose to spiral up. But when we do things like get sucked into watching pornography and throwing our seed away, like literally ejaculating and stuff like that. Like that's as much as that we think that's like our free will. There's also this idea that there's kind of like these like parasitic multidimensional entities that are almost like hijacking us and trying to convince us to do this and trying to reject like our, our, our free will and, and in turn give away our energy. So like when we, as males, like, like this is, and I'm not going to get like too much into like personal details and stuff like that. But like, for me, like it's, if I'm like, you know, if I'm like spilling my cup and stuff like that, it's going to be like with real intention for me to just like 
just spill my cup just for the sake of like doing it just because it's quote unquote fun and it feels good. And it's right up there with like the same, you know, eating a chocolate bar and stuff like that, like eating a chocolate bar. Yeah. It tastes good. It doesn't really serve you though. You know? Um, but again, at this point, you know, it's just like in doing that, like I feel there's like this, this kind of other side to it where it's like taking me out of the game and, and, and that's like, for me, not worth it. So for me, like it's, 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 it's being able to acknowledge in myself that like, this is something that's going on where there's like a part of me that like, even through the years of like growing up in this sexualized culture is still affected by it. But now I'm at the point where I'm conscious enough of it to be able to acknowledge it and then be able to like make an alternative decision to have that free will and stuff. Um, but it, it's, it's tricky, man. It's tricky. And, and like, that's the thing. Like, I think like, again, like within all of us, male and female, there's like parts of us that are kind of like facing these demons, like on a regular basis. And like, I use the term demon very loosely and stuff. But um, yeah, I guess just kind of acknowledging that that's like a part of the a part of the thing is that, you know, there's like a part of us that, you know, like, it's almost an automatic thing where uh, say you're like walking down the street, and I'm not saying this is me, I'm just saying in a general example, and you might like see like, uh, again, like a very attractive female walk in front of you and your first instinct without you even thinking about it might be to like, look at her bottom. And then like, what will actually happen is that in many cases, until someone becomes conscious enough, that will just become automatic. But then eventually, even as you do become conscious, you will find that there may still be a part of you that will still like get triggered into wanting to do that. And then you kind of like acknowledge this and you're just like, be like, oh, like there's that there's that train again, but I'm not going to jump on it. So it's kind of like, it's that idea that like, you know, like imagine there's like a train going by and that train is kind of like your desire for sexualizing another person or something like that. You can see that train going by, but you don't have to jump on it. So like for us as males, like from my own personal experience, that's still something that comes up where it's just kind of like, you'll, you'll see that train go by, but you can choose not to get on it. So it's just kind of from my own experience. And, and again, like that was like within my own personal journey, it was being able to like realize like how this like sexual culture has affected me, but in turn, allowing it to be a chance for me to continue to level up into my own sovereignty um, and hopefully be able to allow others to, to do the same. And again, just being able to like bring more uh, awareness to our own sacred sexuality. And it's not just something we should just be like throwing away and stuff like that, but really be like respecting on deep levels. So Justin, let's pass it to you. Um, last comment from the males after Justin. I'll let the females just add anything on they want after that. And then we're going to transition out of this topic because again, there's more for it happening in the next week's broadcast. Justin, I'm going to pull up your microphone. Go ahead, dude. When you're ready. All right. Um, since we're pretty much going to save most of this for next week, I'm just going to touch on a couple, a couple topics that our potentials for uh, this next week's uh, meeting. Um, one of the things that I've come across through friends and mutual contacts, um, like this consent problem goes very deep. Like obviously it affects children when it comes to pedophilia, it affects both men and women. One of the things that a lot of people don't uh, come to realize though, like one of my friends was a Wiccan and they believe in like the energy of nature and, even a sense of sexual alchemy, just like Kundalini. But uh, 
my friend, he was a male transitioning to a female. And one of the topics that he brought up to me that uh, really touched me in my heart was that some of them, like some of these people that are transitioning are literally being like hunted down. So this consent culture is like also like, do I need your consent to live? Like, it's like kind of like that where some of these people like, uh, like negative minded people like see these people and they instantly see them as different alien foreign like and they want them eradicated because it's so foreign so like do we need the consent to live that's just one thing so i was gonna say that we need to bring in awareness like even to our kids like you got like it might be a difficult subject to bring up but like you gotta let your kid know like hey like if anyone makes you ever feel uncomfortable like you should let me know right away it's even if it's your teacher like anything like your uncle anything like when you feel uncomfortable let me know so we got to make that awareness known like you know let people know that there is a problem what we're doing right now but also let them know that they're protected because if they don't know where to turn they're going to turn internally or like jared said they're like you know that handler is going to walk in and be like hey i got what you need you need a friend like here talk to me and that's like the complete worst thing to happen so we need like just simply protection but that was something i was going to bring up in the beginning but i want to transition real quick to like the male aspect of it like we need to literally deep uh deprogram and like get rid of all this uh societal conditioning that like it's programming and it's brainwashing so especially to the young ones like to the kids and the preteens and middle school and high school that's when they have no idea what the hell is going on so they're looking into their friend oh he's doing this and you know i guess that's the way i should be doing this as well but like if we literally have like a jedi temple where we teach these young youngins from a very young age like what's right and what's wrong and the consequences not only when it comes to like jail and all that but karmically like you got to let them realize like hey if you like keep poking this problem eventually that pop the problem is going to poke you back and you're going to see what it's like to be on the other side of the mirror and it's not going to be fun so pretty much we just need to reprogram teach these kids unconditional love and then the one thing that popped in my mind for us men is uh the woman in the red dress from the matrix like the moment like you get sucked into this distraction like yes i see humans women and male and everything else as art like yes it's beautiful but when you get sucked into that uh hypnosis of like oh wow i'm in awe right now that's the moment you turn around and ancient smith is right there with the gun so like like you said you're giving your power away and i i wholeheartedly believe in these parasites like i've seen good-hearted people like drag down a bad path and but like it's kind of sad like it's like a possession in a sense where you try and make the problem known to them and they see you as the enemy and they see you trying to you know i don't know if it's down talk them or try and prove that their way is wrong but we just simply gotta like uh get the awareness out teach the alternatives and um learn how to heal because if we can heal ourselves and heal each other this right here is healing like if people let their problem be known 10 people in a circle helping that person get through it even if we're just simply listening like that right there is enough power to help that person instead of them just sitting there in their mind like 
thinking they're completely alone. And this comes down to everything, not even uh, like sexual abuse, like drug abuse, everything. This is the mental health. Like the mental health team is only possible if we work together as a team because we all have our own personalities. We all have our own flaws, but we are the rainbow race. And like every single color of that rainbow is what makes it a whole. So we can't put down the people that are feeling blue. That's what they are. They're blue, you know? Maybe give them a little green. But I don't know. That's what I got. Let's just, we're going to get into this pretty deep next time around. All right. Thank, thank you, Justin. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with what you're saying there. Those are some key points. And yeah, and again, you know, like for, for everyone who's tuned into this broadcast right now, like part of the intention behind doing this broadcast as a whole is again, so that each of us who tune into this intentionally, not by accident, you know, I want us to be able to um, allow this participation through this discussion to be something that we can continue to bring into the communities that we are building, right? Because evidently, <clears throat> evidently, the communities that we are building are a reflection of us. And so like, they will become what we allow. And so like, in that sense, like, I would hope I, it's my intention that as admins for paradigm shift communities that that we are you know this is a very serious issue for us and 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 it's something that we just like when we're creating our paradigm shift communities we're just like it's something to keep in the back of our mind you know like how can we kind of just like continue to maintain uh you know like both like sex positive environment while also being a safe space and everything like that and you know the, i mean the concept of sex positive stuff that's kind of a conversation uh in itself but but again you know like i think when you do kind of uh have this whole discussion about like how to uh it, it's weird it's weird it's kind of it's kind of like that shift between like over sexualization to sex positive mindset because in sex positive it's just kind of like more about respect less about commercialization objectification um yeah so we're not telling people that like sex is wrong sexual energy is wrong like no like if anything it's like so powerful it's like the most powerful energy uh that we experience on a, on a regular basis and and the fact is evident because we're seeing how much it affects us it, it affects us in both like the negative and the positive so like the 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 cause of all this is our relation to sexuality the solution to this is our relation to sexuality so um and again you know the education and everything like that keep going back to that you're right so i can only imagine what it's like being like a teenager in high school right now man like it must they must feel like so confused so but again let's uh let's focus where we can okay uh checking back in uh and Anna and uh, Rachel, um, if you guys want to say anything, and, and uh, if Katie is still there, if you guys want to say anything, and then we'll just transition out of this topic. And uh, I thank you guys again. So, Ra Rachel, I just pulled up your microphone. If you want to say anything, go go ahead. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I totally agree with what Justin said. Like, yeah, hell, yeah. It's just <laughs> I don't know. It's so many junk. Like social media is, it's filling our brains with with junk, and it's obviously brain brainwash. Uh, I think it's gonna really take, um, really gonna take uh, quite effort to clean that. Um, I think it's it's really powerful, but but yeah, we we gotta just get rid of it 
yeah, it's it's mainly what um, makes you guys uh, strain at our butts or our, our bodies. I don't know, in like immediately. So yeah, I totally agree with him and and with you, Bren. So yeah, I'm I'm so glad <laughs> we're talking about this because it's it's really important. I don't know. <laughs> We gotta we gotta start um, making conscious about this. It's it's really important. So yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank thank you again, Rachel. All right. Okay. Um, last call, uh, Katie, Anna. If there's anything else that you guys want to share, Katie, I'll uh, I'll pass it over to you. One second. Go ahead, Katie. Thank you. Yeah, so I just had one more comment on what Jared said about women, you know, standing up for themselves. If if we can't stand up for ourselves, why should uh, a man or, you know, somebody else? But I think, too, that it, it goes back to that having the confidence to say no. If I don't have the confidence to say no because I'm too weak or afraid or scared to say no and too scared to stand up for myself, then, then you need to. You you need to stand up for me and you need to be aware that I'm too scared to say no, I don't have the confidence because it doesn't give you the right to decide you shouldn't stand up for me because I can't stand up for myself because there may be a reason why I can't stand up for myself. I don't know how, my mom didn't tell me, um, I've been assaulted before. I mean, there's just so many reasons why a woman wouldn't be able to stand up for herself. And so we do need those others to come in there and stand up. Very, very good point, Katie. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so again, you know, I think like as a tribe, like, let's just, you know, let's, let's look out for each other and, and let's just kind of like use that empathy to kind of be able to read and understand where each of us are at. We'll constantly, you know, being able to check in, like it, it's important just to be able to, if you have like a friend, just kind of like ask them how you're doing, let them know that you're there if they, if they need to talk or anything like that. Um, those little things, those little day-to-day -day things are, are important. You know, the healing is a, healing is a lengthy process and um, yeah, we'll definitely talk more about it as we get into the broadcast. So um, Anna, I just want to give you uh, a chance if there's anything else you want to say, and then we're just going to move out of this topic for now. So Anna, if there's anything you want to say, go, you're okay. All right. Okay. That's fine. All right. Um, Okay, so uh, again, this broadcast, this broadcast, this discussion right now, this is just like getting a little bit of a feel because I wanted to be able to have this topic talked about now, literally as practice, so that we can get ready for it next week when we're going right into it um, with the with the entire focus of the broadcast being just about that. So again, that's going to be Destiny School Healing Beyond Sexual Assault and Creating Consent Culture. November 9th, 9.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 6 p.m. PST, 2 a.m. GMT. And uh, again, inviting anybody who's listening to this broadcast, uh, who's either just like not in it, but just listening to it. If you want to be involved with that broadcast, please feel free to do so. And uh, yeah, knowing that it, it, in doing so, I think it's important because our stories, uh, especially those who who have been victims of sexual assault to be able to uh, step into these conversations and to acknowledge our vulnerability, but in doing so be able to step into our strength is a very powerful thing. And I know that a lot of women and men are inspired by by hearing 
all of us come together by hearing the women, by hearing the men, by hearing the women specifically um, come forward and, and being able to talk about this. And, and again, as men, we want to be able to stand side by side. This is, uh, again, this is, this is the, this is both of us. This is the entire spectrum. So. All right. Thank you again, everyone. And if you guys do have some more suggestions on this topic, please feel free to just post it into the mental health team forum discussion or uh, message me directly about that. And the link for that broadcast will be up on the main website under central news. So please feel free to invite your friends. We're going to see if we can kind of attract a slightly larger audience for, for that broadcast, given the specific themes of it, we'll still uh, moderating it and, having the people involved directly uh, as those shifters who are um, here right now and, and other shifters looking to be involved. So, okay. So um, it's one twenty-five right now. Uh, we've accomplished a lot for, for this team building broadcast. And uh, I don't want to be able to just like get into a little bit of free flow discussion, not for too long. And, and again, that's just honoring the fact that we're going to have to wrap it up at some point. And um, a lot of the discussion can also happen offline. You guys are welcome to hang out afterwards as well. And uh and again, inviting you guys to make a habit of joining the main website and hanging out there on a regular basis, joining the uh, Discord, the voice chat, and uh, using that. That's always something we want to get more in the habit of. Uh, reminding you that the teamwork period is happening Monday. If anybody is looking to be involved with the broadcast for the sexual harassment, sexual assault stuff, uh, be around for the team building, the teamwork period, which is our regular scheduled work period that we do on Mondays at after 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a few hours. Those are unbroadcasted uh, moments where we can just like talk in the voice chat and stuff. So I'll be looking to chat with some people about Thursday's broadcast on Monday uh, for those of you looking to be involved with that. Um, yeah, other than that, guys, uh, again, just standard stuff. Uh, yeah, as always, inviting and encouraging guys to create your own quest journals, add those to the website, get shift points for your successful submissions, support the team Patreon when you can as a monthly micro contributor, get your shifter booster kit to help support future broadcasts and also get your free light guardian crystal added to your shifter booster kit. And uh, if you want to get a high tier crystal, such as a Orlight 23 or a Lumerian, uh, those are available as a pay what you wish between 40 and 80 in place of the uh, free one. So those are like high tier for those interested. And uh, for anybody who is also signing up for the Patreon and you guys just want to add additional donations to help support shipping, uh, absolutely, you can do that at any point. And the PayPal link is something that I can send you. So just give me a message for that. So than that, um, yeah, there's a lot more stuff that I'm working on in the background. Stay tuned for the new Mystic Spider-Man video. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing more of what we'll be creating in the weeks to come. And uh, yeah, just putting out the intention for all of us to keep working on ourselves and going back to the sexual assault stuff, like working on the self is so important. So, you know, if we can change ourselves, choose to be the change you wish to see. So, so you know, be compassionate, be respectful, be mindful, be courageous. So... All right, good job team. Um again, I just want to say like I'm, you know, I'm proud of you guys for being here. I know this is isn't always an easy topic, but for those souls who have been called into this uh circle, thank you for being here and let's continue to ripple the the effects of it, the inspiration of it through our day-to-day -day lives. So dream a better dream than work to make it real, says Anna. Thank you, Anna. All right, so um with that said, uh, I just want to be able to kind of like open the talking circle to completely just kind of let's bring in a completely different topic. 
um some of the stuff that maybe uh we were talking a little bit about earlier maybe some things relate to the moon um i just want to be able to open up the discussion and let you guys just kind of like as spirit direct and practice uh where we kind of want to take this discussion circle right now so let's just get a list of topics um real quick and then we'll kind of see um out of that maybe like what we can do or if anybody has um a topic that they feel they would like to talk about sorry i know this is like very loose and open-ended but well uh i think um hector and katie uh you guys are there and uh i'll pass it over to you guys so hector and katie if you guys want to just like bring in so let's let's just pretend like right now let's pretend that like we are at a physical paradigm shift meeting and so like at a physical paradigm shift meeting what you would do is you would kind of like put forth a topic or maybe you would have a book to read from and then you would kind of like use that as a jump point to practice talking about that topic and kind of like seeing how the dots connect and things like that so uh hector let's uh let's do that let's kind of drop in pretend you're at a paradigm shift meeting and i'll pass the talking stick over to to you so hector and katie and, and welcome hector good to see you here ah good to see you how's it going <laughs> Doing good. so Go actually we we have a paradigm shift meeting coming up on on the 8th like this wednesday and our topic is uh crystals and stones um last month um on our meeting our topic was meditation and crystals and stones was brought up because you uh, of course they're they're used as a tool so it was a good segue into having this as a topic so uh crystals and stones uh, one of my favorite things um i'm going to share a, a a quick story that i had um when i first started to um consciously awake awoke um i i started looking at the crystals and stuff like that and um that's when i first started to meditate as well this was about six years ago when my son was born um and i remember i i started to meditate for a while and i was doing it and i was practicing meditation and it was working out really well and then i saw a video that's actually really funny to bring up but it was a video put up by spirit science on crystals and i was like cool that seems like it's something that i'm familiar with and would like to know more about so i went out and bought some crystals and that night when i meditated uh, i had the most powerful meditation i've ever had it was just i i got to the point to where i'm where i meditated um i was able to instantly just transport myself to wherever i wanted to be um but this particular instance i had bought some crystals and i don't remember which ones i think i had some like amethyst quartz or something like that that i had bought anyway i started to meditate and then i instantly got transported to like another planet but this whole planet was covered just covered in, in quartz crystals just the whole terrain was covered in in, in all colors and sizes and I remember looking up and of course, you know, you're in outer space. So the sky was black and you couldn't see anything, but the planet itself was just covered in these crystals. And I remember walking over them and it was just an amazing, amazing feeling. And crystals and stones have a really um, powerful effect on people. If, if you let them, they're, they're really good tools for a number of things um, health wise, 
physical, emotional, mental, anything. They can do a number of things. And I think uh, uh, Crystals and Stones is a really good mm -hmm. topic to talk. So cool. that's my on that. All right, Hector, thank you for, for starting that off. And, and yeah, definitely like within paradigm shift uh, circles, definitely, um, you know, there's there's several kind of like, almost like good introduction topics and, and crystals will definitely be one of them for people who maybe kind of like new into the whole like spiritual mumbo jumbo stuff. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to be a person on the other side of the circle and I'm going to pretend I'm just like playing a character within the discussion circle. Um, I think crystals are just rocks. I don't think they actually do anything. I don't think they're actually magic. They're just matter. They're no different from a pebble or a rock that you'd find on a beach. And I think it's silly to think that they have any sort of like healing properties, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Explain to me why crystals are more than just a material rock that has no significant meaning to it. So um, who wants to reply to me and speak to the group? Um, other than Hector, because you just went. We have, to, we have to share a little bit, but I'll pass it back to you, Hector. <laughs> um, who wants to... I'm putting, uh, Jared. Yeah. Okay. Jared, Jared, go ahead. Uh, let me just get your mic. Go ahead. So and right. let's, let's keep, I will just say, let's do this like popcorn style. So let's keep mi re responses under a minute each. So Jared, go ahead. Speed dating type of thing here, right? Speed so dating, just, yeah. Uh, speed shifting. I'll, I'll play a little role too, you know? So the, uh, crystals, why aren't they? Or why are they good? And I can play devil's advocate with you and why take the power away from yourself and give it to a crystal. Mm. But the crystals do have an intrinsic value. Science is there when they actually use a crystal link structure for computers to hold information. And this information can then be personified like any other computer that attaches to the internet that gets other information that can be directly towards whatever intention that you put into the crystal and then gets to amplify and attract more of whatever you intend into the crystal. Just like whatever you put into a computer will then intend get you more results of that matter. Read Dean. Was that a minute? That was good. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Who wants to who wants to add on to that other than Hector just yet? Um, I see some people talking in the chat and stuff like that. So if you guys want to jump in. Um, Brian, Justin, Kyle, look at looking at you guys when you guys jump in. So, Justin, you're on the spot. Tell me a little bit about why crystals matter or what, what they, why they matter to you. Crystals matter to me and they matter to you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Go All right, ahead. awesome. All right. <laughs> they matter to me and they matter to you because they are living sentient beings. And they pretty much are like second density beings, even though they pack a lot of juice. Um, I have a ton of crystals. Oralite 23, like, is some magical stuff. Like, that was recently discovered in, like, 2015 in Canada. It's, like, 1.6 billion years old. It's got 23 base um, elements in it. I have a chunk of Oralite 23, and it was pretty expensive. But uh, that right there, like, they call it a galactic um, healer, and it will, like, instant, like, it will help the whole, uh, I don't even know. It like helps all yourselves, like your multidimensional self, this one, all of them. So aura like that right there, that chunk, that stuff is, that's pretty rare. Like I'm not lying. Um, but besides that, um, I was going to say it's pretty much just sentient beings. They're alive. 
They're here to help us. But um, there's actually like a war going on within inner earth because there's those massive quartz crystal caverns and they don't really tell us why it's going on, but like they're very important. Like um, one of the Anshar actually has like one piece of it and they keep it in a quarantine zone and like they meditate and they psychically intuitively connect to the crystal and God only knows what they use it for. They can heal, they can maybe, you know, find uh, ancient records through the crystal. But uh, what I was gonna say is, there's more than meets the eye. And we gotta come to realize that they're just like trees. Like you, you don't wanna like see a crystal on the street and just stomp it out. See it as like um, a piece of you, you know? God only knows, they went through a lot of pressure to be made first off. Some of them aren't even from this planet. And you gotta always remember, without the Jedi, like the Kyber crystal, the Jedi wouldn't even be able to power his lightsaber. So to all my Jedis out there, you know, research the crystal. <laughs> all right, good answers, good answers. Good job, Justin. Um, yeah, so I'll just kind of like add in and then pass it over to um, Kyle, you're next. I'm putting you on the spot, get ready. Um, yeah, again, you know, like, I think, uh, I think crystals are, are a useful tool within the shift in consciousness. And, and I agree that I feel like in addition to them being sentient, they're also like holders of consciousness and uh, they're almost like frozen light in a sense is, is one way that I think about them. It's like, damn, that's really badass and stuff like that. Um, but I feel that, you know, when people, when I used to work at a store that sold crystals and people would come in they would ask me about them. Um, I would kind of say one way of explaining it is that like different crystals hold different vibrational patterns in the same way, different colors hold different vibrational patterns in the same way, different musical tones, and even like comparing them to like fruits and vegetables. So different fruits and vegetables will actually give you different nutritional value in the same way, different crystals will each give you some sort of different beneficial attributes within kind of like you can get sort of very gamified with it you know like use this crystal for like plus five this use this crystal for plus 10 that um but again regardless of what the crystal actually does at its innate ability um and, and again just kind of comparing this you know like this is like you can kind of think about how the shamans would like talk to the plants and learn what each plant's purpose was you know like each plant had a specific purpose so therefore we can assume that each crystal must have a specific purpose but i think it's on a very much more energetic level uh, which is why so many people dismiss it and i think it's one of those things where like if you don't believe it's going to work it may still do something but it'll be very in the background but if you do believe it's working, then you can kind of synchronize with it. And then it kind of like amplifies the potential of it. But at the very basic level, um, regardless of what crystals like actual original attributes are, I feel that they're also useful to be able to program with your own intention. And this can really be applied to any object. But when it's a crystal, I help it feels I help it I help it kind of anchors into the story and also the idea of it like holding energy is kind of like one thing that's very um, interesting to think about. But like, say, for example, like with a light crystal, uh, with a light guardian crystal, like I could say that, like, to me, this crystal like represents like courage, and it represents the shift. And then that way, like whenever I'm like holding this crystal, and I take it out, and I look at it, it's programming my mind by connecting me to that idea of courage. And therefore it evokes courage within the holder. So that's where it's a tool. Like that's where it's a tool within thinking of your brain as in this reality as a very computer 
allegoric sense, like crystals are ways of like running thought programs. So again, you know, like that's why for some people it's very useful for them who maybe um, have like a, it could be like an, a, almost like an anxiety thing where sometimes they feel overwhelmed and then they'll have a crystal in their pocket and to them that crystal will be powered with the idea of calmness and then they'll just kind of hold it and then they'll just be like, and it just kind of like brings them back to that thought or maybe it will remind them of someone who gave it to them. Um, crystals are like hyper, like um, they're, they're, they're like jump points for ideas um, and they're symbols. And again, like that's how, like that's how reality kind of works. Like things kind of like a symbol holds like a jump point to, to everything else in contained related to it. So um, crystals can be very powerful uh, in that way. And, and again, you know, I feel um, looking back to the ideas of like ancient cultures and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of uh, intrigue and mystery related to how they saw crystals. And obviously, as Justin was saying, there's crystals underneath the earth. Uh, I feel that crystals are also like a big part of like the, the resonating frequency of the planet. Um, yeah, I think the fact that, that we have sort of dismissed crystals as being uh, not super important is a part of the shift that we are going through because it's kind of like meant to be a mirror. We can either see them as just a stupid rock or we can see ourselves in them and see them as an incredibly beautiful light entity thing a jig that is full of magic and here to assist us so um yeah crystals are a part of a part of our journey and being able to respect them and use them as allies is is personally what i see um as being important which is why again you know like creating the the light guardian crystals i see myself as like a crystal ambassador uh where i like go and i like find these crystals and then i give them these vehicles which are basically like literally this, this is like a little like spaceship <laughs> and um again you know being able to help deliver them to, to other people so that they can be of assistance and stuff like that so um that was more than a minute i'll pass it over to kyle next so kyle why why are crystals the thing go go ahead kyle let me just check your mic so one of the things that you touched on you're good okay go uh, about um like how belief activates them like uh i feel like it's it's a valid point to say like why give uh power like way to the uh, the crystal like power that you have in yourself why are you giving it to your crystal that's an understandable point of view i feel like there's some people who uh who might uh who might uh do that too much to an extent like like if they say if it gets to a point where you're like oh i can't go through this without my crystal on me you know what i mean and stuff like that but um really like I feel like it, it's like you know it should be a, like a, like a channel, or like a, just an amplification like of your power, like because like uh, like um, because it's like the power of belief, like what gives you the what what activates your power regardless is belief. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, so like uh, so like when you attach that to a crystal or an item or something in, in general, like it get it uh, it it. it gives power to that and i think that's kind of where uh just like sacred objects in general come from but there has there has always been a thing with um like with crystals where like i feel like like i i, I definitely i don't know where it comes from but i definitely feel like uh, there's a like uh, a level of like consciousness like with it because uh like i feel like there's something about it that makes you want to like I'm like uh, you know like 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 it has its own personality. You know what I mean. You have your own relationship with it. Like I guess like, 
but that's how it's supposed to be with your tarot cards and stuff too like in a lot of different like you have with all with all items you have like a, a relationship with it but like um yeah it's 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 special like uh and it it can it can symbolize like a part of your journey that's why I like i like um and um like in any sort of movie or like especially like, anim like animated stuff like where like the character main character picks up an item and that item is like important like in the story like uh like it's a uh and, and it symbolizes like a thing that they had to go through you know like uh uh i have a uh an emerald uh um emerald uh a uh, uh, pendulum or a uh, yeah, just like an emerald crystal on my uh, on like necklace that way like like all the time, uh, and it goes right over my heart. Uh, and emerald, well, green green in general is uh, associated with the heart, heart chakra, uh, and uh, uh, emerald uh, green specifically is the is kind of like the main green that is associated with it, I feel, like that, that I see. It's also the color that's associated with Archangel Raphael, the uh, the angel of uh, healing. Uh, he he exudes, he like, he like shines a emerald green light, and it's an emerald green light of healing, and it's associated with the heart chakra. It's a heart chakra healing, based healing, you know, which most healing is, you know, like, like healing the heart, you know, like that's where that's where most healing energy comes from, you know, is the heart chakra, and um, uh, and and, and uh, emerald is a crystal of the heart chakra, and like it, I can actually like feel my heartbeat through the crystal because it's right over my heart, like, and that's really that's really that's a really nice thing to have. That's really it's really like a yeah, like I feel like like arch. Uh, Archangel Raphael's like emerald flame is like within this crystal, you know, like it's like my like it's like a uh, my item that uh, connects to my like to my healing side and to Archangel Raphael. So it does that story for me, you know, like uh, yeah, it's like a it's a item of healing. So it's a very personal relationship, you know. Uh, that people have to their crystals and that's, I think that's really important I actually haven't thought like like that was a big thing like early on in my uh awakening I feel like I haven't thought about that for a while I have a lot of crystals that I haven't haven't done stuff with in a while like I feel like uh like it's cool like, to be thinking about that again I don't know how I like forgot but like that's a cool thing to be reminded of awesome thank you thank you Kyle um, yeah, yeah, I really, I really like what you were saying there. And um, one thing I'll just add in, and then we'll pass it to Hector uh, and Katie, if you guys are ready for jumping back in on this, and then we'll just do this for a few more minutes, guys, and then we'll get close to wrapping up the broadcast. Um, one thing why I feel crystals are also super powerful, and I'm, and, and I'm curious to just kind of like get your guys' thoughts on this, but it's the idea that like crystals um, are often like something that will remind us of higher dimensional reality. Like, like, I feel like they're, they're actually like a physical form of what higher dimensional reality is very much like. So if you're like, kind of like in that, like fully activated third eye out of body experience and stuff like that, it's very common to kind of like be in like 
cities made of crystal or caverns made of crystal or landscapes made of crystal and things like that. Um, so it's just kind of interesting that like when we, especially with the light guarding crystals to have them like illuminated and stuff like that, for a lot of us, when we see these, there's like a remembrance where it's like, whoa, like that's freaking magical and stuff. And, and I feel that crystals are actually here to be gentle guides to remind us of the magic that is in this reality that is in this third density as well. So like they're, again, they're kind of like fifth dimensional physical versions in uh, uh, like fifth dimensional like concepts or it's kind of hard to put into word but but three 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 d representations of a fifth dimensional uh existence and reality one thing if anybody's seen the movie pan uh this is just kind of in the movie pan they like go into the fairy world and the fairy world is just like full of crystals and stuff like that so again um but yeah i think um crystals are huge and there's like you know there's crystals inside of us uh i like the idea of like the heart of the crystal like there's a crystal in our heart are we actually a giant crystal are we a walking talking crystal so to speak depends how far you want to take it um but uh just going back to the youtube chat uh you know uh not having this was just kind of talking about the idea that you know any old dull rock has a story they are created through fire in the heart of a volcano over centuries of millennia under intense pressure uh these properties can resonate with us and help with us so again you know like as much as we're like yeah crystals are awesome doesn't mean that a regular rock on the ground is any less meaningful and i think that's part of the idea that consciousness is a mirror test it's being able to see yourself in your reflections so that's why you know like it's important to be able to like look at a dull rock look at a shiny rock and be able to see the beauty uh in both regardless of like aesthetic uh preference so to speak um but yeah no crystals are super magical and and another thing is that i think when you're at a level where you're in tune with the subtle energies holding a crystal uh will actually be a way to be able to like feel the vibrations of it like even this crystal right now like this is actually like vibrating right now like it doesn't look like it's vibrating but it is actually vibrating um and so like even for the light guarding crystals uh when you like hold them and put them in your hand you can like use that to feel the pulse of your body uh which you can do with other objects but through the light crystal it kind of like helps anchor into that and um i know from one friend that i've had who is like very empathetic very very like uh, an empath who's sensitive to energies when they would touch different crystals, they would be able to like feel the difference in them. You know, like each crystal has like its own flavor and like some crystals, they like actually like would be like almost too intense for them. Like one of my friends, like I know they said they had like, they held Moldavite and Moldavite is a very rare crystal. It's actually from a meteorite and there's only so much of it on earth and they were holding it. And they said like, yeah, it was like, they, like just holding it. They felt like chakras like responding to it and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's really, it's really trippy. Like, I think one way to just kind of ponder about the ideas of crystals is just imagine if you were like an advanced galactic civilization, how might they be using crystals and stuff? So I think we're just beginning to tap into uh, a remembrance of how crystals are useful. But again, we're already seeing it. It's already implemented throughout like a majority of our technology to begin with. So we are a crystal, crystal community, crystal technology. Um, yeah. So again, you know, like if, 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 if someone is interested in experiencing crystals on a different level, get in tune with your own subtle energies and then work with crystals and just sit there in your own silence and hold a crystal and just like pay attention. Because I think even without being super advanced, you'll still be able to feel something and it'll feel like kind of like that electricity or that gravity field. You can feel something though. So again, we live in an ocean of energy and crystals are vibrating uh, all the time, regardless of whether or not we can actually like fully observe it. But when we're on that subtle state, we can tune into it. So, 
Um, and that's why like when you see like people like lying down and getting Reiki, they'll take like different crystals and put them on different parts of their body to kind of like create like energy vortexes and kind of anchor in like a, a flow of energy and, and things like that. So yeah, there's a million different one ways to place crystals. Uh, Hector, Katie, are you guys still there? Um, if you are, just feel free to open up your microphone. Yeah, it looks like you are. All right, I'll pass it back to you guys. So uh, only a couple comments left on this, guys, and then we're going to get close to wrapping this up. So Hector, Katie, do you guys more more to add on crystals? Want to want to add anything? No, I'm good. I'll let you talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like them. They're, they're really powerful. And like you said, they're, they're no different than a rock that's just laying on the street. They really aren't. Um, whatever intention you give them is, is what they're going to give back. And that doesn't just apply to crystals. It applies to whatever it is that you are doing. And that's the, that's the beauty about thought and, and, and the human mind and, and, and energy and frequency is the fact that our thoughts and frequency create all of that intention and it, it creates it into something physical and gives it right back to us depending on what crystal and stone you're using um i i carry them on a daily basis see check this out i have this really cool one right here um some guy gave me i don't know i don't remember the, i don't remember his name but it's really cool um <laughs> but they all you know they all they all do they all do amazing things for us and, and they do what you let them and, and what you want them to do um they're, they're a tool that i will always use since the first time i started using them six years ago and i, I have not stopped carrying them in my pockets i might have you know accidentally a couple of times a few times but for the past six years i've been carrying them and and they do whatever i want them to do for me and it's amazing to have that power over something so silly as a rock it really, it really is. But what most people want to understand is that these rocks at some point had life because, you know, they were created from, from the earth, from this planet, and they started to grow and harness that energy, that planetary energy that it has right, you know, that they have at the moment. Um, people, people don't understand that, that, that they used to be, you know, a living thing, if you want to consider them, because they didn't just happen to be there. You know, they had to be, they created themselves through, whatever beautiful, powerful energy it is that they possess. And, and it gives them what they give us. And it's just amazing. And, you know, I, I, will, I will always carry them. And my son is starting to carry them. He loves them. Um, they're just an amazing tool. And I just can't get over them. I love them. There's just so much to them that they could do for people. No? Yeah, I agree. Selenite is my favorite. I have selenite. It definitely interacts with my body's energy. It's probably one of my favorite stones. And you know, you were talking about talking about Reiki and, and using uh, stones for that. I actually have a set of stones that I use for my Reiki sessions, um, and they all correspond to the seven chakras, the seven major chakras that I use, um, and they work wonders for me. And I have a moonstone pendulum that I use for my Reiki. Uh, sessions as well and I choose moonstone because um, I'm a cancer and the moon happens to rule me because of that and, and because of that moonstone is such a neutral stone for me that it doesn't interfere with other energy and when I use my moonstone pendulum on, on clients um, it really 
separates itself from me and it focuses itself on the client and it lets me know what I need to know um, in that particular situation. So, you know, there's just so many stones and then with my chakra stones, you know, they just do amazing things. They, they help me see what I need to see when I'm doing Reiki. It's just, it's so good over there. They're an amazing, amazing tool for us in, in our, you know, shifting consciousness. So, yep. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you, Hector. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I think we've uh, covered some pretty good ground on uh, on crystals and stuff like that. Um, just uh, last, uh, any any last comments on anybody who wants to practice talking about crystals Ooh. and stuff? Oh, um, sorry, dude. Um, I forgot. I, you guys, <laughs> when you guys were all commenting and going back and forth on the stones, and when I when I started off the topic. I really enjoyed what a lot of you guys had to say. It was really awesome. And I really can't remember it right now. I, I, I just forgot. It's late. <laughs> but when I was listening to that, you guys really had some really fun and interesting things to say regarding crystals. And it was really fun to listen to that. So thank you guys all for your input. It was really cool. All right, thank you for your thanks. I'll have to go back and, and re-listen to this so I can yeah, there you go. remember what it is that I liked. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and, and again, guys, I think uh, like... I think crystals are are great for kind of like just being able to, again, kind of like help evoke the magic um, using crystals in ceremonies, using them in altars, using them in practices and things like that. They, they are kind of a, and as Kyle was saying, I think it's, it's, it's realizing that it's not the crystal that's actually like, you know, don't not becoming dependent on the crystal, but being able to use the crystal as a mirror to help like activate what's already inside of you uh, is, is very important. So crystals are, allies crystals are friends how do we work alongside with them um sweet okay uh any last comments about crystals and uh after that guys uh, let's uh get close to wrapping it up so tom uh just a, a a few short comments on crystals just like less less than a few minutes if, if that works for you so just a quick statement um i I, I, I walk can you hear me yeah we can hear you you're good uh just a quick statement on, on crystals you know Everybody loves crystals, even people that are low vibe or unaware. And they're just great conversation starters. I mean, they really are just what, you know, what are you wearing or, or what is that? And then you can segue that into more detail of anything. So they're just, I mean, because so, a lot of people wear jewelry and they don't know if it means anything. So it's just a, it's a very good conversation piece. And of course, I agree with everything about the properties. I, I, I can hold a crystal sometimes too. And depending on what state I'm in, I'll, I'll feel it and, uh, I don't have a ton of them, but they're just, they're, they're great ways to get to know people. That's all I'm going to say. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Tom. Yep. Yeah. And, and again, you're right. Like that's another purpose, another, uh, another benefit of crystals is that usually like, again, I think being attracted to crystals and consciousness, there's some sort of correlation there. And I think, again, when you see people out in public who may be wearing crystal jewelry, that can often be a good icebreaker as what we're talking about in the chat. So like, that's why, you know, we include the the crystal wire wraps with the shifter booster kits. And if you ever see somebody with like a crystal necklace and things like that, just kind of like go up to them and just be like, hey, I like your crystal. Like, what type is it? And there's like, oh, yeah. And be like, they're probably going to be like into some shifty stuff and everything. And again, another thing that's obvious is that you notice that um kids like young 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 children will naturally be drawn to crystals so again you know i think like it's just 
they're there to like almost be gentle guides to just kind of be like hey like there's magic here's some magic have some magic and stuff like that and and like if you don't think they're magic that's cool but at the same time like it's 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 all a mirror test so when you see the magic in the crystals you're seeing the magic in yourself as well so we'll leave it at that all right guys um I want to go into a tarot card reading for, for this week. Uh, let's do that. So let's do a tarot card reading and then we'll just close with a short meditation and then we'll wrap it up for this week's broadcast. So guys, thank you again for, for being a part of, uh, of Paradigm Shift Central in whatever way you are involved. And shout out to those of you who are listening to this in the future. Uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, do me a favor and add a like to the video. That does help it. And uh, just continue to either share with your friends and invite people to the Paradigm Shift Central uh, project and get involved with future broadcasts. And uh, as always, huge shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. You guys are amazing. You help this broadcast happen. Literally, if it wasn't for the paradigm shift patreon at all uh the project just would not be able to happen in the same way uh because of the patreon it allows me to just put a lot more focus behind being able to do it and continue to share that abundance with the community so thank you again to the patreon and for those interested sign up and get your light crystal let me just show that one more time your light crystal added to your shifter booster kits when you sign up for the team patreon and again, if you're already signed up for the team Patreon and you're like, where's my light crystal? You are entitled to get one next time you like order a restock for your shift button. So if you're already signed up for the Patreon and you got your shifter booster kit to start off with, then message me in the future and be like, hey, I want to get another shifter booster kit. And you just let me know your budget. So you can be like, here's like $20, here's $30, here's $40. I'll include the corresponding shift buttons and free hug signs. And I'll include the light guardian crystal into that as well. So that's how, that's how everyone's going to be able to get one. And again, like being able to provide those light guardian crystals for you guys is a really powerful idea. Um, and, and, and I'm really excited to be able to do that because again, those crystals, the light guardian crystals, like anchor us into the shared story of the light guardians and boy do they get people's attention when when you're out there and uh and it's also really interesting because like there was a poster i saw the other day where like luke was wearing an illuminated crystal around his neck so light crystals kyber crystals jedi crystals like they're becoming canon and i think we're actually going to see them for the first time in the next star wars or we're going to see someone wearing some sort of illuminated light crystal and we'll be able to be like paradigm shift was like ahead of the game like ahead of the sink so like it's all sync man and like i'm not doing this because it's like a star wars thing i'm just doing this because this is like an awesome thing but again like the light guardian crystals like a lot of people will say like you know it reminds them of so many things and i think that's the beauty of it it reminds them of the ancient it reminds them of the past it reminds them of the future it reminds them of fantasy it reminds them of the magic it reminds them of mini lightsabers and that's exactly what they're for <laughs> so all right guys thank you again to all the team patreon supporters and for everyone involved with this project patreon.com forward slash brendan culleton and uh add your support when you can so let's um let's do a tarot card draw so again for the tarot card draw this is going to be a chance for the universe to communicate to itself through the language of symbols i'm drawing this on behalf of the team and this will be a chance for the universe to give some sort of message to the collective paradigm shift central team or just the entire whole of society but let's just focus on the team for now so if you guys want to just like put your intention into this, I just invite you guys to like take a breath here. And just having that gratitude in our hearts. This is the perfect reality. 
And we'll just take a moment here to invite the universe to allow ourselves to be open. And so just asking us to be shown what we need to see. So. Oh, great. Cosmic holographic matrix that we are. Show us what we need to see. So dramatic every time I know. <laughs> All right, this card is Flames 3. So let me just pull that up real quick. And uh, if, if there's like a part of you that ever like feels that initial reaction of like, oh man, like it's not a major arcana, damn. Like just check in with yourself. Cause like sometimes like that reaction is actually there to humble us because these cards are, are also equally as important as any of the major arcana. So Flames 3. Let's hold that up so you guys can see it. All right, the image. From the deep blue of a mystical landscape, three mighty streams of white light arise to proclaim the power of light over darkness. So just describing the imagery again, for those of you not watching the video, listening to the audio. Uh, yeah, it's a landscape and there's three pillars of light going up towards the night sky. And there's like trees on the landscape and it's kind of hilly and stuff. Meaning. The apparent contradictions that are given by combining various partial aspects of material illusion present an incomplete picture of reality. So if you guys just kind of want to like even meditate on this, close your eyes, go for it. Just kind of really listen and visualize as I'm sharing this. Through the dynamics of everlasting change, nature's intelligence forms a harmonious balance between the different manifestations of creation. This creates a world of diversity out of the world of opposites, constantly opening new paths. Buds do not allow themselves to be forced to bloom. Everything needs its proper time to conform to natural conditions in order to unfold the way it should. By trusting in the perfection of creation, man gains deeper insight into the mystery of life. I'll just say that part again. By trusting in the perfection of creation, man gains deeper insight into the mystery of life. Our own horizon broadens by trusting our inner strength that connects our inner self with the universal creative power. I'm going to reread that again. Our own, in, our own horizon broadens by trusting our inner strength that connects our inner self with the universal creative power. In being aware of this connection, man gains self-confidence, which creates the condition for being sincere and acting accordingly. Goodwill is the best prerequisite for good deeds. Astrological significance, sun, mercury, trine aspects, keywords, balance, coordination, harmony, venturing forth, one with nature, higher insight, development, integration, self-confidence, body language, traditional meaning, virtuosity, confidence, balance, prudence, grace, naturalness, movement, new solutions. So there you go. That's three of flames and uh, the tarot deck is the Ananda tarot deck for those interested. So 
so yeah, if, uh, if anybody wants to just kind of like maybe share what their um, interpretation of that and how that relates, please feel free to do so. But uh, definitely, I think there's some stuff in there that relates a lot to what we were talking about uh, within this broadcast in terms of uh, through the dynamics of everlasting change, nature's intelligence forms a harmonious balance between the different manifestations of creation. This creates a world of diversity out of the world of opposites constantly opening new paths so again you know it's kind of very much going back to the idea of like why is duality a thing and how the the duality is actually about being able to see the gray and the truth within the gray and how being able to see that you know the problems are the solutions and even when we were talking about like the sexual assault stuff how being able to see that like that in itself is a part of nature taking its course so that in time things will be able to change so in time it will constantly be able to open up new paths through the diversity of opposites so the solutions again by trusting in the perfection of creation man gains deeper insight into the mystery of life so that's a very powerful idea is that in the midst of all of this crazy shifty stuff that we're doing can we tap into that trust and that trust comes through understanding that nature unfolds as it should, as it does. And as such, we are unfolding as it, as it should, as it does. Um, and that's like sometimes a very hard thing to take in because within that we're observing the uh, amnesia of us for forgetting this connection. But even that amnesia is a part of nature. So we are a part of nature. Our own horizons broaden by trusting our inner strength that connects our inner self with the universal creative power. And being aware of this connection, man gains self-confidence, which creates a condition for being sincere and acting accordingly. Goodwill is a good prerequisite for good deeds. So out of this card, I would say, again, this is just a powerful reminder to connect with nature, to connect with the, with the nature of nature, so to speak, and in doing so, be able to connect with our own sense of self and our connection to that nature, and, and in turn, being able to move forward with the good deeds, with uh, goodwill as well. So, um, yeah, in being aware of this connection, man gains self-confidence, which creates a condition for being sincere and acting accordingly. So in the midst of like this crazy world, where does the confidence come from? Just in that knowing and that trust of being able to understand our connection to all that is and the bigger story. So it's something that takes time and it's something that is very personal for, for all of us. But I think it is essential that, again, if, uh, if we're looking to change the world, a big part of it is just by being able to know thyself. Nasate ipsum. So... What do you guys think? Does anybody have any comments on that card? Three of flames. If anybody wants to add anything to that, um, Kyle. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just, I think we'll just let Kyle, since we're going to get close to the end of the broadcast here. So, and Kyle's got some good insight on tarot. So Kyle, go, go ahead. Um, I like the line uh, that you said, was it like a, uh, something about uh, when you learn like uh, something, when you observe like the uh, the like the essence of creation, you learn uh, the nature of light or something like that. Uh, I really like that line because like I feel like that to me that really like like really uh, like describes like the like the whole process 
of light turning into all the colors, you know, to me. Like, um, also like the initial spark of the universe like, for like, uh, you know, uh, there was light and then everything expanded from that. So like that's like uh, the essence of, cre of creation, of creativity, like the, the initial spark of creation of, uh, you know, creativity, like, you know, pre creation is, you know, and creativity are the same, like, you know, same thing. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, I, I, th I think that's very powerful. And like, like, uh, three, like three as a number, like, uh, with tarot and, and everything with numerology, uh, like the three of any, of any of the, the of the wands, swords, whatever, like it, it usually, it, it, um, uh, it deals with three is a like like numerology it means creativity uh growth and expression uh so that's very like that's very like i said expression like a lot earlier uh creativity and expression was probably my, my two most used words in my first like thing uh i thought it's very relevant for me uh um and three, three, all threes are very relevant for me. Uh, three, six, nine, uh, I, I like 27. Um, uh, I was born the 27th. Uh, I identify with the 27th path on the tree of life. Um, well, sometimes it's the 25th, 27th. It, it changes based on interpretation, but the uh, path is a mech. I don't know if y'all are. Uh, how I mean, I'm only just beginning on knowing the tree of life. There's so much knowledge there. Like, like you couldn't. I don't know if you can learn all of it in a lifetime. Like that's that's very deep stuff there. But um, uh, the path of Samak has always been something I, I identified with. So that's the so and that's a three. I got twenty sevens by divisible by three. And ninety six. I was born in nineteen ninety six, and also ninety six looks like the yin yang. Um, uh, and the cancer symbols who have a cancer moon, uh, but uh, like uh, well, my, my, what uh, my app says about the card is uh, says looking ahead, expansion, rapid growth. Repre uh, represents the transformation of dreams into concrete plans and preparation for action. As you look forward to the possible obstacles in your path, you remain dedicated to your pursuit and ready to, to traverse your boundaries. So I feel like that's that's very well probably pretty relevant for most of us, you know. Um, and like, uh, I feel like uh, three of wands specifically probably has the most to do with creativity. Cause like, uh, like, like, I think it's like fire, uh, flames, like you said, like uh, wands represents fire. Uh, like, I, I think of water as our imagination. I see of uh, see fire as our creativity like uh um yeah like uh the first fire sign air spark and then like and then leo like as the uh fi like the uh, the uh the person dealing with the uh fire the uh, or the creativity and then Sagittarius, like embodying the uh, the the creativity in itself. That's like that's how I usually see creativity working through the fire signs. Uh, I've seen lots of posts about that, but you know, lots of 
that's a good analogy. Like, uh, usually you can see, like, because uh, with uh, the the uh, the signs within each element throughout the zodiac, there's a there's a story being played out, like, from like the first one earlier on in the zodiac to the, like, it's, an, it's interesting to think about. Uh, that's a whole other thing, though. Uh, uh, yeah, I I really like that card too. Like, it's it's always a very hopeful card because it's like looking ahead. Like it's like expansion. Like you're you're looking at your future and like how you can express your like your your you know your your spark and like and like um, and the various ways that can expand and like it's, it's very hopeful. Looking in the future, low hopeful card. Uh, uh, yeah, like I think, I think uh, that the original, like the uh, original, like picture for tarot is like uh, a guy like sitting next to like uh, these three, the three wands, and he's he's looking at, he has a, a globe in his hand, and he's just and he's looking at, and he, you're seeing him from like the back, and he's like looking at the globe, and he's like, uh, uh, and he's like. Uh, you know, like thinking about the future, like an optimistic way, like it's like a um, looking ahead, you know, like expand, like expansion and stuff like that with the globe. You know, uh, it's a cool card. I've always identified with that one because uh, I feel like I see myself doing that a lot. You know, that's that's a cool card. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle, for for your wisdom on that. Or one of our resident tarot scholars. I'm still learning. Still learning. <laughs> That's good. Though, man. Uh, I feel like I'm getting getting there. I'm getting pretty good. Totally. totally. That's good. Sweet. So, um, do you see? Uh, how do you see like the relevance of that card, kind of to maybe what we were talking about today, or kind of like what we're going through as a as a community and as a collective? Um, uh, we think. Uh, well, I, th I think uh, one way, one of like the, the more, like basic ways I feel is like just like, like I said, the concept of uh, transforming our dreams into con concrete plans and preparation for action. I feel like that's probably like a big part of uh, where we're at, you know. Like uh, and like we, we, you know, I think that's really honestly a big part of what we talk about in all these broadcasts because we're like a team, like uh, it's like a team uh, building thing, and I think that's a uh, you know, like, and like our whole thing, like really like, like we, what we think about, like what we talk about is dreams, like, like, or like, you know, like a theory, like the, you know, like dream world, like magical stuff. And we're trying to bring that into physicality, you know, we're trying to show that to the world, you know, we're trying to uh, create a physical space for that to build, you know, um, like even right now, we're like what we're doing right now, is uh, is is uh, you know we're we're making we're we prepared a space uh, to like manifest the dreams that like we talk about you know like like I don't know like this this conversation yeah anyway yeah and that's what we're that's what the like the whole thing is about so that's a, that's a that's I think that's one of the biggest ways it shows. Also, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, you know, creativity has been coming up a lot 
not just, not just because I've talked about it. I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of us have. Uh, mm -hmm. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think, you know, it, I said looking forward to the possible obstacles in your path and to remain dedicated to, uh, to your pursuit and ready to traverse your boundaries. I feel like we talked about that in, during the, this broadcast. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like I think you, I think you, you said that uh, something about like uh, about uh, uh, yeah, like seeing like boundaries, like our our own boundaries or like obstacles in a path. Either way, and uh, being able to, to remain dedicated like to our mission. Like, yeah, yeah. And be able to uh, evolve, and like yeah. uh, you know, like go through the transformation where we can handle those uh, those boundaries in ourselves, uh, and the ones that we we run across in the world. You know. Yeah. Because uh, we're always going through that process of uh, of death and rebirth, and and that's just like that's the cycle, and we're we love love every time. You know, that's a cool that's a cool thing. I that that I think. Most of us, like really, all of us, go through constantly. We're always, we're all always leveling up. We're always going right. through deaths and rebirths, like the whole cycle. Um, that's the whole. That's uh, what uh, the planet that that is that uh, rules that whole process is Pluto, uh, which rules Scorpio, which is a sign that that's associated with. Uh, and we're in Scorpio right now. Uh, yeah. Right now, uh, and uh, I feel like this this full moon. Uh, I mean, oh, actually, like all full moons, that's what full moons are, are also about, uh, uh, is, is a time for transformation. And the new moons is the rebirth. Like, uh, and it's like, that's the whole cycle of the moon thing. Like, and that's, uh, uh, really, the moon cycle is a really good tool because it, it, it lays out like a, a whole cycle of, of, uh, of death and rebirth, really, like transformation. Like, it real, like, yeah, like you start a new thing in the new moon, and like, and then by the full moon, you go through a transformation, like, a, or like, it, even if you're not paying attention to it, it's a thing that's happening. Like, it really is. Like, it, and, and like, I've had a lot of time, like, like, with my own, like, just like, really like, uh, paying attention to my own, like, process, my own, like, cycles and like, tra transformation, like, really, I've been a really like, shedding of skin period. So I've been like, hyper aware of that whole thing because like that's like that's like yeah uh and like so i've been through i've shed tons of skin by now like and i've and i've done things for most of the full moons the last couple months or like at least i was uh, very aware of it and like mindful like i a lot of times i do like a little uh ritual and even if i don't like um it's still a big day like like i know it's happening uh yeah, so that's a really cool. Thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I like what you say there. Just the reminder of like how the moon cycles of death and rebirth are occurring, whether or not we're actually fully aware of it. Mm -hmm. So it's just like we're we're still we're still experiencing it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, just internally. So okay, guys. Thank you again, and uh, we're going to move into uh, a closing meditation for for the broadcast at this point. So, Kyle, thanks, thanks again, man. All right. So, with that said, 
let's just uh, again take a moment here and it's like two to two on the clock so we're going to take a moment here to just kind of go through uh, a short micro meditation but just kind of like allow this to be a little bit of a chance to tap into our own peace and our own connection and just allow it to be calming allow yourself to like fall asleep to it if need be whatever works for you guys so so again thank you everyone for being a part of this to all the light guardians to all the shifters out there may this broadcast continue to fuel our infinite souls and allow us to continue to move forward with uh, infinite infinite grace courage and compassion so just invite everyone to allow themselves to get nice and comfortable and we're going to move into this meditation so so first of all, just allow yourself to get in a position where you'll be able to maintain a degree of stillness. And just gently close your eyes if you haven't yet. And so from here, if you need to, just wiggle your body a little bit. Just move out your joints. Just allow your body to relax. Good. We'll begin gently by connecting with the breath. So gentle inhales through your nose. Gentle exhales through the nose or the mouth. Again, gentle inhales. Gentle exhales. So allow the rhythm of your breath to continue maintaining awareness of it and just noticing the slight shifts in your energy, in your body, simply by bringing our awareness to the breath, to the calmness of it. And within this meditation, just allow yourself to be both alert and yet even on the verge of falling asleep. So again, gentle inhales. Gentle exhales. And gently before we go too deep, let us just gently scan our body from our feet to our toes. So just bring your awareness to your feet, your legs, your thighs. Just gently allow your feet, your legs, and your thighs to relax. Good. Just bring your awareness up to your groin, your hips, your torso. Allow your groin, your hips, and your torso to relax. Continuing to breathe, gentle inhales, gentle exhales. With each breath, just feeling a cooling sensation moving through your body. Just bringing awareness to our chest, our shoulders, our arms, and our hands. Allow our chest, our shoulders, our arms, and our hands to gently to relax. Good. And bring awareness up to our neck, our throat, our jaw, our entire face, our head. So just allow your neck, your throat, your jaw, your entire face, and your head to gently relax. So just allowing your cheeks to gently relax as well, your forehead to relax, your eyebrows to relax, as if you're getting ready to fall asleep. 
And so connecting with the breath, what I would like to do here is gently guide us through the practice of this meditation as we connect with the various elements, ones that we are familiar with. And just using this as a practice of your own imagination. And so being aware of your breath, being aware of your heart, take another deep inhale through deep into your chest. Gentle exhale. Continue to breathe deep. And as you do, gently bring your attention to the concept of the element of air. So as you breathe in with your lungs, become extra aware of the air that fills your lungs the energy associated with it. And so feel the element of air within your body, starting in your lungs and your chest and gently moving down through your limbs, down your arms, down your legs and connecting to the element of air that is already inside of you. The element of air that you are. So just take another breath here and just visualizing in whatever way that suits you, that reflects air to you, even imagining yourself as air, imagining yourself soaring through air, imagining yourself feeling air. What does it feel like to you? Just connect with that and take another gentle breath. Good. Now remember what this feels like. On top of this, continue to breathe. And as you do, breathe deep into your lungs. As you begin to bring in your attention and your imagination to the element of earth. So whereas air felt very light, allow your body to connect with the sensation of earth. What does earth feel like to you? Whereas air was wispy and whimsical, earth can oftentimes feel very dense, grounded, and yet strong, formidable. And so just connect with the sensation of earth and also any corresponding emotions that you naturally and intuitively associate with it. So as you breathe in, Allow your body to feel like earth, feeling the strength, feeling the strength of a mountain in your entire body. What does that feel like? Connecting with the element of earth across this planet and others. Just continue to breathe, connecting with the history, with the ancientness of earth and finding strength in it. So take another breath here, gentle breath, feeling even the coolness of earth, like rich, dark soil, cold, yet strong. 
good. And so from here, let us continue to breathe as we practice connecting with the elements of fire. So instantly, as you think about the element of fire, notice any sensations, any shifts in your body as you bring awareness to the simple idea of what fire is. So as you breathe in, feeling and imagining almost a warmthness to your breath, connecting with your heart and imagining your heart almost being an epicenter for this heat, for this flame. And so you feel what fire feels like throughout your entire body, not in a painful way, but in its own pleasant way, imagining fire in a pleasant sense from feeling a familiarity of it, feeling its spontaneousness and imagining yourself as you see fire and as you are fire. Breathe into this deep visualizing in your mind and also visualizing not just fire here, but even the fire of the sun. And so just connecting with that and visualizing and moving this energy through your body as you do this. Reminding ourselves that we literally are the compilation of these elements in human form. We literally are the elements incarnated who have come this far working together to experience life as we know it. So connecting again with the element of fire, feeling that throughout your body, feeling it move, its spontaneousness, reminding you of the other elements in its own way, each one connected to the other. So take another breath here as you feel what fire feels like inside of you. And as you continue to breathe, we'll move into the next element. And as we breathe in the awareness of water. And so notice any shifts in your body as you've gone from wind to air to earth to fire and now to water. And visualizing in your imagination any corresponding thoughts connecting with the water that you are, connecting with the water of the earth, feeling the water throughout your body, feeling the flow of it, feeling the strength of it, feeling its coolness, even its own warmth to it, feeling as if you are in water in this moment. And so literally, as you breathe, be water. Continue to connect with that. Deep inhales, moving the water throughout your body as it goes down and back up, creating a cycle. Good. And so just take another couple breaths here, connecting with this element. And in doing so, connecting to a deeper remembrance and allowing yourself to bring forth a deeper knowing of who and what you are beyond the illusion 
of the flesh, reminding yourself that you literally are these elements. Do you remember when you were just water? Do you remember when you were just fire? Do you remember when you were just earth? Do you remember when you were just air? So breathe into the sensation as you almost imagine all of them at once. And connecting with that unified feeling of all the elements together. Now, what does that feel like? Can you feel the feeling of air, wind, of air, earth, fire, and water simultaneously? And in doing so, finding your own remembrance of wholeness. Feeling movement and yet stillness at the same time. So take another breath here. And so from here, let us expand as we bring in a fifth element, as we bring in the awareness of the elements of ether, being whatever that means to you, being a representation of that, which is in some ways the web in which the other elements exist upon the grid that is often left unseen yet ever present. What does ether feel like to you? Perhaps it feels like a sparkling sky, like a sparkling sky. It feels like a void of space. Perhaps ether has a correlation of a purple to it. And yet at the same time, allow this to expand. Allow ether to also be seen as many vibrant colors at the same time. And so as you breathe in this breath, allow yourself to bring in the concept of ether being very much like a rainbow, yet with colors beyond what you have seen. Like seeing through water and seeing a rainbow 2.0 all at the same time. Remembering the sensation as you have felt it within your dreams, within your experiences as soul beyond this physical plane and even still here in this physical plane. So breathe the sensation of ether through your entire body. Just connect with that whatever way you choose to in whatever way comes to you. And in doing so, allow yourself to be in peace. Allow yourself to be in gratitude. Good. And so as we move through here, let us continue to integrate our awareness of all of these elements within us, of all of these elements that we are 
reminding ourselves of the journey we have been on one infinite timelines in the making we literally are the elements experiencing this experience and so as we breathe here let us crystallize all of these thoughts into a single point of light that starts at our chest and what i want you to do is with your next breath i want you to allow that light as dense as it is to slowly begin expanding through the rest of your body and so now as the five elements combined we create the the omega element the alpha element of light that which all elements are composed of and with the thought of the moon also coming through in this moment connecting with our heart amplifying this field let us slowly allow this dense potent light at the heart of our chest begin to expand as we fill our body with it like gold and honey gently moving down can you feel it moving down past your torso past through your groin down your legs through all the way to your feet and as you breathe imagining this white light coming up the spine rising up the caduceus moving up our back of our neck into our cerebral into our crown onto our third eye and gently like rolling water like golden honey dripping down past our lips past our throat and back to our heart creating this full cycle of light and so gently breathe through this right now and really just tap into what this feels like for you and in doing so allow your imagination to go where it needs to allow yourself to connect with this peace connect with this gratitude connect with this remembrance and so just breathe here for these next few moments in this space just connect gentle inhales and gentle exhales and oh it's amazing that you have come so far this soul on a journey from the infinite stars who has lived many lifetimes time and time again through the infinite hallways and the reflections of friends we awaken within this dream through the dance we choose to live we expand our heart as we experience the trust and bliss and so as we breathe into our heart may our fields ever expand as we remember that all that we need 
is already within our hands. And so move forward with deep trust and a remembrance that goes beyond what just is. For you are exactly where you need to be in the experience of all that is. So just breathe into your heart, deep trust, deep inspiration, deep remembrance. And just stay here in silence just for these next few breaths. And then we'll slowly conclude the meditation. So just be here. Reflect on gratitude. Reflect on your strength. Reflect on all that is. All that will be. Just breathe. The breath will guide us. So as you breathe, remembering the sensation, remembering what it feels like, the familiarity of it, something you have felt once in a dream, something psychedelic in its own sense, a remembrance of pure, raw love, of pure, raw, light, that is what you are. That is what you have always been. You are love and you are loved. And so from my heart to yours, I am and will always be love with you. Just take another couple breaths here. Beautiful. And so slowly, we'll gently transition to conclude this meditation, yet allowing these feelings to continue beyond throughout our moments in the days to come as we dance through the Maya and the illusion. In our heart, let us remember this white love, this white light, this remembrance to something more, to something we know, to something we have always been. It will guide you. It always is. So just take another couple breaths here.
slowly we'll gently bring to begin to bring awareness back to your physical body maintaining calmness with the breath when you're ready and gently choose to wiggle your toes and your fingers if you wish or just maintain in stillness you can fall right asleep if you wish and for those who choose gently maintaining awareness of the breath slowly open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you Uh -huh. All right. Thank you again, everyone, for choosing to be here by no accident. If you're listening to this, you chose to be here. And again, I thank you for choosing that. So let us allow us to continue to ripple this broadcast, the inspirations of it beyond this moment into everything that we still have to do for the journeys and the missions ahead. There's so much more and it's all very exciting and with great duty comes great responsibility. So let us continue to dance the dream awake. So with that said, we're going to move very close into the conclusion of this, but I just want to be able to open up the microphone for anybody who wants to express any gratitude as we begin as we conclude this meditation, as we conclude this broadcast, this entire broadcast was one big meditation, sort of. So, um, yeah, I just, I just want to give a chance here. If anybody just wants to open their mics and just, uh, express any gratitude, gratitude relative to the meditation, gratitude, just to the overall team, the broadcast, um, just giving you a chance to do so. Um, Kyle, did you want to, did you want to say anything? Yeah. Okay. Kyle, go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I was really wanting to to uh, share gratitude, especially like towards the end of that meditation, because like, because like you're really good at that. Like that was really good. Like I really like. I've listened to a lot of your um, your guided meditations and stuff. Like I feel like that's, that it comes very natural. Uh, uh, like I remember like. Uh, when you're towards the beginning even like when you were going through the elements like i'm like i didn't actually know that you were going to go through them all when you started with air but like when i was feeling myself as air like i started to like uh think of think of earth right afterwards like i was in i was like i actually had wings i was in i was in the air and i start and then i looked down like to earth uh, and that was right before you transitioned to earth and it was really, and then the same thing actually happened. Cause when, when I, after I, when I got down to earth and was like, um, express what, what was experiencing that, I felt the need to, uh, like, you know, like to go to fire mm -hmm. and, uh, I did. I didn't know you're even at that point. I didn't know you're gonna go through all of them. For, uh, I don't know. Like, I thought you were just gonna do air and earth. <laughs> so I didn't know that fire was next. Like I didn't at all. But uh, like that was really cool. cool. Uh, at that point, I knew that you're gonna go to water next. So. Like, <laughs> but uh, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, and the illuminating like like um, 
starting from one speck of light going all throughout the whole body that was a really intense experience especially like when you when you describe it going through your spine like the caduceus uh, to your um, like through to the the, the the third eye and the crown once like once the crown that was fully illuminated like the wings of the caduceus like went like um was, and like uh, the like the moment that happened like all the elements were like created around me but they weren't didn't have color and then like then then the color then out then all the colors came out and then mm-hmm. gave everything color it was it was really cool uh, experience mm-hmm. but yeah uh, thank you for cool. that um in general like um uh, uh thank everyone for like this experience in general awesome awesome thanks carl that's great cool awesome and yeah no the f- feedback is always really interesting um mm-hmm. maybe i'll have to go back and listen to my own guided yeah. meditation just to <laughs> sink into it but no I'm, I'm i'm glad i'm glad you guys were able to, to receive that so all right. Um, again, so just uh, closing comments, expressing gratitude. Uh, just want to give you guys a chance to do that. If anybody would like to say anything, and we'll, we'll just keep it short at this point, guys. Um, who would like to say something? If anybody would just like to express some gratitude before we conclude the broadcast. Does uh, R- Rachel, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm just going to pull up your microphone if you want to say anything. Sorry, as I know you have to like get your microphone. Go, go ahead, Rachel. Yeah. Very much, Bren, for this space. Um, thank you guys for for being here, for talking about this topic, which is really important and amazing. You are really open-minded and full of love, full of compassion. That that's really amazing, and I'm I'm really glad to see this. Like, it's it fills my my heart so much with with this warm energy. I don't know. <laughs> thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. And thanks for rocking it with Paradigm Shift Mexico. So hey. Hey, we'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Um, okay. So again, thank you, everyone. Anybody, anybody else? I, I'm not expecting everyone to say every, any, everything right now. That's, that's okay. But does anybody else want to share something? Tom. Um, yeah, so Tom, if you want to just express any gratitude before we wrap up, go ahead. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I just want to say a general thank you for everybody, especially to you for setting all this up for us. Uh, you know, just reminding everybody to stay focused on the task. Don't get sidetracked by um, side issues. You know, stay focused on your ascension process. Uh, use whatever technique you have and just remember to be forgiving and, and uh, to remember the love even when you feel the hate, when you feel the pain. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. All right. Um, was it anybody else who would like to share anything? Jared, go ahead. Share gratitude. Much love to everybody. A tip for a need. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. It's a penguin from Madagascar. I love them. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thank, thank you, Jared. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And um, I I will just say again, you know, part of doing that meditation uh, for those of you who are community facilitators, please feel free to uh, replicate that meditation 
within your own communities in your own style how you want you know just kind of like working through the the elements and and i inspire you guys to get creative um with your meditation practices and and i would uh i, I would hope not necessarily even hope because hope implies doubt um you know I'm, I'm happy to be able to uh have the meditations that we've done through the through these and other broadcasts be you know sources of inspiration for you guys to also do meditations so um anybody else who would like to share anything just before we wrap this up um justin is there anything you would like to share uh short and sweet um just much love thank you for that meditation uh some stuff happened to me during that meditation that i've never experienced before so i was pretty excited as it happened i'm just gonna keep it to myself though um i'm looking at the moon right now and like literally <laughs> it's so it's not so cloudy but there's a dim cloud mm -hmm. so like you can see the light like bouncing off it and it's like a nice. right now it's like a perfect literally a perfect four directional uh, <laughs> oh cool four directions are literally looking down on us out in this live awesome awesome Sweet man. All right. Well, Justin, thank you. Thank you again for being here and uh, all the best with, with your week to come of shifty adventures. So awesome. Okay, keep it shifty. <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. All right. Um, if there's anybody else who would like to say anything, uh, let me know. Um, okay. Uh, does Ann, sorry, Anna, did you want to say anything? If, if not, that's totally fine. You're good. Okay. Perfect. Shout out to Anna and, and to everybody who's, who's there with Anna. So Anna and team. So hi guys. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, thank you again, everyone for, for being a part of this broadcast. This officially concludes another, uh, another very exciting and inspirational and educational broadcast through paradigmshiftcentral.com for the team building for November 2nd, even though it's November 3rd now. And um, again, stay tuned for, for more broadcasts. Uh, if you're around, get involved with the, the team work period, the team chill period on Monday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Plus. Uh, create your profile on the main website. If you haven't yet, please feel free to share this broadcast. Give it a like on YouTube. Let your friends know about Paradigm Shift. Create Paradigm Shift communities where you are. Go do free hugs. Hack the matrix with love. Create conscious media. Create your quest journals. Keep working on yourself. Leveling up. Do the little things that make the big difference. Hey, you guys got it. It's all good. So sweet, guys. So on behalf of myself and everybody here, let's all just like make some noise, send some love. And again, support on patreon patreon.com forward slash brendan culton paradigmshiftcentral.com and subscribe to me on youtube.com forward slash skull babylon on behalf of everyone here let's pull up the microphones make some noise guys let's make a little howl and say goodnight <laughs> awesome all right thank you guys so much and for all the shifters out there thank you for doing what you do to help shift the paradigms you guys are important you guys matter and you guys are beautiful so keep it shifty and as always we will see you in the future this is skull babylon aka wolf shield aka brendan until next time signing out and uh yeah thank you again much love peace and wholeness Pew. <laughs>